She's a nod lady. Yes. There it is. All right, sons. Hey, we're early. Uncle Randy here. Look at this. Look at this. Who's this? Gary, sons. We're going to let you guys build and get in here. I figured we'd come on. I'd go ahead and knock out the housekeeping shit. Pay a little bit of bills. You tag me in this? Let me see. I should. Hang on. Yeah, I don't need you to. I'm sharing it now. Oh, you got it? Did you find it? I'm here, baby. Okay. Yeah, so uh, first going to talk Bio Bidet, sons. Y'all know it. BioBidet.com. Get yourself a bidet. Promo code MarriedAF. Save 10% on that. You're welcome. Um, you know, clean your ass, sons. You filthy animals disgust me. They're still just using straight up old school toilet paper. Makes me vomit, sons. It amazes me that your wives still fool around with you and are willing to show you their tits, sons, because you disgust me. It's foul. It's not fair to them. They wash your filthy shit streaked underpants and they deal with you. Get a bidet, sons. I always say if you shit on your arm, would you just wipe it with some a paper towel? <laughs> yeah. You just oh, yeah. soap. Smear it. Yeah. Just smear it around. Yeah. Hey, here's my ass. Yeah. I want it, my wife to eat it, but hey, you know, first of all, I mean, not clean it real well. Am I allowed to say that on here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, we say make anything. Sure. Make sure. At least, though, use wet wipes. Right. Like, that's, Some, that's something the, clean. You know, people that just straight up smear it with old school striking paper. Hey, why don't you just go live with my great grandmother back in the 1890s and light matches in your shitter, sons? Yeah. It's killing me. So, y'all know the promo code, Married AF, save 10%. A lot of people have been buying them lately. Hey, do it, sons. You won't regret it. Uh, we got Roka. Y'all see these shades, sons, for champions. Listen, Roca, designed right here in America, out of Austin, Texas, sons. Let me tell you a little bit about Roca. Joe Rogan, Uncle Randy, Tim Kennedy. Champions, those are the Roca athletes. Whatever you want to do. Barbara 20 is the promo code. 20%. Only celebrities get that 20%. Everybody's got the 10 from the Baba days. Not 20, though. 20% off. And the last one is... Oh, muscle vodka. What the fuck am I thinking? Listen, don't got the vodka here. Gary, bourbon man. Let me tell you, bourbon tastes like shit, sons. Hate bourbon, but I'm doing it. It's a man's drink. It's business. It is a man's drink, and it tastes like a man. And I feel like I should Listen, have a cigar. Vodka's for fun. This is for business. Oh. You ever seen a mafia movie where someone's sitting around drinking vodka? No, you don't see that. Fucking brown liquor. Yeah, all, all day. It's business. And this tastes, is going to happen tonight. It tastes just like that too, sons. And we're going to get into it because see, Uncle Randy's this this brown guy. What to see about? I think Gary's got a. He's been barred from that, Uncle Randy, like Uncle Randy with Grey Goose and Cranberry. Can't do them, sons. I end up doing fifty of them. I like Frank the Tank, in old school. Tastes so good on your lips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand. Trust me. Yeah, the wife won't let me have that, and. uh She's justified in that reason. Yeah. I'm an animal with that shit. Yeah, fireballs that for me in in the uh the lamb house. We're banned. Yeah, last time I had Grey Goose and Cranberry, we were partying. We're Brooks like it was like a something in her thirties before we had Gunner. And we we're at the Vanna Club downtown. And uh we had a VIP section. We were rolling. Of course, people coming in drinking our bottle service like everybody does in VIPs. And uh I'm drinking those gray goose and cranberries like they're going out of style. Next thing I know, I'm trying to fight the bouncer. He's six foot six, probably in the WWE now, because that's how they start down there. And uh, it was just a nightmare scenario. And that was the last time I got to drink those because 
just turned into a yeah, fireball for me was Panama City Redneck Riviera. Last thing I remember at eleven thirty in the morning, I'm face up with a frat boy pouring a fifth down my throat. Nice. That was after we'd already drank a handle. Oh, fireball! Wife had to walk me back to the uh, condo. It didn't go well. So she laid down the law with you on that. Involved some public yeah. nudity and oh some, yeah, some peeing in front of everyone and oh that happens. So you know. Romanship. Most people, most. But men, out of love, out of love, I don't drink the Fireball anymore. And there's a picture of, yeah. uh, of us in Miami where I was in the same predicament. Yeah. Fireball it, sneak up on you. And it was either piss my pants or piss there. Sometimes so you got to do what you got to do. There and uh, grown yeah, ass man, happens. they've seen people piss before. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna be one to lie about it. Listen, everybody wants to act like they never gotten drunk and been a rascal. You're full of shit, sons. Not if you're a champion. You've learned if you're a champion. You've made all the mistakes to learn. That's what makes you a champion. Yes, it absolutely does. All right, so here I want to talk about just from the whole beginnings of how we kind of got on the course to meet. So Rick had talked to me about you, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe. Yeah. Rick's like, my father-in-law, Rick Cope. Shout the out. Legend. The legend. White right? boy. White boy Rick. Savagery. He was like, my son-in-law has wrestling. And, you know, we, talk, we were talking about how I'm a big uh, MMA guy. And he was like, oh, I got to have the MMA too. You know, he's talked about that. And, you know, we got the church and all that. Because we were talking about doing some events. Right. And then recently, uh, Fire Marshal Bill had listened to you on uh, The Mockingbird. Yes. Excuse me. And he came back. Oh, that fireball and that bourbon mixing. Even though I know they're in the same family. They're angry with each other. And he was like, dude, you got to have Gary on. You two got to talk. No bullshit. And so then I went and listened to the Mockingbird podcast with you, and it was excellent. It was two and a half hours of me, of you championshipping for two and a half. And it got me, I was going to get my son in Alabama. Yeah. So it took the whole ride. Greg's a good guy. And oh, it was I appreciated him. Let me take over the show for two and a half hours. You sure did too. But it, you, I don't even think he asked you questions. I think you just turned it and you were asking questions and then fun. answering the questions. Sometimes, man, <laughs> sometimes I know what I want to say. So, but it was excellent. And so once I heard that, I was like, absolutely right. We got to do it. All right. Chet here from uh, Silvertown is in Denver. Saying shout out Silvertown Love from Denver, Colorado. Drink one for me, boy. So I got to know, as an outsider to Silvertown, yes, is Silvertown a part of the neighborhood, or is it the entire neighborhood? I'm very curious on how one gets to be part of Silvertown. Oh man, it is a. It's not hard to to get into Silver. Silvertown is an idea. Okay. Like, because of course I stole it from Joe Dirt the movie because yep. he's always talking about yep. the hometown he yearns for yes. called Silvertown. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like the, the outcast that kind of like, kind of reject a lot of like the HOA fuckery still good. Everybody's awesome. They get Dare we say great. the black sheep? Very soon. I was about to go there. Like, you know, I was like, you probably, you would probably get it as much as anybody. Like we're just kind of those folks, you yeah. know, and I'd gravitate toward those fucking champs just like you do. So are you the mayor of Silvertown is what I need to know. No. <sighs> We've got a little a group of us that kind of co-founded it. Um, no, I would say I'm the governor. Yeah. Yeah. So the mayor, there's a few. 
got like a few may or just the city council all right maybe i'm the president i don't know it's it's in there dictator you know how, i yeah, prefer dictator yeah they're dictators for the most part are champions anything you know? with two heads is a monster absolutely rick copes here oh god the legend oh we're gonna talk about you real good rick we already have a little bit <clears throat> he'll be over here too he'll just walk in <laughs> yeah he'll kick the door trust in. me i know <laughs> i've had it happen <laughs> oh yeah but uh no, and uh, we were talking about, you know, I was telling you about uh, Dustin, who we said, who I was telling you, we got the political career. That's the guy we got to get on the councils and making stuff happen because he's the one who just got Silvertown as the second approved golf cart district in Canton. Yes. He wrote that. He did got that you. ordinance. All right, and very all that. So I didn't know that. He's the one that kind of jump started that whole thing and uh, made it happen, which, you know, shout out to uh, Superior Motorsports. They've done real good by silvertown and getting people uh golf carts and we love them folks you know you can find them right on 92 sons right there toward kellogg right there by the the uh the map co there and they got all the cool shit so go check them out tell them that uncle randy sent you talk to leon or nathan they'll take care of you all right so yeah, Farm Marshal Bill's kind of like the, he's more of like the mayor type. You know, he's the political. I mean, I'll get in there and shake hands, kiss babies. Yeah. I see him kissing ass with the mayor all the time. Oh, he Facebook. loves him some mayor. Yes, dude. He is I a gotta have a talk with him. He's trumping that car, flying that banner. Oh, he's the one, though. He's not. He gonna, needs to be lamb for mayor. He is. Now, that, that, I've wondered if that's going to happen. And we're going to talk about that if you've ever, what, how serious you've ever given a thought to that. It's an interesting discussion. We should definitely talk about that once we, we absolutely at the 730 will. point. Yes. So what all, um, all right, we got people jumping in now. We're set. Um, so, yeah. So then I was listening to Mockingbird trying to figure out like, all right, this is pretty crazy because we share a, a few things in common that are huge for me. For one, Blackberry Smoke. Yep. That's my band. That's my band. For life. Uh most underrated guitarist to me and lead vocalist charlie star is the star he is he's the star he's one of the baddest guitarists i've ever seen yes. play live and people don't give him that love so people don't i was a blackberry smoke fan mm-hmm. from hearing him on the radio but i'm a huge so i'm fucking over the top aaron lewis fan oh yeah i heard you yeah and about two years ago they were with aaron lewis and when i saw them live for the first time i'd never seen anything like it in my life i was already a fan but it literally is the Charlie Star show. Yeah. He's a beast. We saw him at uh, Bama Jam in like 2010, me and Brooklyn, which was like a country music festival yeah. down in uh, like Dothan, Alabama, mm-hmm. in a peanut farm. Yeah. And they were there during the day, like an early act. And we were there drinking all fucking day. And uh, they did, uh, which song is it? But it might be Good One Coming On, which is one of my favorite songs, or Like I Am. And he changed the lyrics to uh, two in the pink and one in the stink, just live. Right. Like that was just kind of like an ad right. lib for him. So it was love right then. And, and they were just so good, dude. He's so fucking good. They're phenomenal. So let me one-up you. I don't want to one-up you. Yeah. But about 15 years ago, shit, 16, Wing and Rockfish used to be in downtown Woodstock where the amphitheater is. Mm-hmm. It was just a flat field. And they were the band there. They were nobody. Yeah. And like, just, they were one of these bands pounding Dixie Tavern, pounding Smith's old bar. And they were there playing at wing and rock fest, which at that time, no one realized what they were going to be, but they are all the charts, man. And they're still like, 
I think musically they're very appreciated. Like, cause Zach Brown take, yeah. would well, take Zach them Brown out. made them. Yeah. But as far as mainstream, but they're in that genre where no one knows what to do with them. Country yeah. music's not going to play them rock. They're the last of that dying breed of, that of Southern, Southern rock. rock. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've always, they're the I've last the of the Southern thing. rock, but that you'll hear that anyone, you know, anyone that knows uncle Randy will tell you, that's my band. I love those fucking guys. They, they do no wrong in my eyes. So when you said Blackberry Smoke, I cheersed you immediately in the car. But then you start talking about your MMA knowledge. Yeah. You know, you start talking about a little bit about Conor McGregor and yeah. shit. And, and that's that's my jam. I trained MMA for years. I've been um, trying to start an MMA promotion. We were we were two weeks away from our first show when uh, Kemp shut the state down. Yeah, fucking Kemp, man. We're so hopefully, on. hopefully in the next 10 days, we have an announcement coming about that. The RFL, the Relentless Fight League. Oh, God. So yes. we'll see what happens. Hey, John Little's in here. Bubba's in here. Uh, shout out to all you champions. Uh, thank you for sharing this, helping us with the, the hype build up. And that's the, f- the second thing I got to give you a, a shout out to. We went toe for toe on the, the, the promos and the promotion of this sit down. And I got to call it a draw. We yeah. were going day for day, like rotate. People don't do that enough. They don't realize the power of that. The consistency of promoting something that you want to Here's get by. My time's too valuable to come in here and talk for one person to watch. I'm sure. That so if we're going to do it, let's do it all the way. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, I'm not good at much, but I can draw a crowd. <laughs> and uh, I tell people in my events, my vendors will tell you they're disorganized. They're crazy, but they deal with my chaos because people come. And so absolutely john the mayor coming in hot right here with the, that was good one coming on with the two in the pink and one in the stink. yeah the mayor would know yeah so how about this matter of fact we ought to go to woodstock after this once we're drunk yes and whoop the mayor's ass are you ready for this so I'm about ready. two weeks ago the mayor went to a private show that nobody knew about on sunday afternoon of blackberry smoke and mad life i saw that fucking shit i was so angry. he didn't tell me about it i was angry did he tell you about it no but i was angry jealous see here's what i don't understand so when you have the four horsemen of a county yes you're right. and it's really only right. three the mayor the black sheep you're and right. the uncle you're right you're right and the mayor goes off and does his own shit because he's more focused on the fact he's getting married in seven days it hurts a little it hurts a little bit yeah, it does it does it does i mean i forgive little. him there's forgiveness yeah, in my heart i got jesus too. in there yeah, but but there's hurt it stings. I'm not going to forget about it. Like I, it definitely, uh, I saw all the stuff and was very jealous. I'll admit that. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough to watch. Cause I was like, how intimate of a cool set was that, that he got right. to just go sit and chill at. I would shit my pants because the last time I tried to go see Blackberry smoke, I ended up in Cobb County jail for the weekend. Yes. I'll tell you that whole story. I need to hear around that story. my birthday. Sons did a whole weekend there. Hardened criminal. Goddamn. Listen, I saw things. I don't even want to talk about there. All right. Cobb County, not like Cherokee County sons. You go do a stretch like uncle Randy did in Cobb. You come out of change, man, son. Guess what? It was over a boating parking ticket that went to Alabama. Cause that's where my ex lives. Right. I never knew about it. And so I get pulled over by a trooper. And I've got a warrant from the U.S. Marshals because the Army Corps of Engineers runs yes. Alatoona. Okay. And it's a Friday of my birthday, November 28th. He's like, man, you got a warrant. Marshals want to extradite your ass. It's like, I don't be- like this doesn't make sense. Like, you know, you seem like a normal guy, but I got to take you down. And so I was like, cool, mom. You know, right. my girlfriend will take care of it. I don't know if we were married yet or not, me and Brooke. But uh, so I call her 
And she's like, okay, I'll figure it out. And so she had to chase the world to even know what it was. It's a $50 boat ticket. She pays it. And the woman uh, that takes the payment was like in Rome. And she was like, oh, here's the bad news though. Judge can't sign off on it till Monday. He's got to sit. He's going to sit in jail for the weekend of his birthday. We were going out to uh, that old awesome place down on uh, 85 country bills or some shit where blackberry smoke was going to be and that was like my birthday thing I missed right it. wild oh, bills. my god wild bills wild bills and i missed it so i've got us i got a, you know i'm now that i'm bringing i'm getting emotional again because of the mayor not, right. not letting us know about black that was you know i just feel like there's some unwritten rules yeah you know what i mean yeah i agree with that when you're styling profiling limousine riding jet flying you take the whole crew with you yeah and people don't uh you know, I tell them and they don't realize, listen, when you do time like that, you know, I didn't roll over on anybody. I didn't rat nobody out. I did my time and then I came out and I realized I'm no criminal. And that's just from a weekend in Cobb County. I don't want that shit. I don't want that smoke, that life. No good. Cause there were dudes in that motherfucker. Cause we, I was just in the general, like holding right. weekend dudes that were in there for, you know, fucking attempted murder. Right. A couple dudes. I traded them my Is that where you met Rick the first time? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I didn't know. I may have. We may have run <laughs> into each other. There, didn't know it. <clears throat> but I was trading my bologna, my sandwich bologna, sons, not the Uncle Randy bologna, goddamn. Listen, hell, I love gay, straights, whatever, but Uncle Randy doesn't do that shit. Now, I do think a couple guys fucked in the showers. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Not me, though, son. Gave him my bologna sandwich meat in exchange for his Kool-Aid packets all weekend long. So you learned the system quick. Oh, yeah, because that bologna was this color gray. Yes. And I don't want that shit. Yeah. But two white kids, two really rich, young white kids that were in for, like, shoplifting came in. And they wouldn't adhere to the telephone rule, which there's one phone in the thing. And you literally, there's a guy that keeps, like, on a scratch piece of paper, keeps your who's up. You right. Know? And there's a rotation. And they wouldn't adhere to that. And I saw them get drug into an area. That you never want to get drug into. No, I don't want to get in the And I don't want to be involved. And I was like laying up in the cot like, no, you know, I want to go home. This is no good. And that's just every day. Because those kids didn't realize there's people in here that are going to be away for 30 years. Right. They don't, so they don't, give, don't give two shit. shits. They don't give no They shits. assume you'd be there for 30 years yeah. with them. So that's my Blackberry Smoke story. So I think I win that one. Yeah. So mine's not I as good. So the jump. last time I saw Blackberry Smoke was in Macon, there in Lewis, and a buddy of mine, Doug Hill, and we left there and we're so intoxicated. We were halfway to Savannah on the way home before we realized we didn't come the right way. We got on 16 instead of um, 85. Nice. And so, uh, but it was worth it because we saw smoke and Aaron Lewis with about 800 people in a small venue. They've never done a bad set. I have, uh, I did see him with Zach Brown. Um, but I've never seen them like headlining, yeah. you know, Blackberry smoke. So still want to do it. But, uh, John said, uh, he's a big boy. He'll take that ass with him. That's right. That's the way you do it, son. <clears throat> so who's your favorite MMA fighter? Oh, 100. Well, you know, I'm old school. I mean, I love Liddell, but how do you not like, Con man. how do you be you and me and not like Conor McGregor? <laughs> See, here's the deal. I'm a DS guy. I like Diaz. I love both the Diaz I, brothers. Yeah, I don't have any issue with them either. I mean, yeah. and boy, they can take a punch. And boy, they, can, they can give an ass whooping. And 
I'm strap, no matter what. I'm struggling a little bit with Connor because there has to come a time. You don't ever tone down the humbleness, but after a couple of ass whoopings, you got it. Uh, this next fight's make or break for me. Yeah. You that's know? fair. And so, and he's talking a lot of shit. Well, he's done stirred the pot. I think he, uh, Poirier fucked up about calling him out on the charity thing. Yes. And so now you're going to unleash the yeah. old Connor. Now, it's hard to be that old Connor when you're sleeping in silk sheets. It is hard. Guy's got more money than anybody now. I tell people all the time, um, it's easier to become number one than is a state number one. Oh, yeah. Because you get comfortable. Um, I run a wrestling promotion, and it was easy that first year for us to win promotion of the year because yep. I was hungry and wanted to show everybody up. That second year, we won it again, but it was hard because, man, we were there. And every, everyone's gunning for you then. And it's a whole different ball game. And I think that's what actually makes guys that – and if you've never won, you don't understand this. That's what makes a guy like Tom Brady so fucking spectacular yeah. Oh, yeah. is that he can win it or Jordan. They win it. Yep. And they come in the locker room and won't even celebrate. Yeah. Because they're already – Because they want the next one. Yeah. I, I remember them talking about Jordan in the locker room, and they're saying, man, they would win the NBA finals. Everybody's celebrating, and he can't even smile because yep. he's like, when do we get started for next year? Oh, yeah. And uh, it's never enough for him. And I think that's what makes those guys, I mean, just whole – they're the cleaners, man. That's what makes them what they are and yeah. um, separate from everybody else. Yeah, I think, Connor, I'm, I'm 100% with you on this fight's make or break for him. For one, you know, you start looking at his overall win-losses lately, it's not looking good. Um. But he's got to figure out what, what he's going to be, you know? Yeah. He's a super rich business guy. He's kind of got to go back to the, the griminess. And he says he is for this camp. Uh, if this fight, you know. Hey, man, he's got to be like Rocky when Rocky went to Russia. Oh, yeah. Man, you got to go Absolutely. back. Got to go back to Russia. Grow out the beard, yes. sons. Tell the, the wife Get and kids to, you'll see him in six months. Go you know? back to your roots. Yeah. You and people forget what the struggle's like. And, it, man. By no, even in stuff I do now, I, I forget what it was like when I was like, man, if this bombs, we're going to lose everything. I'm not eating, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, those are, those days make you be successful or they break you. It depends on what you're made of. Now, when you're a champion, this is a great Todd. This is totally off. I had no plans to talk about this, but you bring up a great point. Cause when I look back at times like that in my life, which we've got some similar, scenarios where we both at different points in our life have built back from the brink of dog shit yeah. you know of having nothing right, nothing and honestly once i got over the initial like okay i have nothing shock some of the best times of my life were on the 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 way of up course. like i can remember didn't have much money but had some of the best times of my life with, of course with, with my wife who was my girlfriend then and we didn't have a pot to piss of in, course son. Of course. Didn't have a pod, didn't have no podcast. They couldn't no, have bought none of this shit, no. sons. I'm talking about we were struggling. Uncle Randy pawned some shit, sons. Yeah. I'm not too proud to say that shit, sons. I've been at the rock bottom gutter. No money, no job. Came from Alabama, no job. Yeah. No prospects. Got a master's degree, sons. Nobody gave a shit. Dude, I was dry. I lost everything in one day. Went to being homeless at a 1998 Jeep Cherokee that the transmission was that was automatic, but you had to drop it down into first nice. and manually shift it yes. to get it to go. You know how many times I wish I'd have kept that car just as a reminder. Yeah. Just absolutely. as a reminder, sure. man. And I, I was thankful for that car. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you know, driving a $50,000 truck now and I love it, but man, I was thankful for that car. I remember my kids coming over the first time I was divorced yep. and all I had literally 
all I had in my pocket was five dollars to go yep. get Little Caesars. Oh yeah. And to this day, I still will go get a Little Caesars pizza just to remind myself sure. what it was like no, when that, I had fucking nothing and I didn't give up on life. That's a huge, huge uh, testament. The people that want to be champions, listen, life's life's going to kick you in the balls. A lot of you young cats, I tell you, when I'm trying to help you out, like, look, you got to understand life's going to drop you sometimes. Yeah. And, and you just got to push through that motherfucker. Listen, but those times when you do push, you're going to be some of the best times of your life. I'm telling you, when you look back on them. And it, and, it, and it will almost kill this generation growing up because mommy and daddy have sheltered those kids from failing. Yeah. They've sheltered them from fucking up. So when they fuck up, it's such a culture shock to them. They've so never drastic. experienced it. They don't know what to do. Yeah. But I tell people all the time, failure is not fatal. It's not. And so, man, it sucks. Sure. It sucks. You know, and I don't do anything small. I blow up, man, it's on the front page of the paper. So, um, but man, you get your ass up because, here was an amazing thing when I lost everything. I always tell everybody, I, I went to a funk for about three weeks and I um, yeah. got a FedEx package to the door. And I was like, what the hell is this? And opened up the FedEx package and it was my ex-wife sent me all the bills that were due that month. And all of oh, a sudden yeah. reality hit me and I thought, shit, my mortgage company don't give a fuck that I fucked shit. up. Right. The power company doesn't care that I lost my job. None. Do they know who I am? And they don't give a fuck who I am. Zero Pay shit. the gas bill. Yep. And um, most people fold under that. Yeah, it hit me. Right. When I was here and we got everything worked out and I was going to be driving to go get my son in Alabama. And early on when we were so broke, that's $50 in gas, right. bro. There. Yeah. And then back to here of course. and then back there on Sunday right. and back here. There's a time where that was an ordeal. Of course. Like of doing the math. Yeah. You know, and if you've never had to do the math before, yeah. I'm not talking about y'all's bullshit math now with the checkbooks. Everybody's got a little extra buffer. I'm talking about doing the math, right. goddamn. Well, you got to carry the one and be sure. Okay, this is going to be okay this weekend, and we can go to McDonald's and maybe a, maybe one movie, and that's it. Right? You know, like you're talking about the one pizza. Yeah. You know, that's a reality. That that memory is etched in my mind. That feeling of going to a feeling like my kids coming to see sure. their dad for the first time, me having nothing because I've lost everything. Counting up change and being like, I, I remember it was $5.30. Oh, yeah. And I went and got a little Caesar pizza and I sat in the floor and ate pizza with my kids and was like, I'm 33 years old. This will not be the end of me. Oh, sure. And so fuck that. Yep. And yeah. the problem is most people fail and they live there in the shit instead of getting out of the shit and moving on with life. But you're getting on my hot topic subject with me right now. <laughs> Fucking quitters, man. Oh, dude. Well, they use quit it because life sucks sometimes. You get your ass up and you keep going. And it can be a built-in excuse. Right. Listen, anybody can use it as an excuse. And to half of your friends, it'll be justifiable, yes. right? To the half that you don't want is that you don't need in your circle, right? I always talk about your circle. Those chairs should be up for competition right. every fucking day. If somebody better that brings more to your life that takes away less, but brings more yeah. That chair should be open. So yeah. you get rid of those motherfuckers. I always say you are now, or you soon shall be what your friends are. Show oh, me I your friends and I'll show you who you are. Show me the five people you do the most time with, and I'll show you who you are. Absolutely. And, um, a lot of times, man, I tell people, man, if you can get, I, I don't even know the right terminology here, but you get rid of the weakest link of those five and add a stronger leak so huge watch difference. 12 months how your life absolutely changes. right i've said it all along dude you will and that become, sounds cold-hearted but it is what it is if you want to win and that's everybody's like what do you mean because uncle randy talks in championships and wins that's that's all metaphorical signs everything's a championship whether it's 
a championship with getting your kids or a championship making more money or whatever. That's a championship mentality, right? To win that championship, which doesn't have to be a sporting event. Yeah. It can be anything. I remember last year when COVID hit, I lost all my big events and I was blessed. And the mill came to me, the mill at Etowah, and said, hey, we want to start basically a farmer's market on Tuesday night, a maker's thing. Simple, easy. And about two weeks in, someone came to me because the city here has a farmer's market and Woodstock has a farmer's market. And they said, you're the only motherfucker I know that can turn a farmer's market into a competition. Yep. Why are you competing to have a bigger farmer? Who cares? And I said, I care. Absolutely. Because I want to know that I gave my best. If they have 40 vendors, I want to have 41 vendors. Absolutely. If they had 303 people there, I want to have 305 people because I refuse to lose. Yep. And I'm going to read a couple comments here. This is incredible. This is why I love the people that uh, luckily me and you have incorporated with us on both sides friends and family and, and people that follow us. You know, you got people, Shay here, been there. Heather Gaudio, you gotta, you have to keep going. Bubba, of course, fuck quitting. Bubba, shout out, just left the job that he's a good, Cush cushy job. county job, county job, doing son. nothing but talk to me on the phone every day. That's a winner, though. Yes, that's willing to, that's betting on himself. Yes, you know, not many people will bet on no. themselves. They talk all the shit, right? Oh, I'm the man. You won't bet on yourself. That's right. I'm you proud wouldn't quit a fucking county job to do your dream. I know you would. Right. Ninety-eight percent of the people that say I'm a champion would not bet on themselves no because right they don't have so. the confidence to do it and especially in this economy they don't have the confidence to do oh it. hell no they just don't have the balls i'm yeah. just gonna say it straight up. you don't have the nutsack to do it listen bubba does bubba said fuck that man i'm gonna go for my dream props to bubba make some of the dopest gear out there for sporting equipment sons we wear it at high school legends whatever sons we wear it he's the fucking man john little saying you guys are spitting fire absolutely heather heather uh yeah, there's Heather saying, so proud of you, Bubba. Absolutely. He's a champ. People should uh, bet on themselves more, sons. I've always said that. You, you listen, champions want to tote the fucking rock. Always. You hear me say that all the time. Coach, give me the fucking yes. rock. I live by that credo, sons. Yeah. I want the fucking rock. I don't care how old I am, how beat up I am. When the shit hits the fan, I want me taking the shot. That's I just have, me. I have some phenomenal people in my life. Bubba, Rick, John. But at the end of the day, when it boils down to it, as much as I love them and as incredible as I think all them people are, I have the most confidence in myself sure. to make sure it's going to happen. And guess what? If I brick the fucking shot, I'm okay with that. Right. Like I'm not going to crumble because yep. I've been through real shit. Yeah, I've missed the shots. Which is where we no talked about. You know, we've both been broke to where you're fucking, <clears throat> you know, pawning shit, got five bucks. To me, I almost wish people could go through that in a way. And not have to go through it necessarily, but but feel it, right? Because no, there's times I, I want where, them to go through it. I mean, that's fair. There's Embrace times where the I sit suck. where I sit in my car, right? And I'm looking, I'm like, I've got like a new Camaro and everything's nice in it. And I'm like, there's always a piece of me that's waiting on the shit to go away right. again. Yeah. Like a, to waiting on the shooter yeah. drive. And I don't want to lose that. Yeah. Like I want to always no. have that. Where I'm like, this house might yeah. get taken away someday. Like yeah. I don't know. So yeah. my wife and I, every time I set out, I work for myself, I do events. So every event's a different event. It's a new risk and every time that i step out there's there's tens of thousands of dollars on the line and we ask ourselves what's the worst case scenario and always this worst case scenario we go to a one-bedroom apartment and we start over yep are you willing to do that yeah cool that's let's when go you know for you it. got a good woman no. she's great that's when you she's know you great got the right one. she buys in all my shit i had a guy tell me one time i've got a big idea right now for something i want to do i mean it is redneck as a motherfucker and i think it will be huge 
and a mentor of mine who's done huge events said, are you willing to cash out every bit of money you have, mm-hmm. put it in the middle of a room, pour gasoline and set it on fire? And I said, yeah, he goes, then fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and awesome. um, he, goes, cause, he goes, cause that's the only thing I could equate this idea to is you might lose everything, but who gives a shit? If we lose it, we just get it back. This is a great state. Uh, comment from uh, angel rodriguez your support system spouse has a lot to do with it the people that believe in you that's true yeah i give told dude trust me my Angel's wife has been listening to me for three to four years every sunday she knows my wife i know can have a great time with uncle randy and ramen noodles right i know she's okay with that because yeah. we've done that yeah before yeah and she is the most okay with it yeah so she my wife would be easier with my wife had nothing when i met her and when yep. she met me, we had nothing. We lived in a fucking rental house. Then we moved into a $135,000 house as the only Caucasians on Marietta Road, <laughs> the only go. English yeah. speaking people in town. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, just bought a half million dollar home and moved in there. And I told the neighbor, I said, you're going to be offended if I, if I hang up Dale Earnhardt sheets in the windows. I mean, like shit, where the clampets moving up in that neighborhood. Oh, absolutely. We, here's what we did. Right. Brooke luckily had a house. Cause when I came here, I didn't have the pot to piss in right. and I move here and I'm like, Hey, I'm your new saving grace. You got a place where I can sleep. Right. I got no job. Right. I got Dick. Yeah. Do you still believe in me? Yeah. And she's like, of course I do. Yeah. And we'll figure out it did. And it's not easy to get a job in the industry that I'm in and shit. And so it took a while and I mean, no fucking money. That champion was went through all that. So I have no doubts that she'll go to the ends of the world uh, with Uncle Randy because we've been there. I remember and, when it, me and Christine got married, I came home from work and she, her previous husband, he had a job, mm-hmm. unlike me. So went to work every day, came home. How was work? I did this, this, and this. Sure. I'd come home, show you that. Well, hung out with so-and-so and went and did this and played on Facebook. You didn't work. I'm like, no, no, I worked. And I said, I'll never forget the first time we got married and had an event. I brought home a big fat check. And I said, now that looks like a lot of money, but I need you to understand that doesn't happen on the first and 15th. There probably won't be another one of those for five months. Sure. So let's make sure that stretches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's going to happen every right. now and again. Now so. here, this is a uh, Shannon jet. I went to college with Shannon. He's a fucking legend, this guy. And uh, he's like, man, loving the, loving the show. I've been through some shit. My brother, I moved in the projects when I was five, been working since I was eight, cutting grass, had a full-time job since 12 put myself through college and pay my damn way and loans off. By the way, he is a champion. He's also a a minority. He's a native American champion, paid his way his whole life. I know this guy from the ground up. And that's what I worry about when I talk about the young kids today. and, And Gary actually hit on that is hoping that they get some of the piss and vinegar and grind that I hope isn't being lost on everybody. And you know what? We even have to be careful about that with our kids. Because yeah. oh, yeah. we you can want to shelter your kids from the heartache you went sure. to, forgetting that the heartache made you. The, I, the mess is what is what's made me. It my is. great ministry comes from my it's mess, true. you know. And it's true. And that's a hard line to to, to walk and see whatever I'm where that's really paying off for me. And I don't know how old your your kids are, but now that I've got a 16-year-old, yeah. I'm kind of seeing that, right? right? Like he follows the show now. Yeah. His buddies love Uncle Randy. Yeah. Son. I'm talking about they love Uncle Randy. Goddamn. His high schoolers, when I go, they're like, Uncle Randy, I yeah. love you, man. This is shit. Right. Which is cool, you know, and I love those kids. And I try to, that's part of the platform of Uncle Randy is to reach out to them to the the championship mindset that I talk about, the grind, you know, just know that you're going to win. Nobody's better than you. You know, fuck, you got to have that belief. 
and uh, it's concerning. And I and I and I'm guilty of it too, where I say all this and then I catch myself giving my kids money right. and cash and right. shit, and I'm like, God, man, yeah, I should take that shit back. Really, yeah. like I should make them go out and fucking scrub the fucking sweep the garage right. and shit. So it's tough, you know. I know and you want to? We 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 deal with that balance all the time of being a blessing to our kids. Yeah. But also being a parent to our kids and saying, you want that? Go out and do it. I do my events. My daughter works our, works the concession stand every time. Yeah. She, she keeps all the money from it, but she works it. My nine-year-old works it. Um, I do a market on Tuesdays. I'm probably fixing to turn that market over to my 14-year-old daughter. That's awesome. And, That's actually a great you know, idea. Actually. I mean, and let her run it, it yeah. you know, because I want them to be able to chase their dreams too. And they can't chase their dreams working at McDonald's flipping hamburgers for seven dollars and twenty-five cents, twenty-five hours a week. Oh, this is a good Sam Skaggs spent most of 2020 jobless, lost jobs due to some of my passions, but you can't let it get to you. Yeah, you know Except who that, that is? Sucks. No. Your wife was talking about him earlier. Let's hold my beer Hansen. <laughs> Fucking legend. Fucking A. <laughs> Where I'm you're coming on the show too soon. I love that fucking yeah, you, That's a winner, was, guy, Your wife man. was just telling me. I, man, I, we came to the show and loved Hold My Beer. He was my, my favorite guy. Yeah, dude. That's him. Let me tell you what I love about Hold My Beer. Oh, dude. He's I mean, young. He asked every every show, message me. What can I do to make the show better? What can I do to improve? I know I've hurt his feelings, but you know what? Every time I give him advice, he listens to it. It's okay to get your fucking feelings hurt. Dude, and ask Suck it up for good. 10 seconds and move on and be like, how do I learn from that? Listen, that's being coachable. Yeah. I remember, you want to be a winner, I, be coachable. I remember the first job I ever had, and everybody's like, Gary's your favorite. He said, Gary's not my favorite. He said, Gary's just the only one I can chew out that takes it. You guys, bitch. You're pussies. Right. Pussies, right. God damn. And they're everywhere. Listen, let me tell you. This is just, I'm just going to plant this seed out there, God damn. We can run with it. Listen, we'll talk about it. We'll get the agents together and shit. I think an Uncle Randy needs to make a cameo, maybe as, as his fucking manager or some shit in red. Listen, I love that motherfucker. That dude stuck out in that whole show, yes. which was fantastic. Me and you talked before. Yeah. This isn't no bullshit. Incredible show. I put it up against anybody and some of the ones that these like older wrestlers, they start doing indie yeah. or uh, wrestling and they talk about it like it's some big shit. Yeah. Blows it out of the fucking water. I'm talking about shit they think is like old school territorial. Yeah. Bullshit, dude. Fucking Southern, Southern honor, honor, baby. Blows the dick we off a good of job. And hold my beer, Hanson is over like fucking oh, Rover. The fucking pop he gets. Yeah, because he gets work in the gimmick. Is he the best in the ring? No, he's only been doing Who it Who gives two a years. shit, though? Who gives a shit? I'm more about his right. entrance yes. from getting to yes. the curtain to the ring. Yes. That motherfucker wins every time. Right. Crab every loves time. him. Love that guy. Fuck, I'm glad you told me that's who he is. Champion right there, sons. Champion. But, dude, uh, so I do want to get to Southern Honor. We'll talk to him. Um, by the way, uh, Dustin David just <laughs> speaking of Fire Marshal Bill, he said, thanks to him, Jacob says, hold my beer now. <laughs> Great. Well, there yeah, we go. His little boy. That's awesome. That's winning. That is winning. That's teaching that kid the right way. That's he knows not to spill any beer for he does something crazy. And so here's a question we had. And I'm going to, this is kind of like my format. Now we're into the regular time. I'm going to jump all over the place. And if we start getting into a topic that is uh, an area where listeners ask the question, I'll ask their question first. Awesome. That way we don't answer it. Sounds like plan in the, in the conversation. Sounds like a plan. So um, the first thing came to somebody, they, they sent me a question. This is actually one of my friends and they were like, listen, I think you and Gary are going to be great, but I do want to know why are you guys both always selling? I was going to let you answer first, see if you had an answer. Um, 
And I don't know if they're talking about wrestling selling. No, I think they're just talking about selling. always pushing our thing. I think it's because we legitimately, be, for me, yeah, I legitimately believe in what I do. Absolutely. And this is what I do to make a living. I promote events and I do stuff. And I always have to be on. And, and as stupid as it sounds, I don't have time to bitch and moan and whine. And I had a guy tell me one time, he said, when you get sick, of hearing yourself promote an event, chances are the majority of people are hearing it for the first time. Absolutely. I heard you say and, on Mockingbird Pie. It was a great, yeah, great point. And dude, that rocked my world. And here's the story I want to tell you. So we have a guy that's been coming to our church for two years. I pastor a I church. I bet that's Rick Cope, by the way. Probably. At the door. So <laughs> probably. I'm willing to guarantee. I haven't even looked yet. You just yes. heard me see the nest. Yeah, go ahead and look. <sighs> that's Rick, I bet. I don't know that we can let him live on air. That looks like it is, sons. Oh, it is. It's horrifying. Oh, now he's standing too close. That's Rick. Dear God, help us, Jesus. <sighs> Let me see if uh, Brooks out. Does he not know we're live right now? I don't know. I'm gonna go straight to us. We can talk to him. Listen, hell, we're we're in the fancy neighborhood. We got one of these damn rings. I can talk to him. Should be open. I've always told people, listen, if you're a friend of Uncle Randy, the door is usually open. Come on in. Hey, Rick, are you there? I'm talking to you, Rick. Are you there? Oh, Brooke, let him in. Oh, That's shit. Him. He's coming up here, sons. Here we go. It's on. We're about to get the smoke, sons. I feel like this is going to be some crazy. This is not planned. This just might, so just where knows. you know, if Uncle Randy gets banned from Facebook, he will be back <laughs> under a new name tomorrow. You, Randy. Yes. Look you for Rand it on Facebook. Yeah, or Uncle Randy 21231. Yes. Is it, is it? Yes. Dear I guess God in heaven. It's the fucking legend, sons. What the fuck is happening here? There he is, son. Still dressed for work. Still Been moving machinery all day, driving a truck, keeping America running. That's yours right there, brother. Already ready to go. This is a fireball. That's the bourbon. Here, cheers to Rick. Rock in the camera. Nobody, all anybody can oh, see now shit. is the back. There you go. No, stand right there by, uh, stand right here, Rick. Let everybody see your pretty much. There he is, goddamn. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Silvertown and championship, son. That's right. By the way, that's Rick Coke. That's the guy I was telling you about that got hit by a driver, knocked his leg clear off. He picked it up, stuck it back on, and then got a skin graft to hold it together, and he still got it. So, champion. He's also the one who brought the little gun right in the shirt pocket, right in the tits, son. It's like, I'm always good. Boom. No problem. Don't try Rick Cope, sons. That's your fault. White boy right there. So what's up, Rick? You hear us uh, shooting the shit over here? Yeah, my wife sent me down. She was worried about Gary. Oh, why? You're her favorite son-in-law. Well, I'm her only son-in-law, but... <sighs> we were singing her praises, though. She's a wonderful woman. Yeah, she is. She's awesome. I love her. She's the shit. She's she fun. puts up a Rick. She puts up a Rick. And does it well. so with a smile. Right. You know, which is the not most easy calm to do. lady in the it world. Has the most fun. Yeah. That's why he bought the fancy ass golf cart, sons. Smart man. <laughs> That's right. Smart That's man. right. Mama's happy, sons. So. Yeah, you got like that model no one's even got yet. That fucking that cool good. new ass shit. See, then Gary got one too. Yeah, yours has got the wipers on it. Who the yeah. fuck, dude? That's so top the of the line. Camera in case you got a fat chick on the back, you can't oh, see her. Ballers, man, ballers. <laughs> By the way, he's got what is that? A Road King? Your bike? Is that's it a Road? Ultra. Oh, an Ultra. Okay, see, so he's got a bike that's beautiful, out riding. 
blows your eardrums when he drives by your house. It's fucking incredible. Love that bike. Living the dream. Yeah, the dream. Kids are gone. <clears throat> So while Gary, used to get the grandkids every now and then. While and, Gary's here, Rick, I want you to, uh, I don't know if he heard about it, but we were talking about Silvertown a little bit ago. Right. And uh, most people here that are listening know you of some way. You're a legend. But when, you know, your mom and dad recently passed pretty close together. Like the, they went, yeah, very close. Um, you know, that's both a very happy story and horrible that you lost your parents. But so you did a drive, you know, you gave them a last ride yeah. and you left and, and the Silvertown champions. Let me tell you about Silvertown. Yeah, that was tell, awesome. them, tell them a little bit about Silvertown. It yeah, was one of the more moving things. I promise you, Uncle Randy's the toughest motherfucker you'll ever know, sons. Hell, I'll go toe to toe with anybody. Goddamn. I was getting misty eyed. That shit was awesome. You made my wife cry to the point where she almost fell off the motorcycle she was on. Yeah. We uh so you did the awesome we, we, last we ride. We had to do something for my mother. My mother had she had a lot of dying wishes, didn't she, Gary? She I still knew got what she her wanted. dog. I still got her damn dog. But <laughs> uh she wanted to go for a ride, her last ride on the motorcycle. Which was awesome. So I I put it on Facebook. Hey, if anybody's not doing it, and it was not a good day. It wasn't a bad day weather-wise, but it wasn't a really good one. It was supposed to yeah. be horrible. It was supposed to be horrible. Uh, friends of mine that lived over by Alabama were actually coming this way and turned around because of the rain. Yeah. Having said that, I had 25 or so people show up at my house drinking cold beer that morning. And oh, they hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Dustin Davey, Fire Marshal Bill. Yep. He called me. He said, hey, man, what time are y'all leaving? So we told him. And I said, well, come on, bring the kids up. You want to see the bikes? He said, no, we'll be down here where we can see you when you leave. Yeah. We had no idea. None. So we put my mother in a waterproof bag, put a helmet on her, safety first. <laughs> safety first, sons. Then Listen put, to him. Then, and then we put my dad uh, in his T-Bird. He had T-Bird. 2004 replica T-Bird that he loved. Yep him and my mother so we put him in the passenger seat my sister drove that i rode my mom on the bike and 20 some motorcycle friends followed us yeah we went the slowest way there possible so we could just enjoy the ride sure we come down the hill at the end of this street where our pool is yep town mill rocks all my friends from silvertown were out there in their golf carts yep and their bicycles and their cars and their flags and they were all out there and they paid their respects and the kids even put their hands on their hearts oh it was incredible to the point where my wife who was riding on the back of john grizulowitz's motorcycle she broke down and i mean she bawled her eyes out yeah i saw her so you could see it and And all i did i went by and just told everybody else i just love y'all you did. And, and it was the most scary I love you I've ever gotten in my life because you rode yeah. by and you were like, I love you motherfuckers more than you yeah, could ever I mean, know. Those were your exact but words. I meant it. You but did. I, meant it. Oh, I know you did. And we meant it. Like, yeah. when I say I'm not trying to glow, like, that's oh. the kind of world I wish everyone lived in, right? Like, this Silvertown's great, but dude, that was the coolest. I'm just glad to be a part of it. it you know, great. like, it was the coolest thing I've been a part of in a long time. Unbelievable. Without a doubt. <clears throat> And that's that's just good people being good people, sons, all the way around. Yeah, you know just what I'm watching saying? it on the, the pictures was awesome. Yeah. What yeah. was bad though? We got to the church, and my mother, with all her wishes, was also very forgetful. 
and this one pastor that she really, I don't want to say she didn't care for him, but she wasn't, he didn't do for her what she liked. Mm -hmm. He didn't, he didn't do it, but there was Gary and then Jared that she just had to have them speak. Sure. Then this guy comes by right before she passes and she says, well, you'll have to speak at my funeral. Well, hell, we don't want to be there all day. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been how many months, Gary, trying to, you know, yeah. just want it over with, man. I mean, yeah. I hate to sound like that, but no, that, we've had that. enough. Yeah. And uh turned out great, though, you know, and we, 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 uh, we got through it and I went home and I slept for about 15 hours and finally had everything come to an end, but. It was pretty good. People, if you ain't heard Gary Lamb speak, especially at a funeral when he speaks from his heart, it's pretty damn amazing. So. Oh, it is. We're, we haven't even scratched the surface yet with uh, yeah. talking about that because I've, uh, <clears throat> I know Gary can get down, but I want, I'm so glad you came by, Rick. Um, for I that story, to. I don't want people to misconstrue that in the wrong way. I just want that to show you, you like, to be goals for your community, right? Like, know your neighbors. Like, if anything that co has come from COVID that's good, this, it made this community get to know each other, right. right? Like, it kind of forced us to, right? Now we're a fucking force. Learn to love your neighbor. Like, you, if you go meet your neighbor, they might be the coolest motherfucker you've never, you had no idea was that cool, right? That happened to me a bunch with people in this neighborhood. Well, it's like where they moved. Yep. Yeah, we got great neighbors. You got really good neighbors. They really do, so. Yeah, you got people chiming in. Dustin saying he loves you. Uh, uh, Linda saying she loves the story. Just all kind of people pouring out, uh, saying they love uh, Rick Cope, the legend. So, way well, to come, still our thunder. Stop by here because you know I got to look out for my son-in-law. Right. Oh, you do. I'll call you if I can't drive. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he, so, oh yeah, we. I got your number too. We'll text <laughs> you if he's got to have a ride. Absolutely. So, it's not the same as when the titty bar used to do. So, hey, hey, we're gonna get into that. That's actually out. question number one. Listen. <laughs> Y'all think I'm bullshitting. What's that top question say? Are you a titties or an ass man? Yeah. We haven't even got there. We yet. Haven't even Rick got Cope there. starts. Rick Cope's got to leave because that's his daughter. <laughs> that's right. I know, but we're just talking about in general. In are general. You, are you titties or an ass man? Because I can I just I can break you down based on that for most guys. So get out for you get in trouble. Yes, yes, you do. You yeah. sure do. Because yes. that's what's important. That's so. right. It's yeah. what's inside. That's right. what's Listen, inside. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it. <laughs> hey, they're beautiful on the inside. Yeah. I almost <laughs> wore my Claremont Lounge shirt for this. Uh, one of my favorite places on earth, by the way. I don't care what you guys say. Uncle Randy, hell, he's a center, son. I love that fucking place. Claremont Lounge. If you call yourself an Atlantean or whatever, you're yeah, full so of I shit. Yeah, so I had the original. I saw your mom dance at the Claremont Lounge shirt. That's, Matter of fact, you gave it to me. I want that You gave shirt. it to no, me. I mean, year. Did, did I? Yeah, seven years sell, ago. Who will sell me? I have a Eight crushed, years ago. I have a crushed beer can signed by Blondie. Blondie. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, Respect. have you met her niece who crushes them with her ass? Yeah. Her niece puts yeah. them between the butt cheeks. Much more impressive, sons. Because yeah. with the tits, you got the hands. The ass, she just claps that motherfucker. Boom. Yeah. She's younger though. Blondie's, you know, she's been around. So she's done coke with with Kid Rock, sons, Anthony Bourdain. She's well, a fucking legend. Yeah. Oh, they did. It's yeah. a it's the place. If you haven't been there, you're fucking well, crazy. Cheap beer, too. Good cheap beer. Yeah. The lady that owns it does a pretty pretty good deal. Yeah, my favorite was the little red riding hood grandma. 
that would come in there and show your pinky ring and try to give you a dance, I'd be like, I'll pay you 20 bucks to go dance with my buddy. Exactly. Do not, not dance me. with yeah, me. I'm cool. This is great and everything, but he wants it real bad. This guy over here. I had a jealous girlfriend at one time, and we all rode motorcycles down there. It was about 40-some people. Yeah. And the last thing she said when we got off the bike, she said, you better not know one of these fucking bitches. That's <laughs> right. And I said, oh, no, I don't know nobody in here. No, they're 30 years older than you, Rick. That's the thing. That's why they're awesome. Dude, we walked in the door, and there was some chick on stage. They only have the one, you know, yeah. where the bar's around it. We all walk in. She's bent over in a pair of house shoes, nothing else on. She's touching her toes and shaking all that ass. Yeah. She looks between her knees and she said, "White boy." Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Things yes. Quick. <laughs> when you know you're a legend, son. Let me tell you this though, real quick before you go. So everyone here, Gary's met Brooke. Rick knows Brooke very well. Very well. She's by far the champion of champions when it comes to this uh, marriage. I've pulled her out of a fight at the Claremont. Most people don't I, know that. I wouldn't doubt. From a stripper, the tattooed girl who was kind of like their cliche, covered in tats. Yeah. Brooke was whooping her fucking ass and I broke it up and they threw me out. They threw me out for breaking it up and trying to settle the shit because that girl tried to cut in the line to the women's pisser and it was a mile long because, you know, the pissers at the Claremont are small. She's trying to cut the line. Brooke ends up getting all in her head, beating. I'm seeing him spill them out, spilling out of the shitter. I'm splitting them up. I get tossed. She's a champion. So don't hey, fuck with shirt, her. By the way, Gary. Thank you, brother. So uh, you'll I, have one I, soon. I, I need mine. Yeah, we'll right, get you one. Shot a fireball, and I'm out your door. Let's man. do it, Rick. I'll do it with you, son. I'm out All your day. door. Me and you and uh, Gary we'll sit. bourbon. I guess. Hey, Gary's drinking that whole bourbon. By the way, I've had one little taste, and man, I'm not. We're just mad sipping enough. it. We're just sipping it. I'm not mad. We're talking Gary, business. Did he, business. Did he bring in a new bottle, or did someone? He, no, he brought I, the I bottle. I brought that because Uncle I'm a champion, dude. That's what champions do. What is that? What is wrong with that? I was wondering, but I didn't want to call you out. No, that's how you tell a guy who's got toddlers. He doesn't want to spill it. No, that's some bullshit. Right All there. right. Sons to champions to Rick Cope, Here's the legend. The podcast ever. Absolutely. Hang on. One more. Oh, no, Hold on. Go. I got to get some now. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right here, sons. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, God. So much fireball. Now we got to get him out of here. He'll never stop talking. Rick, hey, I gotta go hey, we will text you though if uh, Gary needs a ride. We're good. We got Call you. My wife. I'm holding bed. So, hey, give her uh, our best. Tell her that she's awesome. Oh, good. Yeah. Love that lady. She's the fucking best. See, See, See you, brother. Go. So there's Rick Cope, sons. I'm trying to tell you about it. Cameo appearance. Not planned. Just shows the fuck up. All right, Does so, what he wants when he wants. Why are we always selling ourselves? I ain't yeah. fucking forgot the question. Yeah, good, quite good way to go back to the question. Hey, here's where it hit me. Ready? Yep. Two time promotion of the year in the state of Georgia. Yep. I run it out of my fucking building. Yep. Dude comes to church every Sunday. Leaving church three months ago. We've been running pro wrestling for two years. Fucking posters. There's a fucking wrestling ring in the auditorium pushed against the wall. It's awesome. He's like. Man, I was watching Chris Jericho's YouTube the other day, and he talked about you. Yep. Are you involved in wrestling? I said, what the fuck are you talking about? He said, I love wrestling. I said, you know we run a wrestling promotion yep. here every month. He's like, I didn't know that. So, I said, what do you mean you didn't know that? I, I had no clue. Mm -hmm. Here's where it hit me. You know why he didn't know it? Because he's got a fucking life. Yeah. He's got a wife he does. and a job 
and kids bills. and stress. Yep. And the last thing on his mind on Sunday mornings or whenever he's around me is paying attention to wrestling. So you always got to be selling because when you get sick of talking about it, they're hearing it for the first time. Absolutely. I had someone message me today. What's this podcast you're going to be on? Yep. I said, we've been talking about it for two and a half weeks. Oh, I just saw it for the first you're time so today. Right. That I heard you say that. That's that actually I always tell people when Uncle Randy says shit, I say, write that down. Right. That's one that like I wrote down mentally yep. when you were talking about it. When you're tired of talking about it, somebody's hearing it for the first time. That'll stick with me. Like I t- And I'm not too proud to say I steal shit from people all the time, sons, and all champions do. Yeah. All champions yeah. do. If you can take someone that from somebody and make them some sort of a mentor in your life, that's yeah. just you being smart. Charles right? Spurgeon was one of the most famous preachers ever. He was probably the first mega church pastor hundreds of years ago. And someone asked him one time, they said, are all your sermons original? And he said, all originality and no plagiarism <laughs> makes for boring preaching. Absolutely. And so, man. Absolutely. I'm going to take your idea and make it better. Yeah. Because, see, here's why I, I and I'm just kind of pushing on your point about always selling. Listen. Not only like you were saying, because I believe in the shit I'm talking about, listen, is I truly do want to help people remember that every single person is capable of achieving their dreams, whatever that dream is. People give up like they're just not capable. And I hate that shit. It's being driven into society by our leaders that you should just settle for the bullshit that you're at. That's the best you're ever going to be, and you should be happy with that. That's horseshit, sons. That's well, horseshit. And I'll tell you another thing, reason why we're always selling, and, and I'll push back, too, and say we're not selling. We're being who we are. The, the greatest gimmicks in life is being mm-hmm. who you are. Uncle Randy is who you are. Absolutely. Gary fucking Lamb is who I am. Yep. I tell my crowd on Sunday, you might not like me on Sunday, but you're not going to like me Monday through Saturday. We were talking about Rick earlier before yep. we were on air. He's Rick Cope. 24 7 all the time that guy you that was the you, com, you got calm rick tonight you got tired i've been driving 18 wheeler all day rick yep. he's balls to the wall he don't know how to read a room absolutely but, and, not and he so, gives zero so shits is it we're selling or are we just living in an awesome place called mm-hmm. freedom where we don't give two fucks what anyone thinks and we live life by our own rules that's a great point and i think it's probably some of both yeah most people wish they had that freedom yeah and, and you got to take that freedom. It's up to you. You know, you can sit here and uh, accept the fact that you have to be censored all day and you have to be politically correct. And that's a choice you make. Listen, yeah. I, I don't hate on people that aren't willing to speak on controversial topics. I get it. Shit's tough. No joke. But fuck that, bro. I just can't do it. I can't not be the guy that's going to speak on what I think. And I don't think there's a problem with that because I don't care about the guy that speaks the alternative to my right, thought. Me either. I don't care. That's great. Used to be a day and time where you could disagree with people and still drink bourbon with them. Absolutely. And I still, I live right. that way. Yeah. Dude. And people can't do that anymore. They choose. Someone you told me, they, hate said, them. Someone told me the other day, they said, all you do is fight. I said, no, 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 no. I never fight on Facebook. I said, you'll never see me comment on anything. Oh, they fight I, with you. I said, I make a post and I never comment. There'll be 400 comments yep. because here's the deal. I don't need to argue. You already made my fucking point in my post. Oh, or you're, you're, your buddies will take yes, up for you and right, they might fight right. with them on all your day long. I have to call them. I have to call off the dogs. All I the do time. too. I have to be like, Hey bro, that's cool. That Just person's breathe, cool. Man. That breathe. person's cool. They're actually. Good, like I know you don't know who they are. You don't know they're their, a good person. You don't know but, their backstory. It's good. You know? And I get that a lot. Cause I listen, like I said, uncle Randy's a very conservative guy. I got friends that are liberals, bro. Yeah. All day. And they're good people. Yeah. They believe totally different than me. We have totally different, completely different scopes of life. But I could sit down and drink with them all day. They're good people. We just don't agree on yeah. the basic. I actually principles love of my life. liberal friends more than my conservative friends 
because I know my liberal friends are going to need me sure, one day. They sure will. They're going to need someone when oh, they're yeah. getting their face kicked in mm-hmm. to come along and be that black they sheep, will. be that mad dog, and take care of them. Yeah. So I'm more protective of them than I am anybody. Let's go back to the question, too, about ass or titties. Yeah, we do got to answer that. So I do want to hear your answer. You um, so my answer is, and this is not a bullshit answer. Are you ready? Yep. Both. All right, that's a fair the, answer. They're, they're equal. Yeah. Like, I love ass, mm-hmm. tits, everything. You know, I, if you would have asked me a hair color, because yeah. I'm a ginger man. I married a ginger. I'm all about the ginger. But, man, I mean, like, tits and no ass not working for me. All ass, terrible. no tits, not working for me. Yeah. Padow, padow, total yeah. package. Because you know why champions don't settle. Right. They don't settle for one when they can have both. I don't need to decide between cheesecake and chocolate cake. I'm going to eat both of them. Absolutely right. Listen, and Uncle Randy's very stringent on this. Listen, the reason why I ask this question is because Uncle Randy's a champion of both. Listen, you can – all tits are great, like to guys. Yeah. Guys, we love tits, right? right? I love tits. Fake, guys. natural, it don't matter. Yeah, no one's going to say – You say, but he's a pastor. It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to say incredible. Tits. Yeah, absolutely. If somebody says, oh, God, those tits are gross, they're yeah, full of shit. Right. They can be the biggest, saggiest cans. They can be the nicest, right. perkiest cans. Right. Cans are wonderful. But Uncle Randy's all about the fucking – the differential, right? The nipple – the areola to tit size has to be right, goddamn. When that starts getting skewed, that's and it my can personal get skewed. Scre- and it can get skewed, and it does get skewed, and that doesn't make you a lesser person. Sometimes those damn dinner plate, if they're too humongous, we got to get the ratio right, and that's just my preference. But I'm more like I lean more toward the ass guy, but I agree with you 100%. You can't beat ass and no tits at all. Like nah. then if you're the like, or if you're the opposite, no ass at all. Well, and ass is interesting. Are it we is. talking tight, compact ass? That's what I Are mean. we talking big booty shaking ass? Because I'm not anti a big booty shaking yeah. ass. Yeah. I'm are, more are, of so like, what are we talking? I'm talking more of like the mixture of those two where there needs to be some size mixed with some tonage. Boom. It can't be just garbage no, size. No. Like garbage size is too much. But if it's big. But I'm going to tell you, enough little, bourbon. <laughs> and I'm all right with garbage size. Oh, oh you'll be over there. Blondie's okay. good to go you know, all day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talking about cancel culture was going to sit in. Here's the deal. I'm a white boy, and I don't got enough downtown for big, bodacious booty to do anything with it. Yes. You know what I mean? I hope Rick's not home yet so we don't hear that. It's like I told my wife when I met her. I said, listen, this tongue's not just for preaching. Sure. And so we're going to overcompensate for other areas. Yes. So sometimes the big, bodacious booty, while I'm not anti it, it can, it, it can scare me off. Sure. And John Little, uh, the mayor right here, just, you motorboating son of a bitch. That's from Wedding Crisis. Listen, let's talk about something about the mayor real quick. So I did his wedding two weeks ago. Yeah, how was that, by the way? That motherfucker outkicked his coverage. Of course he did. That's not the most handsome fellow you've ever met. But, I mean, I'm not saying, neither is Uncle Randy. So just take that for what it is. But not even that. So, like, I met Stacy a couple of times, but not met her. She's just that much better, even intellectually. Yeah, that happens. She's the real deal. Yeah, that's And here's the problem with it. it. But here's the what I always question things. And people can question this about Christine too. I understand, but it, I question this about Heather all the time, Rick's wife. Yeah. But is she the real deal? Because her ass is in love with John Little, mm-hmm. like so she can't all be there. As For much sure. as she seems like she has it together, there's Something's something wrong. not completely sure. there because she legit loves him. That's true. Like it's I think that about Heather. Everyone's like Heather's so perfect. I said, but is she? Or is she a psycho serial killer that we don't know about? She could because be. at the end of the day, she's literally head over heels in love with Rick Coke. And something ain't right there. Which is very nuts. That's, That's nuts. Crazy. 
Yeah. Just the fact that guy is such a winner, but also listen, Rick Coke just here. Y'all know. I hear him out there talking. I'm pretty sure he's macking on your wife. I think he's still out out there there. with Brooke. They're probably having a toast. Yeah. And he's probably talking about how he's going to get rid of both of our bodies. Probably. And that's fine because I think he's done it before. Listen, that's just me. Somewhere in his life, Rick Coke. He's a godly man, sons. But you only met Rick. You didn't meet. So I met Christine and there was Rick. Keep going. And there was an Uncle Jerry. So Uncle Jerry was straight from Michigan, served years in prison. So listen to this, served years in prison because some dude raped a girlfriend of his. Jerry stabbed the guy like 30 or 40 times, but didn't kill him, put him in a trunk, but didn't realize the trunk had an escape hatch. And the guy jumped out at the red light and took off. So Uncle Jerry had a heart attack a few years ago, but I had a deal being married to Christine with Uncle Jerry and Papa Rick. There was no way I wasn't walking. The I line. wonder how that was walking into that first meeting. Well, I knew Rick first. Yeah. And then I met Uncle Jerry when he got out of prison. Dude, you could get double shot. Yeah. Uncle Jerry loved me, but Uncle Jerry made no bones about the fact he had hid bodies. Rick's too smart to admit he is to that. Too smart. He Uncle is. Jerry gave no fucks that he had hid bodies. Rick will never tell you. No. You never. But I, I vote yes. There's somebody. Yeah. You Maybe know. not directly, but. Somebody that was somebody that was somebody. That did some shit There's wrong. definitely less than seven sure. degrees of separation. Kevin Bacon game, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I want this question came in uh from Jordan, who actually I went to middle school with him in Colorado. This dude is a beast. Haven't seen him in forever. Love this guy. If you had to choose though, no ass or no tits. So he's calling us out on our on our bullshit of meeting in the middle, kind of. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I'm going to go tits because here's the deal. I like them on top. And so when they're on top, I can see, you can see something yeah. visually. Yeah. That is, that yeah. would be harder. Yes. And I bought my wife God, and they're impressive. It is tough. So let me tell you about the story. About yeah, and you can't up. buy dumpers. Listen, no. I'm, I'm all about the big dumpers, but these fake ones look like dog shit. Yeah, so you start putting cement in their yeah, butt no. cheeks and it's dumpy and it's cottage yeah. cheesy. So at the lamb house, we have priorities. All right. So the wife and I were trying to buy our first house. We packed up our house. We were four days from closing and there was a glitch in the system and the house fell through and they told us we had to wait about another year. Oh, that sucks. It did suck. So immediately without thinking about it, praying about it or processing, but I said, well, let's take that down payment, buy some new tits. Boom. Boom. Like a and guess what? Do. Hey, guess what? The paint of the house went, went away, away immediately. immediately. Yeah. Went away real it quick. was amazing. Yep. It's That's... the gift that keeps on giving. Listen, my wife knows she's talked to me and she's more about this than me where she's like, Oh my, you know, cause women, they have kids. Listen, I give them all the credit. Women birth children. Yeah. We can never do it. No men are pussies. No, it would never happen. happen. We, this world would go extinct. So they're tougher than us. They're better than us. They're smarter than us. But she's like, you know, if my tits ever bothered you, you got to tell me. And I would do, and I'm like, your tits will never bother me. Just right. so you know. Right. So I love tits. So yes. your tits are going to be glorious to me always. But her only thing is if they ever got to, a point to her that she would maybe lift them, mm-hmm. you know, just a scotch, which is the marvel of modern medicine. It sons. is, but you I'm going to do, but I'm going to tell you how it works. Okay. So you don't waste the money because you're going to get them lifted and spend that money. And then you're going to be like, fuck it. Let's just get them done. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, um, that's how so it just go ahead and fill them up. So when Unk moves up to that Joe mm-hmm. Rogan level, just fill them on up. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I get it, and yeah. that, that's totally. I'm good. I'm gonna write that down. Listen, I'm gonna write that right here. Yeah, write it down. 
No problem. Just, just go. Save the money. Just go big. Go with it at once. Go big. Go home. Now, I have seen my buddy uh, got his wife tits done a couple years ago. They have gotten so good. They're not the same they're as your, the same. As your early nineties tits. Like they don't no. sit in the armpits. They're, they don't look like they softballs. Look no, they don't look like softballs. No, they're amazing. They actually give you the option. Do you want the porn star? Or do you want the European? The European's more of a teardrop tit. Oh, I did not know. Or the That's American titty, which is pat out. I'm an American. I bleed red, white, like and American blue. Tits, yeah. So my collar's blue, my neck's red. Yep. You know, and so we went American porn star. Boom. And also this, I, I, I learn from my mistakes, Unc. Yep. Absolutely. Whatever size you think you're going to get, go bigger. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> learn bigger. Just learn. Go one or two bigger. Just go one or bigger. Because you don't want to put your wife through a second surgery. You don't. You know, that's just, that's shitty you know, of you. Right. That's really on you, right? right? Exactly. If you put them through a second right. surgery, you're a dick. Right. You know, yeah. so be, have some compassion. Yeah, if we sons. had to do over again, I mean, they're, and they're incredible. I don't know if you see my wife. They're incredible. Um, they're whole nother level, dare I say. Um, oh, that's how my wife is but, in a but, dumper, son. She's got an actual but we, dumper. We, we, for but days. we would go big, bigger. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because you know what? Because we would. And they don't look like here's the deal, like no bullshit. And I, I hate to do it because my, my butt one of my best buddies, he's the one that his wife's cans done. Mm -hmm. They look amazing. Yeah. And it's not saying that like I want to bang my buddies because right. I don't, but I'm just yeah. saying they're gorgeous tits like yeah. they were very well done they're not so it's not right. like you used to think where they're going to sit up on their necks yeah. like they can make them look really so here's good the deal. i'm going to piss off a lot of people and i'm going to go ahead and start the cancel culture emails yes. coming in good you we weren't being those. inappropriate because here's the she got them bigger because she wanted mm -hmm. you to notice i didn't say she wanted you to grab sure. them no. she didn't want you to motorboat right. them. she didn't want you to slap them she doesn't want you to rip her shirt yes. open but guess what she got them because she wanted to be noticed yeah I she wants that. to feel beautiful in Boom. her version of beautiful and whatever right? her version is yes absolutely i agree with that a thousand percent and there's but nothing like I wrong said, with tomorrow that. that's you randy you'll be able to find him on facebook when this account gets shut down <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be Unc Randy 212 3.8736. Yeah. All right. So let's go to this. So I got to get to this. So I want the people that are listening, because we're going to put this out on our iTunes also. Yeah. So it'll be a big show to people that don't live anywhere near here. I mean, we got California. Listen, listen Europe. Our biggest state's California. That's what you told me. Which is crazy. It's but California is our biggest state. Georgia's number two, son. Georgia, where the fuck you at? Step I mean, we're the number up. one. Uh, uh, relationship lifestyle show in North Georgia. That's fine. Listen, I don't even accept that. We need to be the number one in Georgia, but in Australia, we're the number three in the country. Yeah. In Australia. Don't know why. I don't it's question it though. Dude, maybe the beard. I don't know. They like criminals. I don't know. Done time. Listen, Uncle Randy did a stretch there, sons. So you know that three whole days and it was 70 two hours. hours. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't the like pain was so, yeah, but you don't know the scars. So these people are going to hear for the first time. So I want to go a little bit into your your background. Let's so this is what I learned from Mockingbird or um, the Mockingjay podcast. Okay. So, so you all, you actually had a comic book store. Yeah. You don't know that. That was surprising. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. So when I was 16 years old, um, got a job at Dairy Queen, was banging the manager. She was married, lost my job. And my, my dad, dad is America. So yeah. America. Blizzards. In the balls. Yep. And um, my dad started a comic book store in a flea market on the weekends that was open. And I used to run it for him. They closed the flea market down, and I kept running the uh, comic book store and baseball card store. And I've worked for myself basically ever since. And so um, it just worked to my favor. 
And I don't know what it's like to go. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. Like, I don't know what it's like to have a boss or deal with resumes. I've, I've worked for myself my entire life. So how do you go from that to pastoring the fastest growing church in Georgia? So I went from that to, um, man, I was college ministry. You pulling up, babe. I right, grabbed the headphones. The legends here. Let's do it. So hey, we've been talking about dumpers and tits. You're a perfect time because we just got rid of the dumpers and tits. Yeah, you Gary were- gave some great advice though. So- I'll share it with you. He knows here we share everything, sons, and that's the real deal. He's got great advice. He bought his wife's cans. Didn't know that. Yeah, you got to grab your headphones. I think they're in the thing. I don't- she said we are loud the fuck enough. So, <laughs> so she is good to go. First off, the, first off, tell us how long did you talk to Rick outside? Oh, okay, good. So Rick actually just bounced. We thought Man. he was out there chatting you up. No, I was in Gunner's room and he I saw the notification that for the doorbell again and I was like, Oh, Rick just all right. <laughs> yeah, so I was hell on wheels. Have any of where did my can of dip go? There well, I don't know. You've, you've put it in like three different times. You yeah. don't dip very long. No, I'm don't. very perplexed by that, actually. And it just disappears into his mouth. Well, no, I spit it out. And then he spits He's it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm learning. I feel like he was right in the middle of saying something. and You like you asked me a question. All right. It's his fucking show. <laughs> it ain't the Gary Lamb show. It's the Married AF show. <laughs> All right. So so how do you go from that to pastoring the largest, the fastest growing church go. in Georgia? Oh, man. I just right time, right place. Yeah. Uh, moved here, Canton didn't have a contemporary church 16 years ago. We were hell on wheels. There was a lot of people moving to the area. Um, I had been college ministry my whole life. So we kind of did things real edgy. I didn't grow up in church. And so, um, didn't quite have the freedom that I have now, but I was still pretty at that time outside the box. We were meeting in the movie theater on Riverstone. The church grew, um, the church actually out, it grew faster than my character grew. I was young. I was 28 years old when I started that church. Um, at 33 years old, we were the 16th fastest growing church in America mm. and, um, meeting in a movie theater. Well, actually we had moved to the conference center. So we were meeting in the County conference center, running four services a weekend. Um, miserable, hated it. Mm. Corporate America. It, it, it turned it, the church would just, it was, and I'm not shitting on that. It was just everything I hated about church. It was business and sure. it was no longer about helping people and doing anything. And, um, the whole time I was building that, I had neglected my marriage and um, screwed up and messed that up and um, take full responsibility for that and ended up on the front page of the Cherokee Tribune and um, lost everything, moved in someone's basement. Cool story. Lived, ended up in someone's basement in the same neighborhood I just bought a house in. Yeah, and nice. um, man, that's, that, that's, I feel like well, that's how God does things. Yeah. And um, full story, everything. And um was out of ministry for a long time. Didn't want to do ministry anymore. Still don't want to really do ministry. And, um, the group from action church, well, at that time it was 13 people asked me to start another church. And um, I told them, I said, we'll move to the poorest part of town. I said, I'll never take a salary and, um, we'll just serve people and help people. Yeah. And, um, and it is what it is. Actions are, is a unique place. My deal with the church is I do whatever I want. I run whatever I want to out of the building. I do whatever I want. I do events. Um, you know, I, I refuse to be their prostitute, so I'm not taking a salary where they can tell me what to do. And it's a unique group of people. And um, it's basically the island of misfit toys and everybody that doesn't feel accepted in the normal church, and um, including me. So it just kind of works. That's the building that the wrestling stuff is It in, is. Right? Yeah. It uh-huh. is. Yeah, I thought it said, act, like I remembered it saying action church. That is kind of a, like right there. 
near downtown. Yeah. He he, he talked on uh mock is it Mockingbird or Jack? Yeah, the Mockingbird. Okay, Mockingbird. He said he wanted when he was negotiating, he wanted a church in the poorest part of town. Right. He wanted a building. Yeah. I feel like every church was moving outside of town. They were moving to where all mm-hmm. the big neighborhoods were and they were leaving the city. We wanted to be a church in the city. Oh, awesome. And so um it's a unique place. I mean, um, it doesn't feel like church. And what it, it feels like church to me. Yeah. I, I like to think it, it it looks a lot like what heaven would look like. Sure. And not what religion looks like. And so it kind of works. And mm-hmm. um everything from atheists to yeah. everything go there. It, it's it is what it is. Yeah, let me tell you, you're gonna get people that look like Rick Cope. Uncle yeah. Randy, yeah, Brooke, yeah. you get a you could get all that because yeah. Rick came he 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 came in testifying to me early about that church because yeah. we were to, when we started doing the first uh, charity thing the wiffle ball tournament he was like listen let me tell you we do a, a soup kitchen or, yeah. or or something out of the church yeah. he's like and and we welcome everybody yeah. whether drug addicts homeless it doesn't yeah. matter if you're not saved if you are saved. You're all welcome to this church, which people can say their church does that, but ask yourself if they really do. Well, I think we saw that in Cherokee County in the last week with all the controversy over. I don't know if you saw the letter. That oh, the my God. I could not believe that that, that couple, That's coming in a second. Yeah. You asked the question. That okay. I, but that we need that's to. Coming. That has to. We have to make that. What are we viral. drinking over there, by the way? This is it's a wheat beer. It's yummy. Wheat beer is like my favorite. It's hell or high watermelon. So it's got like just a hint. I'm not a big watermelon flavor yeah. like person but it's just a little bit enough where it's yummy i like this? it my wife's a champion she'll do a shot right here we'll give you mine and i'll take this is uh randall's whiskey <laughs> cinnamon whiskey yeah i'm banned for, i'm banned from fireball apparently fireball in my world is his a uh, cranberry and vodka mm. the wife will not let me that's i copy that yeah that. all yeah, right cheers all right so i ask your question my question that's you put in front of me on my face okay so is it true that you had people come into a restaurant and refuse to sit by you i guess that's after the the con okay the controversy because there's stories out there you're notorious like i want people to know and some of it might be false like that's why i'm asking you like i've heard that you were eating at a restaurant and people would be like i want to move from that guy like they were yeah that happened as recent as three years ago on valentine's day my wife and i went to downtown kitchen which is our favorite restaurant Ooh, that place they they went to seat us next to a couple that used to be on well they still are on staff at that church they were on staff when i was at that church Mm. then and they asked to be moved and um i thought uh that's i don't understand that about super churchy people because like what you were saying about the action church and like yeah i want to hear it like i just if you really are trying to preach about like god and forgiveness forgiveness and being like shouldn't you forgive people for their sins and also be welcoming to everybody and everybody's well it makes for good preaching yeah. And it sounds really good. <laughs> but to it, practice it, it, it. Right, to practice it. Why would we do that? Especially right. when it was the, the leader who uh, fucked right. up along the way. Banish him. And, and, and I think for them, I think the bigger struggle for them is I stayed. I didn't mm-hmm. leave. You didn't leave the it, city. Everybody yeah. wanted me to leave and go away and out of sight, out of mind. And I just stayed here and give them the middle finger every time I'm around. I think it made them feel yucky about themselves because probably what you were doing was... Uh, what it's well and it's what a lot of people they're like there's probably so many people including those ones that like refuse to sit by you they're like they're they might be miserable in their own marriage yeah 
And they're like, fuck. Yeah, I, gotta, I wish I could have fucking. Yeah. Well, I'll fuck tell you a funny story. I mean, I'm not trying to create controversy sure. in Silvertown. But, Don't do it, bro. But I, but I got a former staff guy that lives a few houses down. I saw him outside when I pulled yes. in. He, he looked like he looked like he shit a brick when he looked at the truck and saw me. <laughs> I gave him the deuces and waves. And I was like, I would have rode out of the window and be like, you know, Uncle Randy? But yes. I did. I just smiled and tried to be nice. Yeah. So, so I want to go back to that feeling, though, because I try to put myself in your place, right? Because Uncle Randy... I'm not going to sit here and be a perfect guy. I've made every every mistake Gary Lamb has made, Uncle Randy's made, and we can compare notes and see who's the real champion of yeah. sinning because who knows who will yeah. win. That'll take all night. I'll be yeah. writing shit down. So I've fucked up every way you can fuck up in life, and I've learned from that's kind of what's molded me, right? Yeah. So you're never going to see me pass judgment on anyone. I think everyone is redeemable, and it's actually a building process for your character. That's just me. So do you remember how you felt, though, when you're sitting there at downtown kitchen, someone wants to be moved from you? Yeah. How how infuriating or so, is that? So for me, it wasn't. It was weird. It was more. I felt bad for my wife. Yeah. And um, she didn't ask for that. And you're, you're going to laugh and you're going to think this is bullshit. And it's really not bullshit. It reminded me of why I do action church the way I did, because I, I felt so pitiful for him. Mm. I thought, what a pitiful fucking life. That almost not, at that time, right. nine years later, oh you God. can't sit in a restaurant next to someone who fucking paid your salary right. for four years, moved you here from South Carolina when you didn't have two fucking dimes to pull, rub together. When your marriage was falling apart, yeah. made sure you were taken care of, but you didn't do the same. So, hey, that's all good. Well, you know what? He was, he, honestly, though, you shouldn't have felt any kind of way, honestly, yeah, in didn't. my opinion, because he should be embarrassed. Yeah. He should be fucking embarrassed because he's the one that turned his back on you yeah, after you did right. all that for him. And then he couldn't even be a big enough man to be like, hey, man. And, and like, at least, at least fucking sit at a table near you and right. not make a deal about yeah. it. Like, I mean, it was weird. So Euler's in this, like at one time, those were my best friends. So sure. you, you kind of want to remind them like, dude, I was there for you. Mm -hmm. Like you, what you really want to do with your flesh kind. And I'm past this now. What your flesh wants sure. to do is let me broadcast all the shit in your life that I covered up for you. Right. And that no one not, ever yeah. knew about. But no, I heard you say that now. Yeah. That was powerful, right? But, because, but I'll go to my grave with it. Because, and this leads into a listener question. So I want to go ahead and ask it because I said we would we do that. Get to the what? That letter. Oh, yes. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Maybe that's not a listener question. Um, well, just fucking ask it, then it's an Uncle Randy question. <laughs> No, it kind of, okay, so it kind of does. This is what I'm thinking of. The question is, what's up, sirs? Being that you are both divorced, how do you feel about fa how fathers are treated in the court? So let me tell you how I'm trying to think of that. Okay. With this question is, uh, I know in my divorce, I lost 99% of the friends. Yes. Right? Everything. 99% of yes. the friends went with the, yeah. the ex, and yeah. that, that's okay. Um, I expect that. Oh, that's good. That's a good sign. So... <clears throat> Um, yeah, 99% of them bailed on me yeah. real quick. So I was wanting to get your thoughts on, is that, is that equivalent to you? And yeah, so in my situation, I was, I, I'll fully take ownership. I was the one who fucked up. Oh, I had the too. affair. So in my situation, I had a church of 15, 1600 people that the church wrote a letter to and said, um, we're going to support the wife. There will be other people who rally around Gary, but it will not be us. And so, um, of 1,500 people, one couple, one couple mm -hmm. 
one couple. So one let two me, one two people. Let, <laughs> so you do know what I'm saying. Let me move into their basement, and that's what I said. I moved into their basement, living in the neighborhood so that what, I live in. Now. What's wrong with though being friends with both people and yeah. seeing? Yeah, like, we, we choose sides. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I've never been a person to dwell. I, I'm not a bitter no. person. It's just not the way I'm wired. No. I have a lot of bad qualities. That's not one of them. <laughs> and so um, I, I just moved on. I think the court system probably doesn't, isn't, I, when I tell you. You have I, kids with your first wife? Yes, two okay. of them. Okay. And when I tell you I have the worst divorce decree under the sun, but I signed it. I felt guilty. Um, I took all the responsibility. And even those days where I went from six figures to 20,000 a year, mm-hmm. I made sure I paid that child support that was set to six figures. Yeah. I, I, I always said my goal was, which it probably won't happen, but my goal was when my kids turned 18, I wanted their mom to look at them and be like, your dad fucked up and was a piece of shit. But man, he has been a good dad since that time. And um, he loves you. Yeah, and he did everything to make it right. I don't, yeah. that will probably never happen, yeah. but that's always been no, my goal. Even if she doesn't say the word, right. if your kids know that you've been there yeah. all the time and help and support them, that's all that matters. Yeah. Well, and matter and if you think your kids won't things. one day dig and find like the it, papers, yeah. you're crazy. And, so one day I know yeah. that my son will dig and see yeah, where. And, and my kids know fun. what happened yeah. and they know and they went through periods. They went through periods of anger with sure. me yeah. and they went through that's periods cool. where they went through periods now where that's dad and we yeah. love dad. And, um, man, it is what it is. And that all like ebbs and flows too, depending on like what age they were of course. when you got divorced of course. and all that. Yeah. And like, and depends on like on her, like how does she, does right. she talk shit about you yeah. to them and all that. And I, mean, I had it, the unique all... situation where my ex-wife stayed in a community of 1500 people mm-hmm. that thought I was the devil. So my kids heard my whole life that I was the devil, you know, and, that, and, and that's all those people should be fucking ashamed. Yeah, and, and I refuse, if they say shit about a child's yeah, father, and, and I refuse like to defend it and I've never defended it. And I hope my kids have never heard me talk bad about, I, I don't talk bad about the place. I'm no, glad, I'm glad that excels. I'm glad that it's doing good. Um, yeah, I, I hope they do great things. Yeah. I, I I'm so removed from that world the church world. It sounds weird to be a pastor and say, I'm so removed from it. I'm so removed from that world that I can't even relate to it. So, um, it is what it is. And I think the thing that upsets them the most, and I think you'll understand this, Randy, I fucking love my life. Yeah. And without all those mess ups Mm -hmm. and every detail falling into place, I'd have never met my wife. Absolutely. And been where I am today and had Rick Cope as my Mm father-in-law. And so if I had to go through all that a thousand more times Mm -hmm. to be where I am today, I love my life. No, I, I, exactly. I feel exactly the same way. I told him about, and you can test because I know you weren't watching, but uh, we were talking earlier that some of our best times, we didn't have a penny to piss in. Was I lying or is that true? Me and you? Yes. Some of our best memories were made when we yeah. were fucking broke and yeah. not, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, it, when I married Christine, we got to go on vacation because her uncle yeah. owned a, a place in Gulf Shores. Yeah. Had he not owned that place that oh. was free, we'd have never went on vacation. Oh, when we, like, so those were the greatest days. There was a, so we used to, we were in a bowling league and I was in a tournament. Got I won a free trip to Vegas yeah. to bowl in Vegas. Well, 
And did you have like the, did you have like the clear bowling ball with the <laughs> in it and everything like no, kingpin? Not like kingpin, but close. But like if you had I, that bowling ball, I'd be stealing <laughs> you from Uncle Randy. I'm just I'm gonna be I'm laying it out here on the table right now. Well, but like I was getting my they were sending me plane ticket, hotel and everything. Yeah. But I, I didn't want to go to Vegas by myself. And back then we were so fucking broke. My parents used their like sky miles to yeah. send Randall right. to Vegas yeah. with me. Because we, I was like, I can't afford to pay for a plane ticket for him to go. And my mom was like, well, I don't really want you to go out there by yourself. And I was like, well, I don't either. <laughs> and that's why now, despite the fact that now we're doing very well, life is good. Yeah. I will never forget those moments. No, and they will never no. leave me as far they as like my you. nerves yeah. and my, I'll never stop waiting for the other shooter. No. And I don't want to, because no. I think that's what makes champions is that you're prepared. If the shit hits the fan champions are ready to go right back to ramen noodles if you have yeah. to sometimes. so i'm in the event business that's what i do for a living i put on events and a year ago i joke my wife and i joke that we created the shutdown in georgia the week before <laughs> <Super> the, <spreaders. laughs> the week before the shutdown for the first time in my life we had seven events in seven weeks we were going to put well into six figures yeah. into our pocket and the week before the first event, Kemp shuts down Georgia. Oh the God. night before Kemp shuts down Georgia, Christine and I were sitting around. I said, I said, do you realize we have the most money we've ever had in our account? And we have seven huge events in seven Coming. weeks. Yeah. I said, we're going to pay cash for our next house. That was our plan. Uh -huh. And then it all got taken away. So and everyone's freaking out in my industry. And I made more money last year than I ever made doing events because you know what? I've lost it all before. Right. And I knew I could lose it again. Yeah. It wasn't an option. You know, you're still going to be standing. Now, even here if was you the don't. Deal. Yeah. I had to do four times the events last year. Three years ago, I'd have never done a market at the mill on Etowah on a Tuesday night. But I was so thankful for that market because it yeah, put that, the groceries in our. Yeah. I got to read this comment from Bubba. We got some real fire being spit by the, the chat. Bubba says, I lost the friends I didn't need and gained the ones I needed. Yeah, that's great. Life. That's a great uh, keep spitting fire. Fire Marshal Bill, you read this one. Yeah, he said, you, you know what? I lost everything too, but guess what? The friends I've gained in Silvertown trump anything. I bet you I bet yeah. you my lunch, my decree is worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Decree is worse than yours. That's Fire Marshal Bill. He's willing to bet lunch on it, sons. I think y'all should bet on that, and uh, we should see how that goes. Um, Rick Cope says, uh, Gary's a fantastic dad and the best bonus daddy. Uh, so that that's awesome rick cope listen he doesn't give out compliments by the drove oh, sons that, that motherfucker would rather stab yeah. you so a compliment from rick cope goes a long uh, way so do you and christine christine yes have kids together no, or is y'all just a no, bunch? so i had three okay and she had well i used to joke she had two uh -huh. she had emily and rick <laughs> And so um, <laughs> Heather adopted Rick. So uh, no, I brought three to the marriage. Okay. So so what we're leaving out in my story is not only did I get divorced to prove to every single person <laughs> that I didn't throw it away over a one night stand. Yeah. I married the one night stand. Yeah. And had a baby with the one night stand. Oh. And so, needless to say, that was destined not to make it. Sure. Um, we have a good relationship. But now. you we got a baby out of it. it, it we have an amazing son yeah. and he lives with us and, and she's a good lady. I have nothing negative. Is to say that about the son her. that was showing Gunner around at the wrestling thing? Oh, I guess so. Maybe so. How old is he? Uh, nine. Yes. yes that was that's Luke. He was fantastic. Yes. By the way. No bullshit. Luke's fucking done kiss any ass sons. 
he was a great kid. He treated Gunner like he'd known him forever. Yeah. He was like, hey, come with me. That's awesome. He was so good with him. And him that's a testament life. to you and your, yeah. your ex-wife because that young man yeah. treated Gunner like he's yeah. known Christine, him his whole life. And really, no offense to my ex-wife or me, that's all Christine. <laughs> so, <laughs> Christine's been his life since he was two, and she has molded that kid into what he is oh, today. And he lives with y'all? Yeah, it's 50-50. But oh, yes. okay. Good. And so, that's perfect. Um, one week on, one week off, but. He's a champion. Three goals this last Saturday. So, so listen to this, Runk. You, you won't even know what to do about this. So my son's soccer team, are you ready to have your mind blown? <laughs> is zero, one, and seven. Oh. Seven fucking ties. Yeah. How in the hell <laughs> do you have seven ties? Because it's soccer and they and score like one goal a game. That's because of the world we live in. So yes, it's ridiculous. They're willing to let people tie. Yes. In Uncle Randy's world, Gary's world, even Brooke's yes. world, you battle to the death, yeah. son. Someone's yeah. a champion, goddamn, and I hate that hey, shit. Here's how I knew I raised my son right. He had three goals Saturday and was pissed because they tied. Yep. He didn't care that he had three goals. He was pissed they didn't win. Right. So. I, I can't. Yeah, Gunner wouldn't be happy with a tie either. <laughs> he wants a win for sure. Right. Um, so here, I'm going to say this. I've got to go piss so bad like oh, a okay. racehorse. You ask this question right. while I go piss, and I'll be right back. Let's talk about that. We do what the, you go ahead hey, first of up. all. We do what the fuck we want. Know, Look, we're a half a bottle of bourbon in, you're a beer in, and he he's the one belling to go piss. So let's talk about the all letter. Right. So yes, I'm gonna talk about this letter. You share the first time I saw it was when you shared it and said, I got this sent to me 35 times today. Yes. I thought it was gonna be some kind of like viral letter that somebody posted about a church no, writing it. No, that shit was from a Woodstock. fucking Woodstock Christian church. Yes. That that it's church of Christ. Yes. Woodstock church. It's one of those other mega churches yes. um, where they wrote a letter to yes. somebody in their congregation, basically damning her to hell for being gay yes. and saying, you can't come here anymore. We thought we could pray the fucking gay away. Yes. So I'm more interested in this <sighs> question. So as someone, and I don't mean this in a, <laughs> who doesn't attend church normally? Mm -hmm. How much of a turnoff to church was that for you? I mean, disgusting, I, isn't it? It was it was disgusting for right. that church in particular. Yeah. I uh, I was absolutely like my jaw hit the floor. I was it like, was this horrible. is. I had to look you, at the date on the letter. I was like, nope, that is from like last week. If you're not willing to repent, yes. and come back into fellowship mm -mm. with us. It was disgusting. I was absolutely Here appalled. Here was my issue with it. Here was my oh. issue with it. And this is going to surprise some people. So I am very, I am probably the only pastor in town that will do gay weddings. I'm very open-minded in that area. I could give two shits about it. I didn't well, have, I didn't have an issue that they didn't approve. Cause I think each their own, mm -hmm. the spirit in which that was written, mm -hmm. the tone in which that was written, the wording in which that was written mm to me was so contrary to what I would see from Jesus right? that it was nauseating. It, yes. It was disgusting. Absolutely. It was the height of fucking arrogance and pompous, mm -hmm. like look it up on our hill. And, and then they had the balls to put their phone numbers on it. All their phone numbers. Like, yeah. I'm like, I, I felt. I, well, I, I say I felt bad. I actually was kind of amused. I felt no. bad for those I guys. I don't know week. what y'all are talking about. The letter. 
the letter. We went right. We, we hey, you want to go piss? We letter. do what we want to do. <laughs> no, because I'm gonna have to leave in a minute. It's and married I AF. To... <laughs> you can't leave quite yet because I have to piss too, so y'all are gonna have to carry it together. <laughs> um, I was so disgusted, and I honestly, and then people like honestly, there was people that were posting about like, oh you know churches are supposed to accept all sinners for their sins which is yes that's true everybody we are all sinners here those people that were writing that hateful letter for sure are and they're not being accepting like jesus would want everybody to love everybody and also i don't it's not a sin to be gay so like okay. that's where so my, my champion that, my jesus was a champion of sinners all right right my jesus would have been right there in the group yeah. preaching to those people yeah. that he thought was a sinner. That's just my Jesus. Yeah, and I think you hit on something that was very interesting to yeah. me. I agree. Yeah. So I, it was, well, we're supposed to accept all sinners. Well, everyone is a sinner. We're all fuck-ups. Okay? Right. The Bible says, for all of sin and come short of right. the glory of God, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is no one perfect. His name is Jesus. 100%. Blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. I get it. I can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you. I have a doctor, <laughs> I have a doctor in pastoral theology. Boom. Most people don't know that. I can go all day long with I you on that. that. And, and, and so, but my deal is to say that's a sin. Like I, I struggle with that because here's oh. the, I, I know people that have been in same sex marriages for years, Yeah. but yet this dude over here, me mm -hmm. that can have the affair <laughs> uh -huh. and do whatever. He, he's okay though. Cause he was fucking a woman. Sure, that's you know what I mean? Accept. Yeah. yeah it, it's like, it, no, it's, I don't it's a weird that. situation. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it was one of the most, arrogantly written mm -hmm. pompous stink of religion pharisaical letters uh -huh. i ever saw in my life yeah, how did you and this is i'm so glad you I asked this because I, I had so I much about this to... this so when you read it as a man that, that's got a doctorate in theology yeah. how many things did you find wrong with it not not just as you as gary lamb as a person and the man that you've been molded so in here's through, through your sins but as a, as a man that studied the religion where were you at, like, on that? Yeah, so in what the North American church has become, I saw everything they were talking about. And the mm -hmm. way we've twisted scripture sure, and all that, I saw everything. I was like, I get what they're trying to say. In the spirit of realizing it's about Jesus and Jesus was love and love God, I think we've complicated religion. It really boils down to the greatest commandment. The second one's this, love God, love people. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was disgusting. And so it was heartbreaking to me. Yeah. I mean, I have married so many incredible people into same-sex marriages influential people in our community oh, yeah. have done we their got weddings friends that are a thousand times better parents than us yes that are gay parents yes yes by a thousand. Yeah, i would I'm love to tell you yeah they're would, way better parents right. than us and so to judge someone based on who they love um right. you know it's disgusting to, to call like just the the tone like you're saying was disgusting and it's like they were saying they were wording it in a way like oh we warned you that this would yeah, happen it was odd we to tried me. to get you to repent for yeah. your act and i'm like what in the fuck just loving another person yeah so you'll appreciate this so i was at a i got invited to a church growth conference to speak this was years ago in my previous life at a previous church and i was just trying to be a smart ass <laughs> and they asked what do you think about gays in the church and my response trying to be funny mm -hmm. did not go over as funny i was like <laughs> i was like man i have nothing no problem with gay men that's more chicks for the rest of us <laughs> and dude total silence three thousand people just total silence needless <laughs> to say there was no more questions asked of me and i was not invited back uh, we gotta go by 
All right, so I want to ask this listener question. You yes. just brought this on yourself. This is for you. This okay. was submitted for you okay. for this show. Which, uh, dude, listen, I love the hater. Listen, so haters know. Right. Uncle Randy loves you. Right. Because whether you hate me or love me, yeah. I love the pop, sons, and yeah. I bet you Gary does yeah, I too. love P.T. Barnum says, love me, hate me, just spell my name right. And listen, we're, and I was going to, this was a question for me that I didn't ask earlier, but every wrestler I've ever known and the greatest wrestlers I've ever loved as my heroes, when they would come out, they would say, I don't care if they're cheering or booing yeah. as long as they're popping. Right. As long as yeah. it's a pop. And when we talk back to living the gimmick, living yeah. the brand, yeah, that's what I'm talking so let's, about. So let's be people. theologically and tie that back to God. God said be hot or cold, not lukewarm. Boom. So he goes, man, so hey, right listen, there. if they're not talking about me, I'm worried about it. So what'd they ask? Yeah. So this was one. That, okay. Um, where's the one about uh, Gary? Oh, right here. Number three. Uh, Gary, I followed your story. While I appreciate your resolve, I just can't get past your mistakes. Convince me why I should. Yeah. That's a fucking loaded. And the only reason I asked that, listen, Uncle Randy answers everyone that hey, sent to does. me, and I, I know you would hey, answer everyone sent to you. In the um, Art of Good Promoting, that's a great question. And when I get back from the bathroom, I'll answer it. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Boom, leave them wanting more. Yeah. So and let me just tell you about my piss earlier. Greatest piss I've ever had. Yeah. Um, one of those ones that was like five minutes long and then um so Rick, I, Rick Cope showing up was unexpected. I uh yeah, I didn't expect him to show up either. I will say I think we already kind of talked about that, is that like convinced why I should like tell me about your mistakes that I shouldn't like no, I'm looking forward to hearing I think Gary's going to shove it straight up his ass. Listen, Gary's in our spare shitter over here. Listen, in our mansion, goddamn. We live in Silvertown in the mansion. Yeah. He's in the east wing taking a pisser. I bet he's going to lay the pipe to this motherfucker. Yeah, Just my does. guess. God damn it. I wish fucking everybody had iPhones because none of these goddamn text messages go through. Now, why don't they have iPhones? Um... All right, so let's hush up and let Gary answer the question. We we were betting on you earlier. Can we, we repeat the question? Yes. So this is a great question. Hey, and first off, balls to the person that sent it. Yeah. I know who you are. Not going to sell you out, but this is this is how he asked it. Um, Gary, I've followed your story, and while I appreciate your resolve, I just can't get past your mistakes. Convince me why I should. Yeah. So here's my answer. I don't have to fucking convince yeah. you. <laughs> So what are the height of fucking arrogance to think nobody messes up? Nobody screws up. I was 28 years old and um, my talent exceeded my character at that time in the life. Um, I messed up and just like whoever that is has messed up in whatever area they've messed up in. There is no one perfect. And if you can't get past that mistake, hang on for the ride because I will make a lot more mistakes <laughs> along the way. Like literally what you can't get past my, did I fuck his wife? Right. Was that, you know, like who are you to have to think I need to, you need to get past my mistakes. I probably couldn't get past your mistakes. Whoever, if I knew who you were. And if you'd be honest about it, right. that's the difference. Exactly. If you would be willing to acknowledge your mistakes, yeah. listen, what do you do? Do you, do you overeat? Yeah. Are you some fat fucker? Yeah. Are you some like, porn loving you, son you, of a bitch you or can't something? get past my mistakes, man. What a miserable fuck then you are. By the way, that's right. Gary at barbecueandbrews.com <laughs> if you want to email me about it. Yeah, I would say like quit worrying about everybody else's problems and maybe no address shit. your own. <laughs> like, 
you can't get past my so your life is so pathetic you can't get past my mistake mm-hmm. how does my mistakes of listen i hope you guys stayed married to your sure. 99 years old but if, if tomorrow you guys imploded, sure, I'd be there for you because at the end of the day, it doesn't aff- it, sure. it affect me that I love you guys now that I know you and you're yeah, part absolutely. of the black sheep family. Absolutely. But other than that, like, like that's doesn't y'all's end- life. Sure. Man. God. Right. Absolutely. So I wanted to, that leads into a great question I was going to ask, which is the polarization of Gary Lamb, Uncle Randy. Brooke is actually the more savage of the three, but for some reason she gets left under the table. I told you, pretty. I pulled her out. I pulled her out of the stripper's hair at the Claremont. Hey, oh, That's no bullshit. Oh, so listen, listen, listen. I know deal. you think I'm always trying to be the competitive one up person. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can one up that story, but I, but I want to tell you a Christine. Oh, did you tell him that? I yes, want to tell you a I told Christine. him and Rick. Hold on. Rick loved it. By I, the way. I so want to tell Jay. you a Christine Lamb story. Okay. I mean, she's Rick's daughter, so she's. So I expect So church is about to start. It's a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day outside, about 72 <laughs> degrees, partly cloudy. <laughs> and we're leaving the next day to go on a Disney cruise. Ooh, happiest place on earth. Happiest place on earth. <laughs> Christine's ex-husband pulls in the yard Uh-oh. to pick up his daughter. Uh-oh. In a lack of judgment on his part, <laughs> he decides he's going to bring the new girlfriend did I tell you that it's about 9.30 on a Sunday morning? Church starts at 10 o'clock, Yo. so the parking lot's full. Oh gosh. I'm inside the building. Apparently, the girlfriend mouths off. Oh, Jesus. I come outside the door. Did I tell you again? Let me reiterate <laughs> that it's a Sunday morning about 9.40, 20 minutes before uh-huh. church. Everybody gets there about 20 minutes early, full parking lot, yeah. 271 Marietta Road, the ghetto of Canton Action Church. <laughs> All I see is my wife rear back, closed fist <gasps> through the front window, oh, cold cock her across yes. her face. Hell they storm yes. off. The police show up. Now it is 9.55. <laughs> we are five minutes before the start of the church service. I have sent the wife home at this time. Sure. Justifiably. Justifiably, because sure. we don't. Oh. Pastor's wife yeah. going off not in handcuffs is not good. I knew the officer. I will not state his name. Okay. I said, I didn't get arrested. That's good. We're not there yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) I said, listen, I said, listen, I love you. And I get what you think happened. And some of it might've happened, but I got to go preach. Yeah. They have two more songs to finish and I'm supposed to be on stage. I said, I promise you that I will bring her to the station at the end of the service. Uh So So we bring her to the end of the service. We bring her. They're trying to, press some child endangerment thing because she cussed in front of the kids where they hold you for city I said, well, we have a cruise tomorrow. Back to your story. I'm watching her in the in the holding chamber. It was on the screen. And she's giving some guy her bologna sandwich. I was going to tell you the story earlier. I traded my bologna all day. Shit was terrible. She was like, he was hungry. That's why. That's why. You gave your sandwich. She's a champion already. Bologna shit. um, So it was not throwing down at the Claremont, but it was the 271 Merritt Road, 10 minutes for the church service. Punch to the face. In God's house. I love it. Yeah. I mean, what I what, what did oh, she say? Oh, so, what did she say so to her? To take say- the story. Yeah. Hold another level. <laughs> I said, honey, this is what I tell her before they take her back. I said, do not smile. They love to put the pretty girls on the cover sure. of Just Busted. Oh, yes. I said, look. Sure. County, those yeah. things are hot. I said, look horrible. Don't look. About three weeks later, my friend said, your wife's on the cover of Just Busted. <laughs> so. 
Welcome to Action Church. Yes. The church for everybody. Let me tell you, yes. that's the some people look at that one way. I look, I look at, at it as awesome. As the best commercial for your I church. I think it's fantastic. And, and let me tell you, that is exactly how Rick advertised it to me yeah. when we first met. Because let me give a, a yeah. testament, a shout out to Rick. Rick Cope. He's definitely murdered somebody in his past or had something to do with it. Yes. Or knew about it. Or I'm hit not, the he body. Didn't do it. Yeah, at hit the, the body. minimum, he has hit, hit the, the body. body or helped hide the body. Yes. He's that loyal. I'm not saying yes. he did it, but he helped yes. because he loves his friends. But he was like, oh, Randy, let me tell you this church, man, we love everybody. Yeah. Like everybody talks about yes. that. They say they love everybody yeah. and they don't, which is my beef with religion, yeah. which is my only theological question to you. Because yeah. we yeah. talked and yeah. you're like, that's not the most interesting thing to me. Yeah. Which when I asked you right. that, I want theological question yeah. from me, yeah. from Uncle Randy, yeah. which is about salvation. Yeah. This is it. You're not going to hear anything else from me because right. I don't want to bog you down, but yeah. you're the man. You know the shit. Yeah. Can you lose your salvation once you've received it? So I don't believe you can. Thank you. I don't either. So I don't believe personally. you can. Is there anything your son could do? If your son, and I'm not meaning Nothing. any disrespect, brother, so, nope. but if your son came to you and said, I, know where you're going, I have nope. three husbands and I love gay men orgies every and night and I killed a man and the, the whole thing they'll take over me. I'm never playing sports again. <laughs> oh, that would be tough. That's the one, though. Out of all of them, that's the one where I'd be like, get out. But no, guess what? I would still love him. You'd still love him. Yep. Because he's Absolutely. your son. Yep. Once you're a son, man, you're a son or you're a daughter, that's you're a I daughter. Think. There's nothing my kids can do. They can break my heart. They can, I can want to protect them, but they're my kids, man. And we're his kids. That's we're his son. He sent his yeah. son to Thank die you. on the cross for us. And I believe I'm smoking what I'm selling when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah. And so, no. I personally do not believe you can, because here's the deal. If you can lose it, that means it's based on what we do and what we don't yes. do. Then there was no need for Jesus to hang on the yes. cross. That's what I say. And because here's the because deal. Because it was the, based on what he did. The reason why I ask you that question, I've got, I've got friends. We both have, yeah. you probably have yeah. that have, that have uh, lost their life to suicide. Yeah. Right. Maybe they, they, yeah. they've, they've been in a place where, yeah. they, but I know they were saved. Yeah, right. At one so point the in their life. Church, so the Catholic Church says suicide is unforgivable. So my question is, is Samson in hell? Because Samson asked God, he had his eyes poked out, his haircut. He yeah. said, put my hands on the pillars mm -hmm. one last time. And he pushed the thing down and killed all the, yep. and killed himself in the process. Yep. But yet in Hebrews 13, he's in the hall of faith. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Boom. 100%. That's what. Because See, why are I, you making me get deep? I have well, a bourbon in. That's my only question. I'm not going to give you another one. Just so you know, like, that's my Whoa. only one because I've Because I can get deep on I've Brandy theologically. I don't I've, like to break that part of me out. I've got really good friends, right? And I've, yeah. and I've spoke to them from what I know, yeah. which is very minimal compared to nothing yeah. compared to you. That's what you know. And I've always told them, you know, that I think people that have died by suicide absolutely if they've been saved yeah, if yeah. they the only unforgivable they, sin to me is to die without christ that's it and if there's you, no coming it, back from that and but if you at one point in your life had accepted christ in your life no matter what happened like right it's based on what he wanted, did right? not what we did absolutely yeah that's yeah that's the only question yeah all right we'll jump from that i got another one where are we going back to yes yeah, so we're going to go right away from it but that, oh so did we come to the conclusion that you and christine are not allowed to hang out no, I think so. We're whooping asses at the church. We're whooping asses at the Claremont. Claremont. I mean, we're whooping asses everywhere. I think we should probably hang out. I think we should have a shit fest down yeah. at the pool. 
Yes, we should get some ass. No, it's gonna gotta, happen. Y'all gotta definitely come to the pool this Absolutely. summer. Absolutely. So this is this is a great listener question, right. and this leads into one of my hot topic questions. So we'll just combine them because we've been going. Let's go. We still got a lot more. to Are go. we on a timeline? We're, we're yeah. two hours. No, we have no I don't time. Give two shit. We're two hours in. Listen, if y'all didn't listen to to Gary on his last podcast. He'll go all day, host or no host. Hey, He'll just take night. over the motherfucker Light. and be like, why do I want to talk about hey. it? All right, we'll go Light. however long you want. So this is a great question, though. Hello, sirs. I'm looking forward to this show greatly. As a former police officer, I would like to know how you feel about the current climate surrounding our brave officers. Would either of you wear the badge in today's climate? No. No is for me as well. Hell, Hell no. no. Hell no. Here, I'm going to pour another shot to that because that was not planned, yeah. sons. And yeah. that's a big fuck no from Uncle Randy. I'm just telling you, I would never. Listen, never. because so you remember one of the original questions that you said, why am I always okay. selling to myself? I, I'm just going to keep throwing these things out here. The fact that we said hell no in unison, that should at least be consideration for the Hall of it Fame. Should be. I'm Absolutely. not saying it got me on there, but it should be when the committee meets. Yes. Agreed. There was such unison and chemistry yeah. and oneness. Yes, I agree. No, I'm, I'm totally in. I would never do it. No. I would but never I be a cop. I am terrified for our friends that are yes, police officers. Me too. We have friends, they, and they and they love it, and yeah. they do it for the right, right. reasons. But the sure as fuck don't do it for the money. No, no, fuck no. Like, we have good friends that are a couple, and they are just, this. I love them to death, and one of them, he's a cop, and she's a fucking teacher. And I'm like... No like yeah. they uh, Hell neither, no. and they do both of those because they love it and i love both of them yeah. for doing that no. because it's not for the thanks yeah and so, it's not so, for so the money me, yeah so let <laughs> me we just, should all so let them. me just alienate everyone right now i back the blue Absolutely. now i know let me also i'm not a blind loyalist do i think there's probably some shithole cops yeah, yeah. i think there's shithole everything Absolutely. pastors included yes and so lots of pastors and um but yeah, man, I back the blue and um, I'm thankful for those men. And I'm actually nervous of what's going to happen when good men come to their senses mm -hmm. and like, we're not doing this anymore. No, I would never wear the badge right now. Let no. me tell you why, sons, because the American people have turned their backs on cops. I'm just going to tell you straight up as a majority the American government, yeah, the American government and a piece of the American people have took a route to immediately to minimize the what police officers give to our country okay like i get it there's a piece of the country that wants to cancel the police right yeah. they want to get rid right. of them okay good luck with that yeah do how that, does that work do that shit and when your house when somebody yeah. busts in your house and you don't have yeah. the shit that uncle randy has and you can't defend yeah, how'd your that house work? How'd that who work are you gonna in, call how'd that work in la where they're already reinstating the budget to get yeah. cops back in who, place who are you gonna call i, I just don't want uh, right now Derek chauvin is guilty as fuck Oh, he's absolutely guilty. I felt that he was, he, he went too far, but that, that that's, that's a whole nother. But oh, that, we're talking about the bad and, cops and the good and cops. And I just go back to what I just said. Absolutely. I'm not a blind loyalist. No, yeah. me either. And, and so, he was a piece of shit. Um, you know, I don't know completely all the details on that, sure. but I do know this a jury of his peers found him guilty. guilty and that's our system in our country. And it is what it is. Absolutely. But I don't think. That we are traveling down a road we understand, right? When right. we're trying to take we want to throw power the baby away the from water. the police officers because when they come to your home and they have to say, I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't arrest this offender right. because his constitutional rights right. and he might sue me yeah. and have my job. Right. So I can't get involved. That's what's going to happen, right? Yeah. 
That's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to call them to your house. And, and I on think a burglary. we put cops on a, in a lot of weird position. I think that we've got cops dealing with a lot of shit they shouldn't have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And so, you know what I mean? Um, maybe less time worrying about speeders and more time worrying about criminals. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. I agree with that too. That's a hundred percent. And it, and it kills me because I know a lot of great cops that work hard for no pay. Yeah. yeah no nobody. pay. Yeah. You, they get fucked in the pay department. It's not works. for the money. And we're basically just every day chiseling away at what they can and can't do. So you couldn't pay them. Listen, my time's valuable. You yeah, said that earlier. It. I ain't doing it. My shit, bro. You ain't getting Uncle Randy no. for that hourly rate. No. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're not getting Uncle Randy for that many hours in a day oh, to no. work. <laughs> no. no. If Randall has to work more than a solid three to four hours, that's pushing it. I know. Because he I know how to do my shit right. when i need yeah. to do it and that's what i and like. I set my life up to do what i yeah. want to do on my rules in my terms <laughs> exactly and i make no apologies about it absolutely all right so let's go on to uh to here so i've got a question here that comes from a, a listener this is actually a great question uh and i don't know if you've done this or not but uh gary how come you haven't done a country music festival so a country music festival. So I wanted to do a big music festival here in Canton. I wanted to do it at Etowah River and Heritage. That combined, like that, I wanted. I wanted to do weekend camping, um, big acts. Um, Canton at that time, probably still at this time, like was not ready for a weekend camping festival. And so um, <laughs> I am in the process right now. So I'll let you in on some things. I'm hooked up with some pretty big things in the country world. But very off off road, so I'm, I'm working on something called I can't. I, I don't think don't legally, set, I, don't. Yeah, I don't think legally I can. All I'm saying is I, we I, would really appreciate it if you bring blackberries. Yeah, so I'm really I'm really into some <laughs> I'm really into some non mainstream Nashville country right mm -hmm. now. So blackberry smoke, Aaron Lewis. I'm really and Uncle Randy might want to punch me for this, and I, and I would accept it because it's not fully accepted. But I'm really down the country rap trail right now. Okay. Um, I'm really on the Up Church kick right now. So who do you like? I you love Up Church. For uh, no, 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 fuck. You? Have you heard Up Church? No, I haven't heard. So Uncle Church. Randy, I'm about to change your life. Okay. Are you I'm, ready I'm, for? The I'm gospel? totally open. So you need to go down the Ryan Up Church right that down Ryan right Up now. Church. I'm writing it down. You need to go down the Ryan Up Church. I will report back trail. on this shit our next show. So Just listen, so you know, I don't selling out arenas all up. over the country, refuses to sign a record contract, don't do give So what do you think about Adam Calhoun? I love you know Cal him. So right, up, church, up Church is the biggest in the Calhoun world. So I love Adam Calhoun. All right. Well, here, so, we got to do a so, little taste so, to Adam on, Calhoun. Hold on, hold on. I like Calhoun. Don't take the shot yet because I'm about right. to rock your world. So three days ago, I was in touch with his publicist because he's doing a Florida tour. And I was like, well, he lives in Chicago. Don't he have to go right back through Atlanta? Yes. On the way home. That's that's. The I mindset. said, well, I've got a building that holds a thousand people. On the way. Yeah. Well, all our weekends are booked. I said, I'll sell it out on a Tuesday night. I don't give a fuck. So nothing has come of that, but there has been an exchange sure. with Calhoun's people. I love Calhoun. Uh, right here to Calhoun. Did that's you hear Calhoun on a rant the other day? About OnlyFans, absolutely. Uh, Dude, so I he was everything. Bitching, Calhoun so does. he was bitching about paying twenty five dollars, but no full nudity. I thought yes. that was great. Yes. I don't know I why it tickled the shit out of me. Because he's just an average, average, listen, everyday American. So listen, I love Adam Calhoun. I listen. I'm changing your world. If you think Calhoun's good, you haven't been down the. So did you see Up Church the other day? I mean, excuse me, Calhoun posting about being at that arena and his friend. I did. 
that was up church. All right. So I, I've heard the name, but I've never you, went down the rabbit hole. So well, I'll admit, you, I'm going to go down it. You when won't we're see done. him again till Monday. Because <laughs> once you go down, yes, this is right here. We'll do it. So you don't love the old Colt Ford stuff, though? Colt I, Ford, I, I, he, he's so a trailblazer. So Colt Ford's OG. Yeah, he is an OG. The problem with being OG was he, he was had a to be, Jam. He had to be so politically. He's just feel he good. Did. He's feel good. But he, he paved the road, hey, though, he, so these boys don't have to so, be. So you know my philosophy on that. You know there's three stages of every movement. Absolutely. There's the pioneers of the early early adapters and the bandwaggers. Colt Ford was the pioneer. He was. Mm-hmm. And, that's that's and all he, I care about. And he about. blazed it. And I love Colt. I, I say I don't love Colt Ford. I love Colt Ford. I think he was a little. He, he got a little hokey. He got a little that's hokey. Fair. I, I, that's totally Especially fair. when you hear Calhoun. It's totally fair. It's totally fair. And when as soon as you say it, you don't even have to say it. Yeah. We're on the same yeah. level. I know what you have mean. Have you heard of Calhoun's song, Racism? Yes. Holy what shit. are you talking about? Dude, Holy Calhoun shit. will blow your tits off. Yeah. All right. If you've got these new yes. C or D cans, they're going to blow, gonna blow them right They're going to blow them right up. Them right the up. gel cups are just. Hey, Calhoun is a guy that's got a grown ass man child. Right. His kid is grown. Yeah. And he gets into the rap game because he's kind of been in the. Because yeah, the... Upchurch got him in the rap game. Wait Dude, till you meet Upchurch. He's, uh, Your if, world's about to. If we ever get Calhoun so I'm working or on him it. around, and I'm we working don't do on a it. show together. We're I'm, all fired. I'm we're working, all fired. So we're fired. I'm working on 50 acres, four wheel drives, country rap, it's Southern Jam. gospel. Southern gospel. What the fuck did that come from? Southern rock. Southern rock yes. Blackberry smoke. <laughs> he loves, but she doesn't know how much you love blackberry. I smoke. love blackberry smoke. She, I told him the jail story of my last attempt to go to blackberry. Smoke. Yeah. So he won that competition. Cause my last blackberry smoke was, I left drunk in Macon coming home to Atlanta and somehow ended up almost to Savannah before we realized we were going the wrong way. Yeah. I went to federal prison. Yeah. So Cobb you won County. one up. You won. Yeah, seventy two hours, best, hard, time. A, that, hard time, hard time, hard time. Seventy two hours trading your bologna sandwich for the purple water but, juice. That was another sugar water one time in our life where we were broke as fuck. That fifty bucks to pay that was yeah. everything we had. Hey. No, no, I'm talking about when we first saw Blackberry Smoke. Yes. So that, that that too, the the whole federal warrant fiasco for a boat ticket, but. The when we first saw Blackberry Smoke for the very first time at Bama Jam, it was be- the only reason we were at Bama Jam is because the company I work for was the title sponsor yeah. of the of right. the music festival, and so I was there like for work basically, for and work. and we got to just hang out at the concert all day, and they were like a three p.m. Yes. show, so it was, it was so like good, middle of the day. We were like some of the only people out there, like camping yeah. for the fucking Kenny Chesney what was ever coming at night. Was it not the two in the pink, one in the stink, though? Yes, I mean we like, they came out and we were like these motherfuckers, what? Who is this? Who yes. the fuck and is let's this? just be honest, you didn't give a fuck about any of them but Charlie. No, and I didn't no. know they were from Atlanta, bro. Yeah, right. I didn't know. They're from right here. They're from right here. But like, I was like, they're like a mixture between like black crows and like just Jesus. Black crows meets Leonard Skinner. Yes. Had a yes. love child, yeah, but so, so fucking good, damn good, uh, so good, and so we, good. He's right. It's Charlie Star, though. Yeah, it's Charlie Star. He's Fuck, you can replace the idiot, but Charlie. Lead he's amazing. League guitarist, lead guitar. No, we were in love with how him many immediately. Of those do you know that's the lead singer and lead guitar. Yeah. Sons. Write it down. Yeah. Tell me how many you know, and yeah. uh, I'll go well, fuck myself. Know, yeah, all I know. Is Not that, since Greg Allman. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. After we saw them, you know, we at that time we had a boat. It was. As soon as we got home 
found we got like their all their shit downloaded and every fucking time we were out on the boat it was like the very first thing yeah. good one coming yeah. on yeah. immediately on yeah. the fucking radio so, on the boat so, so, <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do sons i'm honest i tell you the truth whether oh, you like it or not that's so my shit. Is Uncle Randy, is he down the Whiskey Myers Trail? Yes. Yes. Because oh, that's like the last two Southern Rock. Yes, are. I Blackberry agree. Blackberry Smoke, Whiskey 100%. Myers. Have you heard Whiskey Myers? Yes, I have. Right. I don't know if she So has. listen, you need to write that. Give her the pencil right now. <laughs> right. I'm about to change your life again. Okay, okay. Dude, you're changing lives. But like, that's what I do. You're just over here. That's what I do. <laughs> Bam. Oh, skinny dipping in the Chattahoochee. <laughs> and, I, and so here's the deal, dude. I'm a ballad slow guy, so man, I'm a one horse town guy from from Blackberry Smoke. Uh -huh. The song One Horse yes, Town. That's a good one, man. Dude, I'm a good one coming on. Oh, I'm a good one coming dude, on. Dude, listen. Hey, and there ain't much left of me. Dude, I'm, I used I'm to one, joke ain't much left of me with my theme song. Dude, my song about me is I'd be lying. Yeah. Where they're where dude, listen, yeah. there's no bullshit. That's my jam. Yeah. I like who invented the wheel. No, there's like, everything. Dude, everything's yeah. good. Listen, Charlie Starr, I'm telling you, the fact that he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. blows me away because he's better than little, 90%. Have you of heard them. the little one single he put out with Amanda Shire, I think, Let Me Down Easy? Yes. Dude, yeah. that's so good. Oh, that is good. That's so good. How long ago was that? that, he now, did that though? Two, been, three years. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Let Me Down Easy is my jam, man. Handwriting is atrocious right now. I don't no, know what you're doing. Um, I'm gonna have to go, baby. I'm gonna go call myself. All right, hang on. Let me pee one more time, and you ask this question, and then <laughs> you're gone. Lick, okay. if you come back in here and she's topless, it is not my fault. I'm a half bottle bourbon in. <laughs> I just right. want to throw it out there, okay? So okay, kind of touched good. on that. Go right here. Go right here. With what it. about it? Just, just how does he? How what's his thoughts on it? Uncle Randy's running for governor, so we know okay. we're gonna talk about it. You want to take those headphones off? Yes. Yeah. All right. Just making sure I'm here for you. Changing lives. Changing lives. Changing lives. Left and right, all over the place. All right. So, what are your thoughts and feelings on marijuana? Well, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> I don't know how something so natural that God yes. created yes. could be bad. I know. And I don't understand why Georgia hasn't legalized it yet. I know. And the money that would come from yeah. it. Yeah. And so I'm pro marijuana. Yeah, good. So are we. It's fucking stupid. It's it, it it's incredible to me how the long lasting effects and the reach of that like dare program from the fucking eighties yeah. that Ronald Reagan put yeah. it. I mean, like Nancy. where it criminalized drugs. Yeah. It is actually, you know, Cherokee County, I think, is one of the only metro Atlanta counties that has not decriminalized it yet. Really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise and me so, really, but it doesn't me either. And, um, <laughs> like really yeah that's, that's yeah but no i to I, I don't understand how something all natural yeah how you could outlaw something like that and anybody that has ever been around anybody that smokes weed would know that like it is way less dangerous than drinking a bunch of whiskey yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. drinking a bunch of beer uh, yeah so yeah. i'm not a big weed so it gives me anxiety it, too. it stresses me out yeah I'm paranoid. I think well, I, yeah. I'm checking Facebook a thousand times to see what I posted. I haven't posted anything. Randall said, I can't feel my arms. Yeah. I'm the worst high guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Ever you know. don't ever. So I, I want to compete. So I will, ruin, the worst. I will ruin your high. Me too. You are not going to relax. You're my, not going to chill. Our personalities yeah. are the worst yes. people so to so give away. So tight phase can't do it. But, so it's not even selfish that I want to do it. Right. You know, it's just like, yeah. Get high right. 
I wish it worked for me. Me too. I tried to I make it I wish I could pop a gummy and actually sleep Dude, at night. It would be amazing. We smoked. The last time we smoked pot together, before we had Gunner, my buddy from Alabama gave us some purple Kush, sons, yeah. whatever that means. Yeah. And I was like, this shit looks cool. Yeah. I'm smoking all of it, son. Yeah. I smoked every bit of it. Couldn't feel my arms and legs. Yeah. Spent the night in the bathroom wondering when I was going to die. Yeah. Like, no good for me. But I support other people yeah, that so can it do just it gives regularly. Me anxiety. I'm me paranoid. Too. Um, I don't sleep. And so then I but instead of I'm just laying in bed groggy. If I'm gonna be awake, I want to be awake. Mm -hmm. Melatonin does the same thing to me, it doesn't fucking do anything. You can't touch greatness. <laughs> Dude, Uncle Randy's gotta take an ambient and three fucking uh Benadryl. Yeah, and that to, works. To, to That's the formula to really knock yeah, you out. I don't out. sleep. Secret sauce. I, or I don't sleep. Yeah, I don't I don't have to sleep. I'm Brian always, always plotting. I sons. wake up and apparently I text myself in the middle of the night. Like I have great thoughts. And I'm like, and I wake up and it's like, man, that's good. Bubba that's says, good. Gary, just smoke a block, bro. Yeah, I know. <sighs> uh, yeah, I mean, I used to smoke yeah, a lot of pot. So let's let's yeah. get on an interesting question about Bubba. Hey, one five sports, by the way. One no five, longer one five. No longer. So since Friday, four, five days into not being oh, under I'm the gonna, county. Yeah, I'm gonna go. How much okay. weed do you think he smoked in the last five days? Knowing that he's not going to get drug tested. Oh, by probably the a good bit. Listen, I know Bubba, championship athlete, makes great apparel. Bet he smokes a lot of dope. Yeah, I don't think he I was when he was working it, with the county. Yeah, so I bet I when he gets five, off that, though. Yeah, now that he's left it. Now that he's left it and been like, you know what? Fuck yeah. this bush and under yeah. five. I'm doing my shit. Yeah. I'm a champion. I bet he smokes I'm whatever weed, he wants. Smoking weed and buffing cars. And listen, when Uncle Randy's governor, that shit's going to be legal, sons. I've told now. you. It should be legal now. It's fucking ridiculous that we aren't collecting the tax revenue right. on that shit. And the tax on is disgusting. Dude, I'm hitting potholes here in Canton. Yeah. Tearing the Camaro wheels up. So yeah. Listen, I've talked about being broke. Now I got a little dough. Yeah. Got a Camaro, whatever. So let me tell you why I have a truck. Tears my truck, my wheels up. So here's why I have a truck. Are you ready? Yes. I had a BMW and totaled it hitting a pothole. It's totaled incredible. it. It's fucking nuts. I, my wife said I'm the worst driver, so I hit the truck. I hit the potholes and just roll. <laughs> I had a BMW. Guess what happened? Blew the motor. Yeah. Right after it left the warranty. Of course. The minute after it left the beautiful BMW warranty, the motor blew. Of course it did. And then... Nothing and a million dollars to replace yes. it. Way more than it costs to fucking just buy. I had fourteen thousand dollars worth of damage from a pothole. <sighs> that's fucking incredible. F you be that's well, that's what we get for not buying American. Absolutely. It's we deserve it. Right. A in my mind, we deserve it. All right. And Bubba says, and I was out of town for a ball tournament. I know he's a he's a softball stud, sons. Listen, so, he's uh, always playing ball. Listen, high school champions, Uncle Randy starts that podcast with Marshall. Listen, whatever, we get a bat deal immediately. That's not, it's not saying Uncle Randy's a celebrity, but he is kind of. You Sign know what I'm saying? Whatever. Dude, hey, we sign. We love everybody, sons. It's not, we don't leave people hanging. It's whatever it is, but we got a bat deal immediately. Legends. Nobody gets that at, at fucking Hobgood, whatever. So. All right. She's saying you're, Misty Martin says you're a bad driver, though. Uh, well, that's that's the rumors. Uh, and then Dustin says, Uncle Randy, you also hit garages, which is true. I did hit, I did clip the garage, dented the fender. Fuck, our friends are calling us out. It's fucking terrible. Fuck them all. Fuck them all, sons. Listen, we did it. Guess right? what? We've already talked about we're center, sons. What do you want me to do? I've done hey, everything you can do. Hey, guess you want to talk about your they shit? Can talk, I've done they it can 10 talk times. shit, but if I said, hey, let's go jump off the mountain. They'd be like, let's roll. Oh, yeah, dude. And I'll jump right off the mountain. Uncle Randy's done it all. You want to talk about what you've done? No, we got a bunch more, bro. We're not even close. 
I don't even know if it's possible to We're get, to, get them. to them. But we'll go to midnight. All right. So, uh, prostitution. Yeah. What's your? Uh, this goes a little bit into your theology. What yeah, do you so, think about prostitution? So my philosophy on that is: Who are we to tell someone what they can or cannot do with their body? It's the oldest profession in the world. I love that. That's and true. if they want to sell their body, then by all means. The reality is. So do you watch Peaky Blinders at all? Yes, of course. So, so who the I, fuck do you think I am? Of course, I'm going to be here. So, yeah. so I love it when Thomas told Grace. He said, "We're all prostitutes. We are. We all just sell different parts of ourselves." If that's not the truth, I'm going to write that down. Listen, I'm writing down more shit than I've ever write. If we're not all prostitutes, right? We all just sell different parts of yeah. ourselves. Dude, if that's not the truest shit I've ever heard, so I'm going to tell you a funny story. You ready? I'm not going to say his name. So I had a buddy in high school, had this profession. We all made fun of him. He's probably the richest guy I know now. <laughs> um, never got married. Yeah. He's in business meetings in his profession with some of the biggest people in Georgia. Congressman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, he always takes escorts with him. High dollar escorts. They know what they're going into, how to talk. How to, so I told him one day, I, just, I said, dude, I ain't ever paying for sex. He said, really? He said, what kind of house did you buy your wife? He said, what kind of car did you buy her? He said, what's her clothes? He said, the difference between you and me is I know how much I pay every time. Oh, man, and I was like, that's, damn. That's, I said, dropping, that's dropping some <laughs> shit right on right. your tits. He son. said, we all pay for it. He's, he goes, I just budget it. <laughs> smartest guy I've ever. Dude, yep. he just gave it. What right. can you say? What right. did you say to them? Right. We What'd all you say? pay for You're it. right. Sorry, sir. This is a beautiful house. Yeah, what would you say? My apologies, sir. Right. I, I was right. wrong. Right. You're right. Exactly. We do all pay for it. And I listen, think it's funny that people would ask that question. Though. It blows me away because, listen, like you said, it's the oldest profession. Yeah. Listen, who did Jesus flock to, sons? Right. Who were his people? Like, right. people forget. They don't. They want to look at, like, here's my deal with, with religion. I'm going to give it straight. Listen, we're, yeah, we're drinking, right. sons. We're getting straight into it. Listen, I'm a New Testament guy. Yeah. Now everybody's old New Testament. Yeah. Listen, from what I read, and I've read it all, I grew up in church, yeah. Southern Baptist, sons. What I know is that my Jesus would fuck with the group that was fucking up. Yeah. That's who he yes. would flock to. Right. That's who he wanted in yeah. his church. Yeah. Not the motherfuckers that were doing everything. He says, he not said. the well that needs a doctor. That's what I said. Dude. Yeah. So you talk about prostate, whatever you think is wrong. I can't pass judgment on that because you know what? I've done worse. Right. I'm just going to give it to you straight. Right. I've done it all, except for what Rick Cope's done. Right. Rick Cope's went a little further than I've went, but that's just Rick Allegedly. Cope. Still love, allegedly. Allegedly. Nothing I always got to throw that in. Allegedly. Absolutely. Nothing proved. There's no evidence or anything, but listen, I've done it all. I'm not going to lie to you. That, that would make me a fucking right. hypocrite. If I sat yes. here and said that I was better than anyone else, I'm no better. I've made every mistake you've made and some to the listeners. Trust me. You can do no wrong. And had fun doing it. I did. And guess what? I paid my price. Because guess what? If it wasn't fun, we wouldn't do it. Yeah. And guess what? I did pay whatever penalty y'all yeah. want to put on shit. Wow. I paid it. So I'm cool with it. All right. So this goes right into cancel culture. Let's talk about that. How yeah. do you think that's affecting us? And where do you think it's going to go? And do you think the pendulum is going to swing back the other way? Yeah, it's eventually going to swing back the other it way. Because people right? are going to get sick and tired. Yes. And, and it ought to scare people when it swings back the other way. Because just like with anything, there's never balanced anything. It's going to swing back so far the other way that there's going to be no cooth, no censorship, free for all. 
and they're going to have nothing to blame but themselves. Cause, Absolutely. Because yeah. when Americans get fed up, fed up, these are these, these gun toting, right. law abiding yeah. Americans finally get pissed, right. which, which I gave them shit. And called a lot of them pussies that they didn't do it when they said right. they would stand up for like Trump and they didn't, right. they didn't want to, they didn't want the smoke yeah. because here's the deal. If you think the Democrats are the old Democrats, they're not, they're the old Republicans. They're willing to right. get dirty. They're willing to yes. fight. They're willing to burn their cities down and Republicans no longer are. Right. So pick what party you yeah, want to be. Ugly. They are willing to get losing. ugly and, and Republicans aren't. So yeah. you kind of got the smoke yeah. handed to you. Yeah. I, I, I'm very passionate about cancel culture. Fuck yes, it. I do too. Trust like, me. Yes, they. And I tell you something I've learned. When you had the mindset of fuck cancel culture, they can't cancel you. They absolutely can't. I've said it. You just yeah. hit the fucking tits on the head. I, I tell you something. We were talking earlier. We have a, a group in our wrestling promotion, and their last name is the Lynches. They go by the Lynch Mob. And on more than one occasion, we've had fantastic a group, wrestlers. We've had on more than one occasion, we've had a group try to get us to. How do you have them in this day and time? Because they're good. I immediately go in there and say, it's their last names. They're going nowhere, and we're not discussing this. And they're good. And what's funny, it ends the discussion. Absolutely. I'm not feeding into it. No. I'm, not, I'm not pandering, yeah, pandering not. to you. I, here's what it you like. I had a lady today. I, I posted something about masculinity versus toxic masculinity. Oh, she we're going to get there. She went on this post, and everybody came after she deleted her post. You know why? Because I'm not hiding. I'm not just because you posted something. I'm yep. not going to go back and reverse what I wrote. I stand by what I wrote. I don't. People think. Here's what kills me about people. They think I post off the cuff. Yeah. Everything Nothing's I off post the is cuff. strategic. Not from true champions. And no. True everything. champions think everything over so, five or so, six times. So I'm never no coming back and apologizing never. for what I wrote. Me either. Ever. I never have here's and I never will. Even if I was wrong, I'm not apologizing. Me either. Because guess what? I thought it through five right, times. Exactly. And to me at the time, right. I was right. So I'm right. never apologizing. My wife has asked Write me it down. more than one occasion. She said, by you writing that, if we lose this venue or that venue, what are we going to do? I said, we'll find another venue because I do events. Yes. I said, absolutely. I'm not worried about it. I said, I refuse to, to be someone's. What well, also makes people why they fuck with you. Right. right. Cause as much as people that might make some people think you're an asshole. Yeah. It also makes the majority of people that fuck with you, right. fuck with you. Right. right? Because yeah. you're like, fuck that. Yeah. Cause they I, don't have the balls to do it, but you do. I'm and that's why they'll fuck down. with Gary. Lane. Yeah. Absolutely. The way we do church, I'm not changing it. No. You can come in every day and try to get it. It ain't changing. You will lose that battle. Absolutely. And let me tell you anything about championship mindset. Uncle Randy talks about it all the time. Championship champions think three steps ahead. I already know when I post something, this many people are going to yes. be pissed and they're going to write yes. in and they're going to be pissed. I'm not going to say anything. My crew will take care right. of them, but it's going to be ugly maybe for a minute. But my people know where my heart is. And that's who I give a yeah. shit about right there. Right. That's going to see that I'm not bowing to this shit. And I've said a hundred times, you can quote me. God damn. You can go look at, listen to married AF. You can't cancel the uncancelable. No. That's the difference, right? You can try to cancel on Randy. I love it. Do it. It'll help my brand, right? Cancel me right now. I that's, beg you. It'll help me. That's what you fail to realize. I'm not scared of being canceled. And so, and, if every venue in town tells me I can't do events, guess what? You make more money. I got a 32,000 square foot building. I'll run <laughs> events in it seven days a week. You can't stop it. I ran You'll black sheep underground events when it was outlawed to run events. Dude, you will just be helping me if you can't right. in, in the fucking. Right. You give me some free smoke on Facebook, yes. bro. Listen, and I want to talk about, I want to talk to this about you. I had a question written from Uncle Randy about how important is the pop? And the pop 
I can relate that all the way to people cancel culture yeah. because I love that. I love That's it. the same to me as Thrive somebody saying, it. I love you, Uncle Randy. Yeah. I want somebody also to be like, I hate you so much. Yeah. I'm willing to put my so, ass on the line. So a lot of people say, I don't mind the critics. And they do. They sure do. Absolutely. I legitimately, and, and I don't mean, I don't know if this is a good thing. I moved here when I was 28 years old to start a contemporary church that was unheard of in this area. I've been dealing with critics since I was 28 years old. Yeah. Not, I, I, I don't even, I, I, I don't even know how to function without. Sure. So you don't like it. I don't get. No, I you were kind of raised in it. I had an affair. It was on the front page paper. Stayed in the same. Sure. Time. I don't give two. By the way, nobody, shits. nobody does that, by the way. I, Just so you know, because yeah. even Uncle Randy, I left Alabama. I'm here in Georgia. Gary Lamb stayed in the hometown and did one of these. Yeah. I don't, everybody said, I'm not leaving my home. Listen, I right here. This Boom. Town. I love this place. I, I, I don't give a shit. I thrive on it. I think early in my life, I said I didn't give a shit, but I did because I obsessed over them. I just don't even care now. People will message either. me like now. Literally, people will message me like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good, man. What are you talking about? Yeah. Dude, you ain't been on Facebook. We're throwing down in your behalf. I'm like, oh, I ain't even seen it. Yeah, Because absolutely. I don't give a shit. Let me tell you, that's the biggest it's thing freedom. that Dustin uh, Fire Marshal Bill said to me. He was like, you and Gary are the only guys I know that give zero shits if people hate you or love. I'm like, I told Fire Marshal Bill. I love the haters almost yeah. as much as I love the promoters because they both are promoters. Right. You're both fans. Hey. Whether you realize it or not, if you're a detractor, you're really a fan. Hey, so you're I'll really you, a better so fan because you spread the word. I have two, or, I have two or three families that attend the church I pastor that weren't that it came from my previous church. They didn't come from my previous church when I was there. Yeah. They came after I was living there like, dude. We heard so much bad shit about you. We had to come check it out sure, ourselves. Absolutely. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> you know? yeah. Everyone's welcome here. Welcome to the freak show. Yes. That's what I always tell them. Absolutely. So what was it about that? And I want to ask you that too. So you talked about that. And uh, uh, Rick's wife saying this, that Dustin's a man. She's absolutely right. Dustin's the greatest dude. Dustin has a political career. And I think both me and Gary support it. He is, gonna, he is doing it right. That guy knows he's got a career. He's not doing the Uncle Randy or the Gary Lamb method where people are going to point to our ridiculous uh, outrages. Right. That guy is clean as a whistle, and I'll vote for him every day, all day. I love run? that motherfucker. I hope he runs for something. I'll move back in the city he, limits just to he, vote for him. He is so good. I would vote for that guy for anything. He's the one that got the the golf cart ordinance pat did it on his own so it's all legal i respect the shit out of him love dustin davy uh vote for him for whatever he runs i'd love to see him on the city council for real yeah. like no doubt about it but uh i got a few connections that will tell you that a couple of those seats are coming open this no, year i agree those people are going to retire he should do i mean it. you didn't hear that from me here's the let me tell you what chat my ass about that i went to the golf cart we had the meeting a couple weeks ago downtown canton and we go down there and I walk in and there's a cop and they're saying masks are, are required. Mm -hmm. I don't have a mask. Yeah. Uncle Randy's not, this isn't like some big dick thing. I'm some cool guy. I don't wear masks. Yeah, I'm just either. telling you straight up. I don't wear them anywhere. Right. That's not my thing. I don't own one. I've got one. That's a full Batman yes. from a costume that has the face and everything and the eyes cut out that I've worn to my son's dentist because right. they required it. Right. So I had to go in with him for a dentist appointment. Other than that, I will pick my spots. If a company 
requires me to wear it, I'll choose whether that's important enough for me to yeah. do business. I'm not going to fight with you either. I'm, that's their right as a business. Right. Thank that's you. That's my right. That's their right. I want them to be able to say, sir, fuck you. Right. You've got a beard. I don't like bearded motherfuckers in my yeah. business. Guess what I'll say? I respect it. Right. I'm out. Cool. Because I got a beard. Right. So I'm out. I'll shave it or I don't want your product. Exactly. That's how America works. People get all bent on shit. It's that simple. Yeah. If they would just let shit be that simple. It disappoints me though. You had to wear it at the council meeting. No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't wear it. In? The cop let me in. Good. The, the Cherokee County. They ain't gonna stir it was up. There. He was like, if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. I was yeah. like, I don't got one. Yeah. So he let that me in. That was city, so that surprised me because Frank don't give two fucks. We got Listen, the greatest sheriff. Oh, in the Frank world. Reynolds is the best. I've said that. Greatest I went sheriff. out and spoke to the city of the managers about yeah. the tax increase for property taxes. Yeah. Uncle Randy went and spoke, kind of built Uncle Randy. I went and spoke about eight months ago and I told him if they raised taxes, I would do everything I could to get people to fire them immediately. Yeah. Because how can you raise property taxes during a pandemic? Right. That's political. Yeah. So it all scared Cherokee County because. We better hope that Frank never decides to run for governor. Oh, I love some Frank. Greatest politician I'll, ever. I I'll, love I'll Frank support Curtis. that motherfucker to the end of the world. Oh, I me love too. That I love him. You talk about a better, somebody that was built, though, to be a sheriff. God. He just looks the part. The looks cowboy hat the and shit, bro. Perfect. Dude, he ran a three-man race after a, a sheriff of 25 years retired against two other great men. There should have been a runoff. He won 74% of the votes. It's hands down. Nobody will run against him. No, again. they ain't got the balls. They don't have the balls. I like it when the when the county commissioners came out about masks and said the police will be enforcing Frank diplomatically said, we will not be enforcing that. Let me say, that's a big part of why I'm crying. It was like, you know what? Fuck masks. Yes. I know Frank. Right. I know Frank good enough. Like, I've got challenge points yeah. from Frank. Yeah. He's a great guy. Uncle Randy knows him. Gary knows him. I know Frank good enough to where if we saw him, he would know who Uncle Randy is. Right. We've talked. So what whatever that is. But I know he's a good enough guy. That motherfucker's not gonna infringe on your constitution. Love the constitution. Place. He is not gonna come in no. and arrest your buddies because you had no. a barbecue at right. your house with eleven people he's instead not of gonna ten. Do it. Not not fucking Frank Reynolds. Yeah. That motherfucker is a stand up and yeah. he is a constitutionalist, which is what Uncle Randy is. So Here's when I run I for him. governor, sons. I hope he doesn't run because that's who I don't want to run against. Yeah, no. I you, want you, him where he's at. You'd probably have to do the right thing and just withdraw. And give or be his lieutenant governor. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I can't go into details, but I also know when all the riots were taking place. Yes. Those motherfuckers at Cherokee County Sheriff's Department had a plan in place. Yes. In case that shit rolled up sure. in here. Oh, that's not going to happen here. It, yeah, they ain't stupid. Not. No, they're not stupid. How and fucking stupid would you have to be? Bad. For one, you're going to run up on all the smoke residentially. Yeah, right. Because you run up on right. Uncle Randy's house, I, right in this closet. Right. We can go in here. I'm going to pull out an AR that's going to yeah. make you nasty, a shotgun, about yeah. four pistols, right. another shotgun that'll make you shit your pants. And I'm unloading every bit of it. You I told someone my house? the other day, I said, I'm not even a big gun guy. And I got seven of them. Imagine these motherfuckers that are into guns. Oh, that are sick. Right. Yes. Yeah, these real twisted right. fucking conservatives. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Frank got. Guess what? He supports those guys. Right. And their rights to have those. You know why? Because America. He's America. And could there be a more handsome guy? Listen, no. Uncle Randy's Perfect family. What a handsome guy. Yeah. This whole family. Yeah. Him and his brother. His butthole's about this big right now, knowing Uncle Randy and the black sheep are talking Dude. about him. He don't know what we're about to say. He but should hey, he should use this as his commercial. Boom. Handsome fella. Works the part. I'll support him to the ends of the world. And I want you to go pull. I want you people that aren't that aren't normal Uncle Randy listeners that are coming from Gary's world, which I appreciate. This combined world is fantastic. 
Um, but I went, watching around I went and spoke. Oh yeah, dude, tons. I went and spoke in front of the city managers or the Canton, uh, whatever they're called, the board of manager about the tax city increase. council. Yes. And told them how, you know, that, that, uh, property tax increase was unacceptable. Frank was there. And I said, listen, we're lucky to have a fucking sheriff like Frank Reynolds. Who's a winner. I'll support that guy to the end of the world. But you guys talking about this tax increase during a pandemic. That's political blows my mind when i got buddies that have lost their whole business because you shut this fucking right. county down right it's your fault so i can't support shut that this shit. fucking city down two weeks Absolutely. before the state did we don't and, go there, dude. and frank came to me after that meeting and gave me a coin ah. from cherokee county he came up we were in the pisser together we were actually pissing side by side we got out washed our hands gave me the coin still got actually gave it to gunner he's that kind of winner yeah so I Great love Frank guy. Reynolds too. Cherokee County doesn't realize how lucky we are to have him. Oh, absolutely. So, all right. I've asked you that. We talked about the cancel culture. So just to cap that off, any kind of cancel culture, even if I don't agree with you, I don't think you should be canceled. Me either. I just want to be, be clear about it. If we are on polar ends of the right. world, you should not lose your job right. over our disagreement. It is my right not to support your business, but I don't think your business should be canceled. Oh, absolutely. And it drives me mad. If somebody goes after somebody's employment or their marriage or any shit like that, guess what? Uncle Randy can't fuck with yeah, you. No. Just so you know, You're over your beliefs. Lines. Yeah, you went way past the line and I can't fuck with you. All right. So. All right. Uh, this is for me, but we can both. I'm going to actually let you answer it first just because I think I know your answer now. Uh, it's Uncle Randy. Does it ever bother you if people think you're an asshole? I'm gonna let you answer first. So, Gary, if people think you're an asshole, does it bother you? No, I love it. No, like, I appreciate uh, it. Shit, and here's the red. That's a weird word, asshole. People who love me think I'm my an wife asshole. thinks I'm an asshole. Sure, my wife too. We just didn't <laughs> right, ask her. We just didn't right, ask her. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, my mom thinks I'm an asshole. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that. Listen to me and assholes, all kind of things. I got friends that are assholes. Yeah. I can call them an asshole. I can tell them they're an asshole at times. Actually, can I be honest with you? I think I'm an asshole. I do too. At yeah, times. I, I dig in. I know things. I'm an asshole. And I'm an asshole about some topics where I will dig in yeah. and defend it to the end yeah, of the year. People earth. will tell you, it's funny. I've had more than one person say he's the most loving asshole I've ever met in my life. Somebody just post that. So I'm going to have to write this down. As you said that, Oren Michael Stinson said lovable asshole. Yeah. So I don't know who that is. So that has yeah. to be a Gary yeah. supporter. Yeah. Said lovable asshole. Yeah, I am. Because they know, man, I'm an ass. I'm the guy that's going to go pull you out of the crack house, but I'm going to cuss you like a fucking dog the entire time I'm pulling you out of it. But still get you out. But I'm going to get you yeah. out. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, that's just a true friend. And you kind of learn that, right? When you, it's hard. It's, it's tough for me to say, that. like, right? Because I got, like I said, I lost most of my friends in my divorce. Whether you agree with that or not, I'm yeah. fine with it. Because um, I'm actually, you know, time heals all wounds. Everything's good there. But, um, you know, you lose friends. You wonder why. Like, I thought we were we were the best of friends. Yeah. Um, and you kind of got to acknowledge your mistakes, too. Right. Which I made a ton, so that's fine. But, uh, you know... I'm willing to go back. Like I've got a bunch of friends I've made back because yeah. of the time has healed yeah. the wounds. Right. Yeah. And I, and I accept that. I don't want people to think that you got to rebuff the people that at one time rejected you. 
I kind of have to understand their plot. Like that's right. just my job. Cause I do consider myself a right. Christian, right? I'm saved. Right. I believe I know I've accepted yeah. Jesus right in my heart, but I also know I sin all the time, right. every day, yeah. every damn day. I put them in I'm the position about, to turn on me. That's sure. what I have to remind myself. Yes. Can we totally change the subject for a minute? Sure. Absolutely. I've been meaning to bring it. Uncle Randy's sitting in a throne. Yes. Where did the throne come from? Because I'm so intrigued by it. I built it from scrap wood just because. Because you fucking can? No, and nobody knows this because they didn't see our. Well, they saw your your Facebook message today about the Kings. Yeah. Dude, I agree with that shit. Rob built this because fuck this the King's Lair. Yeah, it's incredible. I built it out of scrap bullshit. So it's like Game of Thrones, sons. King, this is my throne, sons. Listen, I've earned this motherfucker. I've been from the depths of yeah. zero. And I might go back tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not promising y'all that I'm going to be some rich, wealthy yeah. celebrity. I could lose it all tomorrow. Right. I could fuck up tomorrow. Yeah. And y'all just have to be prepared. That might happen, son. Oh, I tell people. All the I time. don't know. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm going to let you down. <laughs> That's like, you can take it to the bank. I'm going to fuck up and let you down in some way, shape, or form. But when I let you down, I ain't going to stay down. Listen, Heather just said, I know you're an asshole, but I love you. Yeah. That's to you. I, I hope. Might be you. to me. Might I think be. she was saying you're an asshole. It could be. It could be above. But this uh, this is, uh, well, John, this could also be above. He's an asshole, but he's our asshole. <laughs> yeah, that right. could be either one, too. I don't know. Jesus Christ, we we're a couple of assholes. I, I, not... I know I'm an asshole. Me, too. I know yeah. to, to some and people. And I accept it. To some people, I know I'm an and asshole. And I'm good with it. And I've never been And one... I think sometimes you need an asshole in your life. I agree a thousand percent. But yeah. I've also told people I'm not everybody's cup of tea. No. So I know that there's some friends of ours who are very, they might be very liberal. They might yeah. even be very conservative because I'll call conservatives on the right. bullshit, right, too. There's some fuck-ups there. Yeah. As bad as there are left. But... I need to remind you one thing real quick. Yep. So you a lot of fireballing. So I know you're feeling no pain. Oh, no, no pain. We got to finish that, that bourbon. Oh, God. Bourbon tastes like where well, it's business. Listen, let me tell you what this tastes like. This tastes like we're at the Claremont and we're no. we're licking uh, uh, Blondie's butt this, crack. This tastes, right after her niece has this, been crushing. This beer tastes cans like fucking it. men. Well, you drank every bit, every drop of that's you. Well, I just need to be sipped on. Oh, it tastes like my dad. Listen, this tastes like abandonment. Why does this taste? <laughs> why does this taste like abandonment, sons? I don't know. Oh. All right, well, cheers. I'll take a little swig from it, son. Tell Uncle Randy ain't scared, son. Oh, Uncle, a real Randy would mix that with some Seagram's. No, we just fucking roll, baby. Oh, God. That's why truth is being spit right now. Hey, let me tell you, my, my best buddy growing up just said, drink the Woodford and quit being a bitch, Randy. Right. That's my best That's friend right. growing up. That's And you know why he's your best friend? Because he speaks the truth. <laughs> so all the 10%. <laughs> Dude, that shit's terrible. That shit is not cheap. It's the middle road, yeah, like it's bourbon. Good. That's the good stuff. That's and it's fucking terrible. It's awesome. God, it's terrible. It's not. All bourbon's awful. Why is it so bad? I can handle. See, vodka. you you saying that just reminds me that nobody's perfect. They're right. You're right. Right. Like you're right. It's true. God, I've never been one to be able to get into bourbon. That makes sense. Robert says that though, because he sits back and drinks a bourbon every night. Like yeah. the to he's a winner. Chill out. Yes, he is a winner. Got a championship business in Alabama. Top uh, photographer, sports photographer, by the way. Check out uh, robertowen.net uh, if you need photography in Alabama, especially sports. He's a champion. But he likes the bourbon, son. And That's there's good. a taste for that because that shit's terrible. It's <laughs> like an ashtray mixed with old age. 
and wisdom mixed together. Like all that the is in that. Though is the key. <laughs> I taste all that in that. I think it's the illusion that I want to be a gangster so fucking bad, which I'm not. Oh, it tastes so bad. But I do picture I it in myself. every mafia. Right, movie. exactly. Like, they're doing this. Yeah. Oh, it's deals are being done prostitutes are being sold drugs Lives are being, are being ended right oh dude it's fucking terrible right like i feel like rick was drinking this when he hit the body oh absolutely 100 probably not would for though he was drinking no, he like was drinking old granddad shit. like 11 dollars oh, bottles. Yes. 11 dollars a bottle dude that was back in the old days yes. yeah he was hurting yes and listen again rick Cope's the guy picked his broken destroyed leg up off the interstate said all right i'm gonna put that back on so I take a little skin off my butt cheek, attach them together, yeah. still be good. Yeah. Nothing is still on his horrible body. It and blows me away. Amazing. And married a smoking hot woman. Dude, he. Like, how did he do that? Oh, That's the power it. of a sense of humor. And it's the power of being a champion. Right. It's the power of championships, sons. Listen. I give Heather hell about it. Oh, she surely did. I'm like, what were you doing? Yeah, man. What a winner. What a guy to be able to lose. <laughs> I've had. He came up to. uh he brought up the golf cart, the new one the other day to uh, see everybody in the disc cul-de-sac and he saw Gunner and Brooke were outside. I was, I was doing some work or something. I don't think I was here. And he was like, Hey Gunner, Hey Brooke, I'm just showing you look at the new golf cart. Gunner was like, that's awesome. Why do your feet look purple? <laughs> and that's the, that's the problem with kids, yeah, right? I give two shits. Dude, little kids give it to you straight. And he right. was like, cause I don't have any circulation. Cause my fucking legs are going to fall off. Because that's kind of winner Rick Cope is. Yeah. No bullshit. He's the kid's not going to give you any bullshit. And neither is the kid. So it's two bulls locking horns from different generations, which I love and which encapsulates Rick Cope. The kid asks him, Why are your feet purple? He says, Because I don't have no circulation, motherfucker. Why do you think? One day you're going to see me that I got no feet. And guess what? Gunner said, Cool. Why do you have windshield wipers? (laughs) That was it. And moved on. Champions do that, but nobody gives it straight. Most people would dance around it, make some weird conversation. Not Rick Cope, sons. He says, hey, right. they're going to fall off soon. I don't give a shit. I got a right. golf cart. Right. I'll put a peg leg on, <laughs> right. hit the gas, be and gone. And still whoop your ass. Guess what? Paid for too, sons. <laughs> right. So I'm driving exactly. down the road right. all day. Champion. Yeah, we got some comments here. This is the Rick Cope show. By the way, um, our buddy fucking what was it his real name you just fucking told me earlier his fucking real name oh hansen yes hansen skaggs yes skaggs he said uh didn't know uncle randy before this love uncle randy now gonna have to meet him yeah so my day's mate right so whatever happens from here give a shit dude best guy i saw southern honor wrestling that's up you know everybody can pick their own wrestlers Hold that my was beer. my fucking guy. So he's in a tag I'm just team right you. now with a guy named Huck. Oh, he big old black dude. When I no, went. no, we put him together with this big black dude, and they're called All Star Special. Okay. After the Waffle House. Yes. Beautiful. And so they come out every time to Waffle House tunes. They came out to Sweet Caroline the other day. That's and good. And the fucking roof blow. Everybody was singing the place. Do they still do the Hold My Beer shit? Oh, though? yeah. He's also? still Hold My Beer Hanson. God, God, dude. What a. What a win for America. Yeah. I'm just saying for a guy like that, because you look at, uh, you look at him, you'd see him physical. You wouldn't be, he's not the most well-built yeah. guy, but you hear him come out and you see the, the gimmick is, 
You he wins. So this he is what wins. I tell the wrestlers: all these guys with all their flips and flops and all shit. You don't have to. Have I that. said, listen, just work the fucking gimmick. I said and it's gonna it? piss y'all off that Hanson's only been doing it two years, and he's a solid wrestler, but he's green as fuck and gets a bigger pop than any of you motherfuckers. What, what do they say to that when you tell oh, them? Oh, they that? get pissed. Do they? But I also I remind, them, I also remind them motherfuckers, no matter how big they are. You pay the checks. You I, that the I get checks. the biggest pop every fucking night when I come out. You sure do. Which is also I didn't I didn't mention that. Which is how Gunner knew you were talking. We we called you when we were telling Gunner. Gunner was like, "Who's Gary?" We were like, "Gary, his kid was was walking you around. Yeah. He was also the guy on the mic in the ring." He was like, "Oh, because <laughs> yeah, you do a big dude. We haven't even gone into that, but your wrestling background. So, how much do you love wrestling? And how much do you use with what you know from wrestling and what you've learned from that industry in branding and promoting? Yeah. Your, so here's a funny thing. So I don't love wrestling at all. My son got into wrestling. He was going, we were going to watch shitty independent wrestling every month. I grew up loving wrestling, but yeah. I, I went away from, it. I grew up and um, quit watching it. My yeah. son got into it. That's I how was, I got back into every it, month. I was having to watch this horrible wrestling. That was yep. horrible. I came home one day and told her, I said, I can't go watch this shit every month. She said, well, your son's into it. I said, well, then I'm just going to start my own. That's fucking awesome. So we started. That's what winners do. We won the, by the way, fucking I've been around two years, two-time promotion of the year, state of Georgia. Hey, let Georgia me tell you, history, blows the tits off uh, bullshit that people call territorial wrestling nowadays. Doesn't hold a dick no. to Southern Honor Wrestling. So, and I'm going to give it to you straight. I've been to both. Southern Honor blows his dick off, son. Yeah. Great show. It's great. And so I love Southern Honor. And really, my wife, here's the best way to sign. I don't know that I, I learned a little, I learned some terminology from wrestling. My wife told me, she goes, I never realized all your redneck giftedness was made. She, she calls me the redneck PT Barnum. I've she heard said, that. I was going to mention that. She actually. said, I never realized all your redneck giftedness was perfect for wrestling. It's actually a great moniker. Yeah, like, like if it. you, if you put it together and do the math, uh, not like the, whether people are trying to insult or yeah, compliment, care. it's both. Here's the deal: they can insult all day long. I'm proud to be redneck. Yes, rednecks me too. are my people. Dude, that's fucking like common people. man, gun shooting, fucking live off the land, hard working, love their fucking country, love God, love their wife. If that's a redneck, then sign me up Hell, all day long. You know where I'm from? I'm, I told you, Cowpen, South Carolina. We live in a world that's downplayed that. But when the shit hits the fan, who do you want? You want the fucking red. Guess what? Around. Listen, we're gonna go and talk, and we're gonna jump right into toxic masculinity yeah. since you brought it up because yeah. that's a thing now, right? Uncle Randy's from was born in Calpin, South Carolina. Yeah, write that down, sons. You go up eighty five. You want to go to Charlotte and shit? You're gonna go through Spartanburg. You're yeah. gonna go through Greenville. There's gonna be an exit right there called Calpin's Battleground Road, sons. That's from the Revolutionary War. That's it. There's going to be one stoplight. There's going to be a Hardee's and a Mike's Cafe in the middle of it. That's it, son. That's where Uncle Randy comes from. Guess what all those people were? Champions. Right. Self-made. Had no money. None of them. Yeah. None of them. They all had, though, about an acre of land, and every one of them grew shit on yeah, it. So every for, one so for years, I always knew I was kind of the black sheep outcast in this town. I was kind of like, I'm the guy they call in when they need something no one else to do. And it used to bother me. I used to want to fit in. I don't give two fucks. About, like, I'm proud. Like, dude, blue collar to the core, man. I love that mentality. Mm -hmm. And America can, and you know what? I don't want to get political here. Sure. But I think that's one of the things that Trump won the election on. He sure hit is. into these people that were successful people yeah. that felt like they had no voice. 
Oh yeah, and, and I show you pull in the Action Church parking lot. You're not going to see an eighty thousand dollar Ferrari, sure, from the doctor, but you're going to see an eighty thousand dollar truck from the guy who owns the biggest plumbing company. Oh, in the county. guess what? The wheels on right. it are probably seventy thousand dollars. Right, $70, right. the wheels and, 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 and the, the and, lift and, and, on the and truck made these people seem like they're idiots. No, they're hard they're working, not idiots. fucking geniuses. They're absolute. That's right. the perfect route. They're geniuses right. because they've made more with less right. than anyone else right. has ever done, and they've made it and built it into a little empire yeah. in their world blows yours yeah. away like and, if you really look and, at it tit for so tat they win I, i've never been more proud of what i consider my people than i am now man fucking beer drinking love their country flag waving gun toting love their old lady people than i am now so this is a great question this comes from a listener so where is it Okay, this is a great question. All right, so, uh, Gary, becoming a pastor again after losing your desire to pastor, do you still feel the same now when you lead someone to Christ as you did in the beginning? That's a great question. Yeah. I actually want to know that. When you lead a sinner to Christ, do you still feel as good about it as you did in the beginning? Yeah, so I actually think I feel better about it. Yeah. Because I feel like I, for the first time ever in my life, am leading them to a true relationship with Christ. Instead of the one, two, three, pray with me and let me get you to say this prayer because sure. I'm a good enough salesman. Oh, yeah. Because, and because speaking, I speaked into the mic but, so but, everybody but, can hear yeah, you. Yeah, because, because my last church was Southern Baptist, even though it didn't have it in the name, and I wanted to beat everybody else and have the most baptism because it was a competition every year. Yeah. And so, you know, no, I, I feel like now it's authenticity where relationships are built, and I'm teaching them how to have a true relationship with Christ and that Christ doesn't care about their religiosity and their rules and all these man-made bullshit that people have created. It's about just loving God and loving them. So I actually feel better about it than I've ever felt in my life. Let me tell you, that's the best question that's been sent to yeah. me. Out of all the questions. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a fair once question. You, once you lose it, you appreciate it more. Yeah. So, I mean, I have to I have to put myself in your place, right? Because you left, you were pastor. You got the doctorate in theology. Leave yeah. it. You're, 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 you have a disdain for it. you got a bad taste, yeah. whether it's your fault or not, you know, yeah. you make mistakes, but also people turn their bell, whatever. But so you come back and a group kind of convinces you get to get back people. into pastoring, but you have conditions. Yes. Like you're like, okay, if I can find a way to turn this into also helping yeah. people, I'm not going to take a salary, but yeah. I want the building. Yeah. So here was, so I have so here was my use. deal. So my deal was my other church was, really him hawing around finding a new pastor. It was going on for a while. So my rule was I'll never start anything until they find a new pastor. Because if I know if I start one and they don't have a pastor, half the group's going to come with me and I don't want them. That's a great answer. So yeah. um, I said, they got to have a new pastor. I said, it's not going to be about the money. Yeah. And uh, a group has to ask me. I'm not just going to do it. Sure. We're going to move to the poorest part of town. And we're just going to love people. So how many of these were you dug in on? Though? All of them? Like, yeah. Were they, they, they all were like, non-negotiables. None of them were okay. non-negotiables. That's, that's, that's good. So 13 people moved with me. We moved to the poorest part of town. I'd never pastored. I'd never been in a church in my life in ministry that had a building. Yeah. I'd met in other churches, movie theaters. So we rented this little storefront. And I thought, man, all you do is move in. Well, I had no idea. That's not how it works. There's building codes and bathroom yeah. restrictions. So we met in the parking lot for six months. That's awesome. So of those 13 people, all of them left but two. Okay. So I was stuck with two people. It grew to 30, then it grew to 50, then it grew to 100, and we were meeting in the parking lot. And it never rained one Sunday 
The first Sunday it rained was our first Sunday in the new building when we finally got the building done. And we just serve people, man. We run there. There's AA meetings that meet the building all the time. Um, the homeless, we're the warming shelter for the county. So when temperatures drop yep. below 32 Rick's degrees, about that. we're the shelter. We do a big thing every year called Give Canton the Bird. It's a big, huge Thanksgiving outreach. We yeah. Last year, we fed almost 2,500 families Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. and um, But even that name pisses people off, and I don't care. I think it's funny. <laughs> no, so, um, here's here's my conundrum, right? Because I hear all this, and I know it's legit. I've heard it from yeah. from a man that's probably killed somebody yeah. or been irresponsible. Yeah, at least involved. buried a body. Yeah, buried a body. Rick Cope, champion, legend, son, Silvertown legend. You know, if you don't like Rick Cope, you don't like Uncle Randy. So just, just fucking tune out. But uh, so I hear all this and I hear about the church. But listen, when I put this out that me and you were going to do a show together, it was 50-50 down the fucking middle for both you and me of people that were like, you're both assholes. You both made bullshit decisions. Yeah. You both fuck people over. Yeah. We both, we think you're shit or we love you. Oh, yeah. We love your message. And it is split down the middle and people don't seem to believe me when I tell them you're all right. Yeah. They don't believe me. And it's just what it is. Yeah. You know? I, I tell people all the time, you, you will have no middle ground with me. You will either love me or you will hate me. And, and I don't mean this arrogantly. Most of the time, once they actually meet me, yeah, they love me. Sure. They, they see the persona. Same, same they me. see the gimmick. Sure. They see the people. I can't tell you how many times we brought wrestlers in, and sure. I can tell the first time they're after and say, what's this motherfucker? By the end of the night, they love me. Of because, course. Because I, I respect them, Absolutely. and I'm there for them. And, and you know what they're trying to establish. Yeah. Like, you've been past right. that. Right. So you and can- and the, the reality is you can hate me. And if you need me, I'm going to be there. Like yeah. it's, it's weird. I'm not your typical pastor, but then again, I don't know what it is. This pastor heart kicks in yeah, and something's going to happen and I'm going to be there for you. And like I said, I mean, I've literally driven to downtown Atlanta and drug people out of drug houses. Yeah. Now I cussed them out the whole time, even whooped their ass in a parking lot a couple of times, but guess what? No one else is going to whoop their ass. So how do you feel about that? Right? Like when, when, when you hear you're a pastor, because yeah. I listen to you on, on other shows and you're yeah. like, I don't really know how I feel about all those titles. Yeah. Like you, you're a conundrum. Cause you're really kind of like, I don't know, man, I just yeah. go on Sundays yeah. and I give them the truth Yeah, and I hope they listen. And, and I'm doing that. And that, yeah, that's I don't, it, cause you just do one sermon a Sunday, one right? sermon a Sunday. I don't care if there's 4,000 people showing up. I'll never add more. I used to do the multiple service thing and kill myself that's on the so weekend. Money tits, I'm not doing that's it. awesome. So, um, I'll support that 100%. Those that show up, show up. If 10 show up, they show up. If 400 are there, 400 are there. By the way, Shane says you're his biggest fan. Yeah. Shane Boyce. Oh, yeah, Shane. Yeah. I went to high yeah. school with Shane. Yeah, you're his biggest fan. By the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good guy. <laughs> loves just to he's that little uh, bitch that likes just to be contrary to everything i post just to get attention and so every once in a while i throw him some attention all right so here's here's oren michael stinson saying no bullshit we're watching two of the best accountability coaches in action oh good i respect i love that because there's no bullshit that's us. all i want people yeah. to know is i want yeah. people to know you can fuck your life three ways to sunday yeah. and you're still going to come out the yeah, other I side want people to know you can fuck your life three ways to sunday I can tell you that you're going to fuck your life three ways. Me but too. I'm still going to be there for you. Yeah, if you come to difference. me tomorrow and tell me you're leaving your wife because you're fucking blondie at Claremont yeah. Lounge, I'm going to look, I'm gonna look at you cans. and say, man, I'm here with you the whole way. 
but you're fucking up and you're in for a ride, but I'm, but I'm, but I ain't leaving. Yes. I agree. You know, I, I, agree. I, I read this thing that changed my life. So we talk about accountability, accountability. And we word it this way. I'm accountable to sure. uncle Randy. Absolutely. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. There's this thing called fireman accountability. Fireman yeah. accountability means I'm accountable for Uncle Randy. Oh, you're absolutely right. So we're right. going into the fire together. You're responsible to bring me out. You fuck up. You're no matter how bad yes. you fuck up, almost get us killed. Yep. I'm responsible to get you out of yeah. that building. Now, when we get out of that building, I'm going to tell you that you fucked up and I'm pissed. Oh, but yeah. You're going to get out of the building. Yeah, Fire Marshal Bill can attest to this. He's actually spoken to me about this. When you're accountable thing. to someone, they leave you. I struggle sometimes because of who I was and because of what I pastored. I, I was friends with some of the biggest pastors in the country. I see everybody share their stuff. Yeah, all so the how time. is that? Like, and that's so, another question I forgot to ask. Yeah. But so you're rubbing elbows, right? Because yeah. you're part of yeah. the fastest growing yeah. church in Georgia, maybe the country, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're not going to even mention the name, but you're part of it. Yeah. And so I'm sure you're rubbing elbows yeah. with some of the motherfuckers that are running the mega churches like yeah you're in I was that in coaching realm. networks with them some of them were my best friends there's a guy that everyone shares his post he's probably the most famous pastor in america right now he's the trendy cool guy he was on my board of overseers and um i'll never forget i lost everything he's on my board of overseers i never hear one word from him oh, after about awesome. three weeks his assistant messages me sends me an email pastor i won't say his name sure won't you know he's praying for you oh man matter of fact today someone that i love that's been on this podcast posted something shared a post from him just because yeah. you mess up god's not doing it and it was all i could do not to post god's not doing you but he sure the hell is <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't yes. you know what i mean yes and, no uh, absolutely you know but uh like Dude. i've seen the ugly side of religion religion is we're the only hey christians are the only army that shoot their own yeah, and you're you you're, fuck up. I'm done with you. you. I've heard you talk about this multiple times, and I want to get clarity on it because I want you to always be able to speak your story. Yeah. So, I've heard you say multiple times, like you're you speak against religion. Yeah, in some capacity. Yeah. So, what do you mean by that? Because I know what you mean, but I want the listeners. Yeah, I, I think that are just all this the religion of these man-made rules, these religions of of what you have to do and not do. Um, these religions of we've turned the church into a North American business. The church looks more like a Fortune 500 business than it is the, the church in the is. book of Acts. It, it's definitely it a business. And, and so to me, it's all about relationship. It's yeah. about Jesus Christ. It's about loving people, being sure. there for them. Um, this is the first time we've ever met face to face. Sure. I don't give a shit if we didn't talk for five years. If in five years you called me and you told me, dude, you had become an alcoholic and we're losing everything. Guess what I'm going to do at three o'clock sure. in the morning. I'm going to get in the car and drive wherever you're at. And and I'm going to be there, for, but, but I'm yeah. going to be there for you. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to make, I'm going to see you through to the end yeah. in that area. And to me, that's, that's, that's life change. But so how much of that though comes from, I know you've got your doctorate. Yeah. You, you know, the church, yeah. like, you know, the, yeah. the theology, but how much of that comes from that? And how much of that comes from, what you learned yeah, so from none, what happened from your so experience. So none of it comes from that. All of it comes from what I went through. Okay. So that's all great. That's why. Yes. Yeah. If you would have taken a spiritual gift test of me before all that, mercy would have rated dead last. If you would take a spiritual that's gift incredible. test after that, mercy would probably be in my top that's three. Incredible. That's incredible. That's the message you know, I wanted. Because once you've been left, show. once you've been left on the curb, you're not going to leave anybody else on the curb. See that, that was my whole goal of this show and not even knowing it was yeah. to hear that and i wasn't even expecting that that's yeah. the greatest answer yeah so and i get that so yeah mercy 
Yeah. And nobody has that anymore, yeah, right? No, they don't dude. have it because we're so quick to be like, fuck that guy. He I, did something that, guess what? I probably thought about I, or did or no one caught me. I'll never but forget him. I'll never forget about, about three years after I lost everything. I got stopped me in Ingles. The first time I seen him. I said, man, how you doing? And I could tell, I said, I said, man, you want to talk it out? You fucking lied to me. I looked at him. I said, yeah, you're right. I did. And I said, and how arrogant of you to think I wouldn't lie to you when I was lying to my wife and lying to myself. Sure. Absolutely. Of course I did, man. Of course. Of course yes. I did. And, um, you know, people act so shocked by it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like the guy on, you can't get past it. Well, yeah. dude, that's your, that's your shit. That's You're your, so that's miserable. A, and that was my answer. I wanted to let you answer right. that respectfully because you know. that was a fair, like targeted question to you. But my answer would have been to that guy. You know what? Hey, dude, however you feel is right. fine. Like yeah. that's your shit. I'm not mad at you. You, you need feel to that deal with right. that. Not me. Yeah. I'm cool. So, and that's, that's the real thing, but we I, just don't pick people up anymore, man. We don't, we're not, we don't have mercy. People. You're and, absolutely and, right. And we just expect perfection out of people when we're not perfect. You know, man, we screw up and everyone sins differently than us. And it's funny. We'll get up and talk about everybody else's sin, but not talk about the sin that we have. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that leads me to a question for me that I wasn't going to ask, but now that you've opened the door, hell, I got to ask. This yeah, is your fault. It. Yeah. This is your fault, right, Gary. You it. did this. So where in your studies of theology are, are there sins that are more heavy on Christ than others? Or are they all... Christ cries tears from all of our sins. Yeah, so here's the deal. I or does he cry more from certain ones? So I, I don't think there's different levels of sin. That being said, I think there's different consequences for sin. So, for example, I had an affair. Mm -hmm. So the consequence sure. of that sin was I didn't get to grow up in the house every day with my two kids. And you lost everything. And, and I lost everything. So there was consequences sure. for that. And there always um, So. I think sin is sin, and, and sin grieves God. For him to know it, do good and do it not, it is sin. But I think there's different consequences for different sin. And I think sometimes we don't even see the consequence. I'll never forget a buddy of mine that came home one day. His wife was banging a dude. The dude jumped out the window, broke his leg, pressed charges against my buddy for assault. Yep. So he went to jail. And his whole deal was, my buddy was like, I, I didn't even do anything wrong. She's not even suffering. Well, he didn't know that I was counseling with her. Sure. She was suffering huge. I yeah. couldn't share that with sure. him. Yeah, so just because he couldn't see the consequences didn't mean the consequences weren't absolutely. happening. Just because he didn't get to dictate the consequences. That's the key. You That's know what I mean? absolutely the and key. And so I, there's people in this town that feel like Gary didn't suffer enough. You don't have any idea what I suffered. No, you don't know. You know I, I mean? I'm you right there know. with you. you they you have no idea. You didn't get to dance that dance with me. You had no. You didn't have no money. Yeah. You didn't know how you were going to get to Even see your Even 12 years later, my son. He still goes home every other weekend. He's 16 years old. You don't have the idea of that. You yeah, know what I mean? Don't. Yeah, I don't get to see every moment and make it. So the consequences are long-term. There's consequences for our sin. I'm not anti. I'm not one of those things that think there's no sin and there's no consequences. I just think, man, the, the sin's not the end of it. Hey, listen, this is a great quote. This is from Mrs. Fire Marshal Bill. This is Fire Marshal Bill's lovely wife. And he this is, one, this is one of my favorite. Oh, he totally obliterated his coverage. Uh, Miss Farmarsh Bill says, my favorite thing I've read recently, God isn't going to ask you about my sin. He's going to ask you about yours. Yeah, right. Yeah. So how do so, you feel about that as a oh, pastor? Oh, 100%. So my favorite story ever, and I, to, to my church, the men, anybody. I'm going to grab a beer while I'm listening. Yeah, anybody that's listening from my church right now is going to laugh because I, I talk about this story all the time. So when Bill Clinton screwed up, Bill Clinton has the fairy sticking cigars up vaginas oh, in the Oval yeah. Office. Yep. And 
you people don't realize this, man. Billy Graham came alongside him and walked through. He him sure back. did. Billy, You're fucking and, right. And the, and the church attacked Billy they Graham. They sure did. A, a man who never had an immorality Nothing. issue, there was above reproach, lived in a godly manner, and the church attacked. And Billy Graham said this. They said, how can you be there for them? He said, it's God's job to judge. Yep. The Holy Spirit's job to convict. It's my job to love. He's absolutely right. Dude. He said, he goes, that's not my job to judge it's and not. convict. He goes, none it's of just, our jobs. It's just my job to love. It's none of our jobs, and, though. And we're, know, we're all decided it is our but job. But think about that. The president screws up and the church turns their back on him. Well, what the fuck is wrong? You, you think Jesus would have turned his back? Or no, Jesus would have come along and would have walked alongside of him? 100%. He'd have been strolling right beside right. Been like, These are my motherfucking right. sons. These are the motherfuckers right. that my shit is for. Yeah. Not this dude that's, that's just living this special because there's none of those. He would have been like, these are yeah, my motherfuckers. And here's the deal. All these people that seem like they have it together oh, are full the of worst. shit. No, they sure, got the hurting. most in. Those four yeah, elders that signed that letter to that lady, Fuck me, I, I'd love to be able to get From Woodstock Church of yeah. Christ. I can't believe that church. I missed that because I was taking yeah. the, the, the world's longest piss when yeah. you and Brooke were talking. Right. The audacity. So I didn't get to chime into that. That blows my blows me away. Right. I can't believe that's real. And when I saw you post it, and I immediately had to steal it, by the yeah. way, was I can't believe where we live. Right. I can't believe that shit's right. Real. I can't believe this is 2021. Isn't it funny it hits home that's right down the road? Oh, God. You know, that's where people have their graduation, and, sons. And, and I said this earlier, and, and I said, my issue is not even that they felt that way. If they feel it's a sin, they feel it's a sin. It was the audacious telling them arrogance, we can't fuck with you audacious arrogance in the way you wrote it you pompous motherfuckers did, like did, you were better than everyone tell me if, did and you would know better than me so i'm asking yeah. you yeah would you, was there ever a time that jesus said i can't fuck with that no, motherfucker no i don't know i no, mean from what i know no he'd be like that's who i need to there was times to. when he said they weren't listening to the message you got to you got to knock the them. dust off their sin yes. they're not gonna listen you, and, and i always equate that to had a mom call me the other day. She said, can you go talk to my son? He's like, I said, nope. Why not? I said, when he calls me, I can. I can't That's go fair. talk to him because you want me to. Because he's not ready for it. You want it. He's your son. I mm -hmm. said, when he calls me and he's ready for help, I'll call. And you'll go do I'll, it. I'll, 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 yes. I said, I'll drop everything. Yes. But I said, I can't go. I said, I said I'm not looking at can't my family and taking time away from my yeah. family for something he's not ready to receive. That's tough to hear, but that's yeah, the right message. Right. Like That's the right thing. But I just can't picture like, and everyone you know has their own picture of of Jesus and whatever they've been saved. But my guy, dude, he no. looks for the sinners, yeah. sons. He rolls to that group. That's the group he wants in his yeah. fucking pews yeah. and in his church. Of course it he is. doesn't want the the guys yeah. already know this shit yeah. or they claim they know it. He wants the motherfuckers that are doing the shit. So he can bring them to his home for eternity. Right. That can live with him. Yeah. And, it, and I don't want to get too theological. And no. we'll move off this. But that's my thing. I always say. My so Jesus my, wants to fuck so my with my church knows this too. I said, I said, my prayer always to God is, you know, he said, in my father's house, so many mansions. When I, saw it, so, so. I said, I get that. I'm probably not going to have a mansion. I said, but I always pray to God. I said, man, make sure my double wide. <laughs> Yes, is right next to the pastor who took over my church. I'll, I'll I said because every day when I go to the mailbox to get my heavenly mail, I would be like, "Hey, <laughs> I made it!" Absolutely, you didn't think I'd be here. You told every motherfucker in town I wasn't gonna make it. I want to be in a wife beater and boxers when I tell them, and, but I'm here. And let me tell you, you can't make it any worse than I'm than no, I've had before, right. son. 
You can take it all right. away from Uncle Randy tomorrow. Right. Guess what? I know my wife's cool with that yeah. shit, son. You can and take we can it make it away. work tomorrow. I'll make it all back. This is a great question for Gary. This yep. came from uh, the the listeners. Question for Gary: How shocked would how shocked would Christians be if Jesus came today instead of twenty thousand years ago? How many churches would be in shock? Ninety nine point nine percent of them, <laughs> yeah. I, if not more. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Ninety nine point nine. What do you I, think he would say if I, you're just? I, I think he'd overthrow the tables just like he did back then. He pull out the whip. I, I just think the church nowadays looks, including action. Sure. It looks nothing like the church in Acts did. Yeah. And so I think we just need to get, and it is. I, I, it's serving people, right? Sir, like that should be the only God. core, right? I keep going back to it. I think I've said through this whole podcast. It's love God, love people. And that doesn't mean just people that look like you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I tell our church all the time, I said, man, you, some of you had like some of my best friends, you had like jackasses on social media because someone voted different than you. Yep. It's all right. Sure. Guess what? Hey, you know the great thing about America? You get to vote. And that happens. For whoever yeah. you want to vote for. I agree. Now, this person just chimed in. Uh, this is Angel Rodriguez said, I just checked back in, was having the same conversation with my mom. Wow. Laughing my ass off. And this came Her mom in. came to church for the first time Sunday. I probably scared her mom to death. I want to go back to... God, man, we've had so many. I've missed so many. I... I want to apologize to the chat. I've missed a thousand of these. We ain't apologizing. Y'all got a good show yeah, for dude, three hours. We're going on three dude, hours now. Yeah, we're at two. Dude, we're at fucking three hours. What's the longest show the ever? This is by far. That's right. Without a doubt. That's what happens when you put champions on together. And guess what? Still holding the crowd. That's right. It's, it blows my tits yeah. off. All right, so let's get to these questions. So at least we're done. All right, so... Did the why not a so what was your answer to the why not a country festival? Uh, Are you cool with the country uh, festival? Is yeah, that I'm working on one. Okay, good. I'm working That's on good. one. I just told you I don't do mainstream country, so it's got to be more redneck, Confederate flag waving. That's cool. Southern rock, um, country rap, outlaw country. Yep. You know I can't do the uh, diamond plate tailgate and yeah. Daisy Duke wearing. Sure. Luke Bryant, shake oh, your ass God. and the titties. Florida Georgia Florida line, Georgia line no, bullshit that sounds like pop country. No. All right, so this is a great question. I actually kind of touched on this with you before the show. Uh, Gary, will downtown Canton ever be as awesome as downtown Woodstock? Why or why not? How can we make this happen sooner rather than later? What a great fucking question. Yeah, Listen, so I agree. Downtown Woodstock to me is the model. You speak your piece. Yeah, so um reality is probably not it's a county seat and so county seats are always built around the courthouse so at the end of the day the large majority of your businesses down there are going to be lawyers accountants anything that has to do with the courthouse so you're always going to fight that battle in a downtown area i think awesome is a subjective word do i think it will ever be the equivalent of what woodstock is now no but i also doesn't i don't think it needs to be that it needs to have its own identity we sure. already have woodstock yeah. What I would like to see is a clear cut vision for Canton. I would like to see some. I tell people this all the time. Canton has better restaurants than Woodstock. The problem is there's nothing to do after you eat at those restaurants. I agree with that 100 percent. I agree with that a thousand percent. Actually, the restaurants definitely better out after. Actually, after it's, life, it's a ghost town. Doucher. It's a it's, there's it literally completely. nothing there. Um, I think another thing that we miss out on a Woodstock that Canton doesn't have at this time in order for a downtown to thrive, you have to have high density housing. So yeah. here's the rowdy. If you and I never go to Woodstock, 
there's 25,000 people within three blocks that can walk there sure. and all those townhomes, those condos, all that stuff. Yeah. So they survive. They keep Woodstock rocking on Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which if you all don't know, Tuesday nights down there is yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. Take your kids. Yeah. Go have a cup, just a couple of beers yeah. and hang out. It's a great atmosphere. Yeah. Tuesday nights. Like right. I can't speak to all the other nights, but Silvertown has kind of adopted the Tuesday night. Yeah. The mill because of uh, the market. Yeah. Because of, yeah. Uh, Dustin Davy, Fire Monster yeah. Bill, he he brought that on. That's a real thing. That's a great night. It is. And you can actually have a really good time with your kids. But Fire Marshall Bill has a great question for you. He says, Gary, give me your top three leadership principles. So that's a tough, that's right on the spot, son. This is, is no man. bullshit. This just came hot off the yeah. presses, sons. I, I, number one, be you. Yep. Don't try to be anything else. Yeah. Be fair. who you are. You know, the world doesn't need another Uncle Randy. I'm writing this down. Son. It doesn't need another Gary Lamb. Be you. Find your voice. Yep. And um, just be who you are. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I think the number two leadership principle that I, I've embraced that has got me through everything is what we've talked about this whole time. Um, ignore the critics. Yeah. You can't be a leader if you're obsessed with the critics. What do you think about being honest to the people that work under you who you probably consider working with you but you got to be able to give that straight up like yeah you fucked up you yeah. didn't you yeah. did great yeah but you got to be able to pull some people to the carpet well, right and not worry about the and that would be my third one i would be speak truth yes and so i i i i subscribe to this law of the 10 percent. i think we tell people 90 percent of what they need to hear yeah hey man you know, you could work on this, this, but we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Sure. It's that last 10%. That's the thing. That's the exact thing. The part that hurts their feelings is where they learn. Yeah, absolutely. With, I, I'll give you an example. When I got done with the Mockingbird podcast, Like, hold my beer. Right. Dude, that's where he's learned. Right. And he gets the biggest pop right. in the fucking company yeah. because he's okay with taking your ass right. chewings. And other people, it hurts them. Right. They tell mommy. They, never they tell their back. buddies, Gary's yeah. an asshole. He hates me because of this. Yeah. I don't hate you. I want to see I the know. best in you. I see better in you than you do. Absolutely. You and D Dustin has a great point here. He's saying, and I don't want to sell this wrong yeah. because I love downtown Canton. And I see Canton as a fucking unused fucking just yeah. unused script. It could be anything. But he says, uh, Canton's come a long way and it's an amazing place. It's come a ton. Yeah, It has come a long way quickly. Very have, quickly. Yeah, not quickly enough for me, but yes. yes. I've been here 15 years, so. So how do you feel about when you compare, like, because Canton, are you are you allowed technically in Canton to walk around with your open beers? In the entertainment district of downtown Canton, what they classify as the entertainment district, which but would be. But as soon as you cross those lines, that, that's the confusing yes, part. Yes. So basically, in Main Street, you can walk up and down Main Street and that yeah. loop from Panera down to downtown kitchen, Saucy yes. Mule, and up, you can walk around with that thing. You couldn't take that same beer and walk down to the mill with it. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Right. Why is that? Yeah. I think it will expand. I think, yeah. you know, I, I was a big fighter in that, of getting that wall passed. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I just think uh, Canton's got to create. I, my issue with Canton is no one can tell me what the vision is. Dustin says you add rooftops to downtown Canton, you'll have a nice life, nightlife. Yeah. And, and that sounds great. And my mm -hmm. question to Dustin is where are you going to add the, the rooftops? Yeah. So it sounds great to do that. Um, the reality is the buildings down there are not for it. 
Um, God, it's such a cool area. It, that it's motherfucker a great, is so, a blank canvas, bro. I, so, I look at it and I'm like, all right, hold on, shit in my pants. Oh, stop. <laughs> so as a promoter, tell so, me, tell me your thing. The issue with Canton is, I love our leadership. I say leadership. Yeah, it is. Well, we have an older leadership. We have a leadership that to me doesn't necessarily mimic what Canton is. And I think that goes back to voter turnout. You have an older population, a more um, certain leaning way that goes out and vote. But is that changing? Well, it's slowly getting younger, right? Because these younger families are moving to Canton. But those people aren't voting. That's That's the fucking issue. They're not voting. But they're there. And they so, could vote if they were willing they, to get out and do If you their could shit. get them out motivated to vote, to me, everybody wants to always ask me, Gary, how do you draw so many from your events and, and Canton doesn't? Because I know what Canton is. Canton is a bunch of, I, I like to classify them as high-tech rednecks. It's it's very successful people making six figures a year, but they're making those six figures a year in blue-collar industries. Yeah. Where when you throw a rock and roll band up, I throw an 80s band up there, I'm going to bring in 3,000 people. But we're not some bougie Alpharetta Roswell town. And I think the vision has been to let's try to draw that kind of crowd. And that doesn't dictate what Canton is. Even in the downtown area, we were just talking about the restaurants. We have some phenomenal restaurants, but we don't have any family-friendly restaurants. There's not a restaurant down there that I'm taking my kid to because everything's $25 a plate. I love downtown kitchen. I love going coastal. I love, I love all the things, but I'm not taking, there's no family. I I need a pizza by the slice place. I need a, you know, some stuff like that. Dustin has a great question or comment. He says, when I say rooftops, I mean houses. So I don't know what that means. Well, they need to turn, they need to make it. So ball ground has done a great thing where ball ground has positioned itself for growth, where if you're in the historic district, whatever they have classified as a story, mm-hmm. even if you own a home there, your land is already zoned commercial. So you can turn your home into a business. Oh, nice. And so okay. um, some, some of those homes need to be turned into restaurants or backyards for music, different things. We need a music venue downtown. We need some kind of night. We need something in downtown Canton that's actually going to stay open past nine o'clock. Yeah. Dustin says we need high density housing in and around downtown. Yeah. I, well, I said that earlier, you need yeah. high rise con. And, and that's what people don't realize Woodstock didn't grow to there was high density housing. And, you know, so, and I think the mill is going to be that. I think there's a long-term potential at the mill, but I think that's a 10 year vision. People think that mill is going to be done. I mean, and it is going to be done. Soon, but I'm so, one of those that thinks that can be done tomorrow. It, yeah. Cause it, it's it, all, it looks like to me, the bones are there. Yeah, to it, be but, you're, but you're simply looking at the mill sure, building. I don't, you're I not know looking at the other 40 it. acres right. there that are still going to have right. high rise condos on them river walks or other yeah, land they're trying right. to buy um so i can't speak so what about this what about this uh this uh beach yeah that they're talking yeah, about. yeah i don't know I, so i'll believe that when it's built I, when they break ground i'll believe it you know they've tried to pass that in three other towns they've got approval in three other towns and never went to actually okay. to construction so when they actually do something i'll believe <sighs> it so it's, it's uh, wet some whistles here in silvertown yeah, there's a lot it, of people well, that loved it well it's a mile from here so it and should. Brooke loves it. Yeah. And so do a lot of the wives. Yeah. But, uh, so here's a question from Douglas Hill. Gary, yeah. how many of your favorite memories include Doug Hill in them? Yeah. So most of them include <laughs> Doug Hill. Right. So let me tell you my, my Doug Hill story. You ready? Yes. I'm so ready. I lost everything. I can't wait for this. Lost everything. Had no idea who Doug Hill was. Doug Hill had been down a similar, similar journey. Sure. Five or six years earlier. Sent me this long email. Said you don't know me. I don't so, know you. So he wasn't someone from your congregation. No, like no, he was a worship pastor at a church that lost everything. Same <laughs> way I did. He said you need to know if you need anything. If you need money, 
if you need help getting on your feet, anything. He lived in Ohio at the time. Yeah. He said, I'm here for you. To this day, he's one of my best friends. He now lives in Woodstock. Matter of fact, today sent me, he's working on the Black Sheep Project website. You, That's friendship. Already. He's oh, you whoever hey, who, he would be phenomenal. He owns Southeast Traders, all about guns. Trade, you need to get him on the podcast one day. Self, what are you doing? Come here. Let's be together. Doug, you need to get. I love this guy. Listen, Uncle Randy, you you're not going to hear Doug anything on the podcast. That's a great champion. Dude, he's a champion. I don't care what anything else you've ever yes. said. I don't care how many things you fucked up, Doug, back in the day. Yeah. What a winner. Now, because that, I that's need rare. to warn you, though, that I've had Doug over to my house and woke up the next morning with him butt ass naked, face down in the front yard. Dude, that happens that, with all kinds of with people. With a gun laying beside his head that because he took his clothes off and he didn't want to lose his gun. <laughs> that happens in Silvertown. So listen, Doug needs to be yes. on this podcast. Yes, he does. I love it already. Yeah. yeah, you need to go check out Southeast Traders. It's a forum for all things outside. He is my right wing gun. And when all hell breaks loose, you want Doug's guns around. All right. You so want Doug's said, guns around. He sounds like a model American. To me. Yes. All right. So, uh, all right. So this is a great question. This came from a listener. So, uh, and a bourbon drinking machine. It's saying, so you came from being known for barbecues and brews. Yeah. How how do you expect to expand, and will you always include barbecue and brews? Yeah, so um, barbecue and brews was my first festival ever. Um, I think we have expanded past that. I mean, sure. of 89 events this year that we have, three of them are barbecue and brews. Yeah. But we'll always be known for barbecue. But will they brews. always be with you? I think yeah, what they're trying to ask is, will you always be loyal to yeah, them? Yeah, because they're the, you the, should be. They yes. brought me to the dance, and they're still my biggest events. Those three events will be the biggest events we do all year. Ten to twelve thousand people. May twenty second at the mill um, might be an Uncle Randy sighting there. Hey, I'm I'm coming there, and I'm getting on the fucking horn, no matter what it is. So I got to ask you this question. This is for yeah. me. So the Easter event that you did down at Veterans Park. Yeah, the Easter egg hunt. We were there. Yes. I saw you seeing me, but we didn't know each other yet. When I was standing in line yeah. at the food truck for that glorious barbecue yes, guy. Yes, smoking Tony's. The best barbecue burrito I've ever had in my yes. life. I don't even, I can't even remember the name. Smoking and, Tony's. Me and Brooke have talked about this guy. And he was the nicest. He told me, because I waited 45 minutes. Yes. And he was like, I'm so sorry you had to wait. It'll be worth it. And I was like, I'm writing that down because I'm a winner. Right. I know Yes. I'm going to judge you because you just yeah. told me that right. you're going to win. Yes. So I'm going to tell you whether you win yeah. or not. He wins. Yes. It's the best barbecue burrito. For one, I've never had a barbecue burrito. Yeah. Two, it was that good. It was as advertised and was worth the 45 minutes. But so how often will he be at Gary Lamb events? And why is he so good? So, so, so smoke and Tony. So he kind of got fucked at that event. So that was my first event. So we landed all the Cherokee parks and Rex events. Yeah. So we provide all the vendors, all the food trucks for everything for their events. That was their event. So they had no idea how many people were there based on their numbers from the previous year. They only, it was one. a lot of people. There. Well, we were in line. That's it because that's good. because, the black sheep the promoted got it. I got right. you. That, so, fair, we, so, fair. We, so we tripled their attendance, but we weren't prepared to triple their attendance. So we only had one food truck and we should have had four. But Tony will be there May 22nd. And dude, I'm just going to um, tell you, that's where I'm smoking Tony's. That dude, Listen, his shit is You should legit. have his ribs. I don't I, can't, I don't know if I can leave the burrito. Listen, it was that I'm going to tell you something good. else. He, the burrito's good, but not only is the burrito good, the smoking Tony nachos. Oh, I saw a lot of those. R, R. The fat boy, pound of meat, fried egg, bacon, 
Boom. Look, that's my mic. Dude, who cares? On a sandwich. But so you have had the burrito, though, right? I've had all his food. The burrito is I remember when that motherfucker was serving out of a tent and just getting started. So how did you get to know? Because here's He goes to my church. Okay, great. This is a great segue because I had no idea about this. You couldn't. Uncle Randy couldn't have known this. So I had his food and it's hard to win me. But once you win me, I'm loyal to you till you fuck me. Yeah. If you fuck me, you'll lose my business. If you don't, it'll be with you forever. And he was so good. And I took Brooke. Brooke doesn't eat beef or pork. She Mm -hmm. eats chicken and fish. That's it. I know, dude. It's fucking, and there's yeah. no change in her. Well, she'll we, kill us both. Remember, we said no one was perfect. Yeah, she'll kill us both. Absolutely. She'll kill us both right now. Throats. You right. heard about the stripper at the Claremont. Yeah. We're dead. And then your wife's going to come. We're both. We'll yeah. never, they'll so, never find us. But I took these burritos back to her and I told them, put them how you're doing. I just want, I'm judging you now because I waited 45 minutes. Right. I'm pissed. This is real. No, I wasn't pissed. Yeah. I was more like, this has to be worth it. Right. We ate those burritos on the bench watching Gunner play at the different Easter things. And they were so good. And Brooke will be home soon. She'll even tell you that if it wouldn't have been that good, she would have tore you a new ass saying, why didn't you have more vendors? Yeah. But because they were so good, she'll tell you they better be at every event. That's just her opinion. Yeah. They're that good. So he's a, he's a staple at barbecue and brews. I'm smoking Tony. Fuck. I'll have nothing else. That dude's fucking incredible. And now he just added, I saw a brisket grilled cheese to the menu. <laughs> Dude. Come on. I'll that's, try that. I will try Now, he was pushing the brisket, and yeah. when he pushed it to me, I was like, Dude, I've already been watching this burrito on the menu yeah. for an hour. I want the burritos. Why didn't you go brisket burrito? I saw it, and this, this Mexican lady in front of me ordered it, so I saw so it. It looked good. I, I went pork, pork and, is Brooke, good. and Brooke went uh, turkey. Yeah, they don't oh, have and chicken, turkey they have is turkey. good. They have tur- turkey. And he's they one of the chicken. only vendors that has turkey. Yeah, and she doesn't eat beef or pork, so I was like, oh, turkey is good. That yeah. falls in the category. Dude, she went like this. Swall- gone. Yep. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever ate. So smoking Tony's, if you're listening or if you ever do listen, Uncle Randy's a fan. May 22nd. Boom. Uncle Randy approved smoking Tony's. Done. Smoking Tony's is all the championship. All right. So, uh, Dustin Davis says, all Uncle Randy meet and greets must be coordinated through me. Shoot me an email, <laughs> chiefdavy at gmail.com. Yes. Robert says, uh, have the rib and burrito and quit being a bitch, Uncle Randy. All right. That's fair. Oh, he says his hot dogs are amazing too. This is Linda Simmons. So, I've never had his hot dog. Oh, well, I'll Linda would everything know. he has. I'll yeah. try everything he has. By the way, nicest woman working with him, whoever that was. That's his wife, Brenda. And she, the crowd, despite as long as it was, they handled it. They're yeah. such good people. They I, I set it. them it up for failure much. that night. And they so, just kept on so to the last person. I saw was you walk by and I was about to say, I'm Uncle Randy. I, I know you from Rick. And we hadn't met yet about this show. But I was, I saw you walk by and you looked at me. I don't know if you saw the beard, but yeah. we locked eyes for a second and never said anything. And I was going to be like, dude. This better be worth it. I just want to hear yeah. your response. So you think you fucked him, but you have that much faith in him. You know, he's I did. I just didn't have an, I should have had another food truck there. All right. All right. Here's another, this is, we're getting toward the end now. So why are there so many pussies in the world today, Gary? And how do you feel about toxic masculinity? We kind of flirted with, well, those I think we just right have now. a fucking um, participation trophy award society. And we have a bunch of fucking pussy parents that sheltered their kids their whole life. And, pussy um kids grow up into pussy adults and this toxic masculinity shit pisses me off is there shithole men there's absolutely shithole men but men being men fucking being leaders being alphas providing for their families 
um, being why, the head of their household, it ain't bad. It's fucking good. I agree. Yeah, it ain't but fucking bad. You you want to talk about being possibly the worst thing you can be right now? Just yeah. be an average day yeah. male dad. Yeah. So so do you You're want me to really create shit. some controversy? Yeah. Absolutely. The worst thing you can be is an average white, sure, straight. Male. Straight dad, male, straight male yeah. dad. Yeah, it's yeah. rough. You're, yeah. you're you're kind of the yeah the scraping the bottom of the barrel, right? There. Yeah, I agree, and it it it's, it really sucks, you know, because it's really encourages encouraging this like this participation trophy thing. Listen, I'm yeah. Randy coaches. Baseball. We just have a bunch of kids that have never failed. Yeah, but I don't think that think that their thing. fucking rights matter. But it's not a bad thing to fail. That's if no, I it's hope, a great thing I to fail. If anybody listens to this show, right, and they get anything from it. I hope it's to see that you can fail to the bottom of yeah. the the tits yeah. of hell and you can still win. Yeah. How about you're, the fucking, I, and I'll argue with you all day long, the fucking greatest of all time, Tom Brady. Fucking what, ninth round pick? Dude, at horrible a Michigan? body. Yeah. It looked like the worst athlete. Right. It looked like Bubba Martin. Right. You look at Bubba, you think you don't think yeah. world-class athlete? Compete against him. That dude's a champion. Yeah. You'll get fucked. Same yeah. with Tom Brady. Yeah, you yeah. can't go off just I mean, looks alone. He, he didn't get drafted like you wanted to. I think it motivated him. He barely played at Michigan. Right. He wasn't even a regular starter. Right. The greatest. And now of he's all the time. goat. And it says, I don't know he's the goat. Let me tell you why he's the goat. Because of them rings on those fingers. Oh, so many of them. So many of them. And it kills me. What hurts me, and I do blame the dads, and I'm willing to get more controversial. I'm going to get more people hating Uncle Randy, which guess what? Love it. Bring it. Makes me more famous, sons hate me more but dads are pussies son yeah the majority of dads out there are flaming pussies yeah and i'm gonna i don't Those care what you're telling straight, them what to gay, do whatever no you're a flaming pussy we just don't have any men that are being leaders anymore you, and you leader doesn't mean being a dictator does you want to be being a friend an they want to be friends with their right. kids and not be their I fucking my dads. kids all the time i'm not your friend i'm not your friend either ain't There's, my job to be no, your friend it's not at all so let's get back to theology the bible says for this reason a man will leave his father and mother i tell my kids you know what my job is with you to raise you to leave so tell me this. This is another. You just brought this on yourself with the theology right. question. Because I say this to my kids: you'll never come before my wife. Oh no, my wife is way before. Of you. course. So absolutely, it's my God, kids my leave. wife. You're third. Like you're down yes. here, sons. This woman is my shit. Kids, y'all come after. Kids leave spouses. Stay. People don't do it though. No. They don't do it. Those kids are up there before their. Let God. me tell you how their to, kids let, being their best friend is more important yeah. than their. Here's than their how God. you know you've been a successful parent. They leave. We got fucking 27-year-old kids living in mom's basement playing Nintendo. They sure do. No, they leave. Mm -hmm. You raise your kid to leave. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. We raise our kids to leave. Get the fuck out. Yes. And go be productive members of society. Isn't Quit that being the rule? being a 32-year-old jerking off in my basement still watching porno all the time. Isn't that the fucking rule that you're supposed to leave yeah. the hand of your parents? We got kids that don't even want to leave nowadays. Why would they? Their Someone parents said, are kissing their ass. I was and talking to a buddy, a, a kid the other day, and he said, So I said, Man, what do you do about insurance? Well, I mean, I can send my parents' insurance until I'm 26. I said, What? Oh, God. To your fucking 26? Like that. It's fucking incredible. You ought to be kicked in your skull. Oh, dude, I hear that all night. All right, here's some late night. Yeah, this is a thing from uh, Spencer Nix. Oh, here's that's the, you know who Spencer Nix is? No. Owner of Reformation Brewery. Suck my ass. Well, I'm not going to suck your ass. But no, don't do it literally, but just metaphorically. That's, that's the kind of champions we have on this here right is now. Incredible. Okay, so shout out to Spencer Nix. Love your beer, sons. Love them. Big time champion. Brooke loves them way more than Uncle Randy, yeah. by the way. She is a Reformation. Fuck me, sons. Impacting our community. I like them. They're great. Brooke, 
all about it. All Gary in, Lamb level, like yeah, Reformation. All so, in with our community. They support everything the black do. sheep does. They're big, uh, big champions. So here's some late night theology. God has never not had his hands full with me. I've never once been deserving of his love and care, not for a single second of my life. I was a mess. I'm a mess now. That's the fundamental difference between Christianity and religion. Religion is all about earning and deserving and ladder climbing and getting gold stars for good behavior. It's all about me and what I need to secure God's love and blessings. In this sense, Christianity Christianity is the opposite. Yeah. So let me. Let well me, spoken. So, you know, Spencer used to be a pastor. I did not know that. Yes. So very. Um, Dude, what a winner in the community. Yes. Yeah, so Just one of that. the most knowledgeable real life Christians ever. I tell people all the time, Spencer is the Cherokee County pastor. Like he don't got a pastor at church. He runs that brewery where life happens and community happens and he's the real deal. And with all the controversy that I create, he buys into everything I do and has created an avenue for me to live out my passion. And, um, uh, he, he's the hero of this. So community. That, that was a great question. Cause that was a listener question. So I want to get in. They were asking about your affiliation with yes. reformation. Yeah. Like how you got so good. And that's a perfect so Spencer actually. came along the very first time I ever wanted to start barbecue and brews. I knew nothing about craft beer. And to be honest with you, me and Spencer kind of, we were opposite type churches. And so um, didn't always see eye to eye. And he came along and said, man, we'd love to partner with you. And um, man, they, they got me in the mill. Spencer they never wavered from you with that. Cause that's a dangerous um, political place to take. They've, like the they've never wavered from me politically. I think about three or four years in, we were going in one direction and they were sure. going into one direction. Sure. And we kind of did some, we kind of went our different directions. Sure. It was never bad. That, that's okay. And I think we yeah. realized, I, I can't speak for them. I think they realized we're better, we're better together. together. Yes. And that while, happens. And while we don't totally always, but that's, I definitely happens. agree with Gary all the time. He loves us and supports us. And man, when Gary, that, that event we did in Woodstock was reformation. Support that's how last winning weekend. gets done though. Yeah. Just so everyone knows that's how winning gets done. When people are willing to see we're better together yeah. than we are apart. That's how you win. Yeah. I try to, that's all uncle Randy's about people. Want to know, and I got this question too, and I just don't want to really get into it. They're like, why does uncle Randy always talk about winning? What does that mean? Championships. It is about getting the job done and you can work together for the greater good. Like, like fucking Gary's talking about them working together are better than apart. And nobody we're losing that in this country where people are more like, no, we're better apart yeah. than we are no. working together. Well, and I'll give you an example of my, of my relationship to where information during COVID. I mean, COVID happens. No events are happening. They've got the brewery down there in Canton. It's a weeknight. Not a lot goes on the weeknight. They go to the mill, say, hey, Gary's got all these vendors. What if we just did a simple market every Tuesday? Guess yeah. what that does? It provides an avenue for vendors. It provides an avenue for me. It people to get an out to come to the brewery, and get together. Um, that led to us doing a big eighties night. The Guardians oh, that was of the huge. Jukebox. The first one, almost the first 3, one was huge. people down there. First one blew the tip. Yeah. That's the one I was talking yeah, about. We're doing when it we again. went the first time we're, I met my cousin Bernie there. Yeah. You remember or from a uh, weekend at Bernie's yeah. that dude was walking around yeah. as a woman. Yeah. Dressed yeah. As Bernie. yeah. I've got a picture with him. Yeah. Champion. So we're doing that, that again, July 3rd at the mill. I was so and, good. Uh, bro. Within like this last weekend, that was the brewery. I mean, they brought us into Woodstock and they just understand the power of community. They understand that we have a good following. And I think at the end of the day, Spencer's, I think Spencer's greatest skill set is he lets people do what they're good at. He knows I'm good at drawing a crowd and they're good at producing beer. Yep. And so um, they don't want to, they don't want to draw, draw a crowd. They don't want me to produce beer. So it works out good. Here's together. my question to reformation. And I've always had this. This is just an uncle Randy question. 
and I've had this since uh, all the way back in my Woodstock days, is well, I've always wondered why they didn't produce like a little bit of food, yeah, like a small amount. And I know I think they do now at the one in uh, Woodstock. Yeah, we we'll have a restaurant in there. Yeah, but have like a, just to to offset because they used to bring a food truck in, yeah. but now they do it. So I was so, just wondering so why. I think the I can't speak for them in that. I think there's different laws when it comes to breweries. And I'm yeah. probably going to butcher these. Sure. You can be a production brewery, which yeah. is what they are. And I yeah. know that's probably not the right terminology. You can be a microbrewery that also has a restaurant. Yeah. They decided to be a production brewery. Sure. And so um, I uh, think so also, Georgia laws suck. That's from Spencer. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I don't know the right term. I think Spencer's great at doing what he does. Oh, he's definitely. And good their at. thing is, man, we're not a restaurant. I know they're and not. So, they're, they're so we champions. can bring in food trucks. We can, we can let Queenies come in. To the thing down there. I and love I some think, Queenies, by the way. So expensive, though. I'm with you. Like, you got to spend some money downtown. Kansas. You do. But have you been that. to the Queenies inside the brewery? No. So inside the Woodstock location is Queenies Barbecue. And it's not that, that expensive. Off the fucking charts. I did not know that. It's off the charts. I have not been to down in two years. Yeah, it's off the charts. Here. Um, here's all I know. If we can get an affordable restaurant in downtown Canton, they would kill. Yeah, they're going to kill it. In some way. There she is. Already back. Yes. We've been going for 4.8 hours, babe. Where have you been? What happened? All right, so we're on the last two questions. <laughs> Where are we at? We're at three. Man, we've got legends hey, on here. We, we got look how brewery many people we still have. I know, brewery CEOs is, on here. By the way, Matter this, of fact, you said your wife's a Reformation fan. The CEO of Reformation's on here. Yes. Spencer, the Reformation. Huge fan. Love all the beer. Loves the beer. (laughs) Drinks more beer than most men I know, sons. Write that down. I dare a man to challenge her beer for beer, not liquor. Beer for beer, she'll fuck you right under the table. I'm impressed with my liquor assumption tonight. I'm very proud of you. And guess what? You're taking that bottle. No. We're going to leave that for for next next year. year. Yeah. Once a year. Shit. Once every two months. (laughs) We're going to get together every week, sons. We'll give you four hours a week. You want that? That's fine. Day F featuring Gary Lane. <laughs> That's this a bit. A bit. We're, we're right. stepping at the Barry Day F. So here's the last listener question. All right, Uncle Randy Gary, I want to know how you both feel about Kemp and Georgia losing the All Star Game to Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Wow. They asked that question. Yeah. They're just trying to get us in trouble. You want me to go first on this one? Well, I don't care. You can go I'll, ahead, I'll go first. I, th- I think it's horseshit. I think it's total right, me too. hypocritical because you take all-star game from a city that's 52 percent black and take it to one that's 10 percent black and take away from the small businesses you're racist yeah not the people you're pretending that are racist which really aren't and the laws are not jim crow and you're bullshit and this is all political and you're making it political but you're also fucking the minority yeah there's nothing for me to add to that i think um, (laughs) as far as kent goes i I don't know nothing to do with kent there's there's i mean he was one of the first states to open back he up. Did? Props to him. One of the last states to shut down. Props to him. But man, he's done some stupid shit along the way, and I, I, I'm hoping he's one and done. But I'm hoping he's not one and done in regards to someone from the other side winning. And she is all over me right now. You want to sip? I'm glad. I'm glad Stacy didn't win. Oh God, no! She loves the beer. She's a baby too. She's only like how old is she? Six months. Six months she loves the beer, sons. Keep her away from the That's booze. Hey, this is still Uncle Randy's first glass of bourbon. That's Gary's 13th glass of, of bourbon. And I feel good. Hey, and so, so far, we've had 10 people say Reformation Brewery is the shit. That's just 10 different people saying it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty clear. I, I don't know. Who would say it's not? I don't know that I have ever seen a local business of any kind 
have such a community impact as Reformation. They're so invested in the they community. Are. They're entrenched. The fact that they're in Woodstock and Canton, the fact that they're part of, and maybe that's because of their involved in so many events. Um, they put their and I love to see the community rally around them when shutdowns happen. They I mean, should. they got them through that time, and they it was sure amazing. Did. And I think Spencer realized that. And um, I think he already knew it, but I think he got to see it in action. I think it was life changing. By the way, him. I gave Gary your smoke about the one food truck at the Easter thing, and yeah. he had a great answer for it. I just wanted to be able to answer to you because that was her question because she saw me waiting. And yeah. so he answered it all. He, he yeah. took full responsibility. Yeah. So, for so, so the answer to that was we landed the contract for Parks and Rec. That was their event. Mm. We provide all the food trucks, all the food. We based that on what they had told us they had in the past. I underestimated the power of Gary Lamb promoting it being three times bigger than it had ever been. Exactly how that shit was packed to the tit. To the tit. That's what we tits. do. Yeah. And so um, we had one. So we did actually have two food trucks booked. One of them canceled on us. I know better than that. <laughs> I know to have four food trucks at events. Yeah. I set those guys up for failure. Hey, that it, one food truck was fire. Though. At least, uh, that's what I said. At least if you waited 45 minutes, it was good food. <laughs> yes. And May 22nd, so what day? May, May 22nd, 22nd wrote it down barbecue and, and brews, the mill on Etowah. They'll be back there. They'll be back, and, and we'll, we'll be going to eat there. Live music all day, Reformation Brewery in their front yard. We'll have about eight barbecue vendors there because that's what we fucking hey, do. Smoking Tony's, though, I can't give enough. If it's just about the food, that's the best shit. Can you remember better food? Okay, another one. Which was amazing was the the grilled cheese one. Oh, the grilled oh. cheese. So he's at the market every Tuesday now. Yeah. Did you know that? Cheese dinking. The one that Blake worked so, at. So you must have had that at the holiday market then. It was it was around the holidays. Yeah, Christmas, yeah. the holiday market yes. at the mill. So now he is our vin he is our food truck every Tuesday night at the so market. Good. So good. Listen. How so, the fuck do you make a grilled cheese that good? I don't know. You don't. And our kid, and our kid likes almost nothing, and he was like stealing it from us because we didn't yeah. even order them every one. Tuesday oh, night at the mill. I got cheesed and confused there, baby. I only bring the best in. And let me tell you, this is what I like about you is they are very big up and comers. Like yes. cheese and confused is pretty yes. small operation. Like yes. they started from a nothing, nothing, like out of the house. And if you don't think those motherfuckers deserve their own restaurant, right? You're full of shit, yeah. son. I'll invest in their food truck yeah. tonight. With the the two hundred and twenty eight dollars I've got in savings, so, all of it'll go so toward investing. Why I think they'll be successful. So I bring them into the market. Thirty to forty minute waits. I uh -huh. chew the guy's ass so bad that he's almost in tears. <laughs> but I also throw out that love on him. I say, man, I believe in you. And here's what you need to do. He messages me two days later, man. Thank you. Here's what we're implementing. Boom, 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 Ooh. boom. Based on your changes, that's why he'll make it. Not because I gave the ideas, but because he can take or teach. I said, listen, I don't know your model, but I do fucking events with food trucks. I deal with probably 200 food trucks a year. Let me tell you what you're doing wrong. And I said, yours. But here's what I loved about him. I said, I'm walking around to everybody and they're bitching about the weight, but no one's bitching about the food. No. Yeah. I said, you just got to get the weight down. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've had the food, right? Oh, it's you've amazing. tried it. It's amazing. It's amazing. They're, I only bring in people I like. Right. If I ain't had their food, you don't get this. You don't get this Absolutely. bigger. Dude, I'm with trucks, baby. So we also talked about while you were gone, um, hold my beer. From Southern Honor Wrestling he was on here. Was on I here. told him you loved him, and oh, he is a full in buying in on Uncle Randy making a one time cameo as his new either manager or something, and Gary Lamb dropping no him in the ring. But one drop, I'll take one. I'll take one bump from Gary to build the promotion. I got a broken. I broke my neck. It's fine. He's fine. I'll take one bump 
for the greater good. But he actually commented, who was our favorite wrestler? At that, hold my beer. At the, uh, at the, yes, yes, hold my beer. I told him that earlier. When he, I told her that. I told yeah. you that, you, that she told me that. With the stretchy pant shorts Yeah, on. he might still be on there. Sam Skaggs, if you're on there, still comment, baby. Dude. Yeah. Hey, that guy's was, a winner. He wasn't even wrestling that night. He was a celebrity referee that night. He that was. We saw he didn't even wrestle. But yeah. who cares? His pop was the biggest. His, yeah. And that was my last question to you. This is it. We'll wrap on this. Yep. Was how important is the pop over whether people like you or not? This is written down. This is from Uncle Randy to you. Do you cons- do you take that into consideration when people give you hate and love? Yeah. Uncle so, Randy so in wrestling, I always tell the guys, I use this phrase, it's all about the pop. Yeah. So do you give that to the guys in the back? Like, yes. dude, hold my beer, got all the pop. I, I give guys. all the guys hell. I said, how do you like that? I said, listen to that. I said, you could wrestle that dude under the ground. Look at that motherfucker. He's over like Rover. I said, he just sold 50 shirts. You ain't sold a fucking one. And so, um, you know, Hanson treats it like a business. I think I posted something the day. Treat your business like a business. And it'll be a business treat like a hobby. And it'll cost you like a hobby. And um, I, and it's you, just got. You, you talked got about that. I hate to cut you off. Yeah. But this is this is from the, right. the Mockingbird <laughs> podcast. I'm just writing things down from what I heard from you in your last podcast where you said, you said to them, quit underselling yourself. You yeah. literally sold it to them. You're like, dude, fuck that. If you're the second best in Georgia, say you're the first best right. and believe that shit, yeah. right? Yeah. And write that shit down yeah. and be number one. Yeah. And treat your business like you are number yeah. one. And then when you are number one, guess what? Now you're number yeah. two in the nation. So I always whatever. say perception is reality, even if it's not true. And I always go back to the story. Everything goes back to the Bible with me. So I always go to the story. Jesus is walking around. He's doing his thing. He's going town to town. He's healing people. Boom, 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 boom. Healing people. Jesus comes to town. Mm-hmm. Boom. The lame walk. Then it says he went to Nazareth. That's the town he grew up in. Mm-hmm. And he said, nobody. Could heal nobody. <laughs> you know why? Because he rolled into town and they didn't see the Messiah. Yep. They saw the old dude that went to school. They saw their homie. I went to school with that kid. Who the fuck? That's yeah, Joseph's kid. Yeah. The way they perceived him sure. is the way they received right. him. They didn't perceive him as the Messiah, right. so they didn't receive him as a Messiah. They yeah. perceived him as the dude that they were partying with in high school. Mm-hmm. They didn't, so they received him as that. Right. Yeah. That's why they said there's no honor in a man's hometown. Right. Boom. You got to fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. I've had way too much to drink, so we got to wrap it up. <laughs> hey, we're about to sign off because Fire Marshal Bill is about to meet us in the driveway for a celebrity uh, beer to you. He wants oh, to say Lord. hello to you, so let's wrap it up. Hey, tell them where they can reach you. They know where they can reach us, sons. Guess what? Gary Lamb's going to be a staple on here whenever he wants to come on this show. You have a, a welcome from Man, us. Thank you. This is the best. Hey, we're best friends. I don't Listen. even know what's happened. We're Listen. best friends. We've had so much to drink. Best friends. Listen, you can find me on Facebook. You can keep up all of our events at Revival Events Group on Facebook. You can keep up with the Barbecue and Brews on Facebook. My new thing that I'm launching is a lifestyle brand called Black Sheep. You can go to Black Sheep Project, all about hustlers and those that break the fucking rules. Uncle Randy's going to be rocking some gear here soon. I'll be bringing it to him. I was hoping to surprise you with some gear today, but literally was our today was our first day of production. It took us five hours to make one shirt. So we worked all the keys We've got family connections. We saw Rick Cope show up here. We're good. Hey. What other podcasts do you have cameos? The <laughs> legends. Hey, let me just tell you, Rick Cope doesn't fuck with you peasants. Just right. so y'all know. Yet he showed up. He's got up. bigger shit to fry. But right from work. Left here to go bury a body. <laughs> All good. All right, well, let's get out of here. This has been awesome, man. Three hours and 40 minutes. Wow, Dude, fuck it. We could have wow. went five. We'll I'll do what we want to do. We'll do whatever the fuck we want to do, son. 
that's halfway gone. We'll put it. We'll save it for when Gary's back. Right. We love you guys, champions. Y'all yep. take it easy. Talk to you guys later. And we'll holler at you later. Love you. Hey, go fuck yourselves. <laughs>